1990 motherfucking one. 22 shots back in this motherfucker, yo. Taking out all your commercialized ass podcasts. And we on this laid back track. And we gonna kick 91 off like this. Hey, long time no see, pal. You know what they say. You just can't keep a good guy down. Just think. Chucky's gonna be a bro. I offered her my finest bed of beef and she snubbed me! Vegetarian bitch! Sleazy breath, sits in a room all day, sewing dolls! Children misbehaving in the basement! You, you are forbidden here. Mr. Bishop, I'm sorry, we can't save his arms. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. I turn the key! Herr Fulon has developed a method of animating his puppets without strings. It's as if they were alive. I'll save it, pal. That doesn't buy nothing with me. You're going over. Sorry, it's not going to happen again. Hear me? It's not going to happen again. He brought it home and had it restored. It was uncanny. It could have been a portrait of Charles himself. Are you Richard Lawson? Live and in person, Mr. Norman. Just came up from Milford. Real glad to be here, sir. Name a horror film. Any horror film. My, you gotta go look. The doll talks, the saw it, the moves and everything. You know, the B-Boy score. <laughs> yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 189 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live. I am your host, the social media reject, the toxic offender, and the leader of the official Slick Six Top Ten crew, Moods. Yeah. And now to introduce the rest of the peeps. First up, we have the Mexican Trolling Burrito, Double Confused J, a.k.a. JP. Next up, we have the Viral Virgin, Ellen Degenerate, a.k.a. Jeremy, the Crying Jew. Next, we have the grumpy old man who's still hating on Canadians with his disgusting smelling balls, Mr. Parker, <laughs> a.k.a. Dave. Also in the house, we have JP's food-fetching girlfriend, Cooter Carly, a.k.a. Carter with the Bomb Diggity Cooter. And last but not least, we have the Boston Cream Donut, the original, aka Derek the Damager. What's up, dudes? Yeah. Deboche ninety five forty six. That was probably my favorite one ever. You know what's funny? I wrote that. So long, I wrote that an hour ago, like right when I got on. When you did the Carly intro, I gotta say I though, man, contain my laugh. I haven't been on Skype in well since last time we recorded. In fact, I haven't really been home. I've been AWOL. And I didn't fuck that up. That was one take. Is somebody That's recording nice. this? Because I don't see the recording thing in the corner. I'm very... Yes, I'm recording. Okay. <laughs> I'm recording as well. Yeah, I have my Oprah recorder, so... Um, but yeah, man, it feels really damn good to get back. You know, as we were approaching the September long weekend, I was getting super excited to come back and do the show because... Really? Man, oh man, I gotta say, I mean, I, I overdid my camping this year, which is, you know, I'm not, you know mad about that or anything but you know i was i think i'm done i i spent like 60 days out doing that shit so it was time to get back to do the damn thing and yeah i'm excited to be back man i got feel like i'm full of energy and shit like that but i tell you man holy fuck being away for so long 
the comments that you get i had everything from moods died of covid <laughs> to he's been neglecting his fans he's a he's a fucking douche nozzle to this and that i'm like damn this man this channel's dead was my all favorite. I just this, this channel's all video. Like, this channel's this dead, dead was on so many <laughs> so many different videos and oh it was just crazy i'm like guys this isn't unusual for us to not upload podcasts during the summer and and of course, where shelf twenty seven was a bunch of. It would actually too, be unusual if we uploaded podcasts yeah. in the well, summer. The, see, I think the thing that people are forgetting to you know to remember is that we actually went a little bit later this year. We actually usually stop recording earlier in the year. In May. So we actually went a little bit later, so it made up for a little bit. So I mean, we recorded a lot of shows in our stretch back. So and we're back this year way earlier than last year. So. I think right. it's going to be a great run. I mean, we got a lot of great shows lined up and stuff, but again, just really, really happy to be back. And the welcome's been great. Um, you know, it's just uh, I didn't want to, you know, kind of put anybody out there. I, I wasn't mad at anybody. I just, I just needed a fucking break, clear my head. But, but I also wasn't home a lot. Like I would get home for two days. I'd have all my shit to do, uh, all my errands, clean up, do the house stuff, and I'd be back out. You know, and I just didn't have time to do anything. I didn't want to be like, okay, I might be able to do this show and then not be able to do it and put people out and stuff. I'm mean, like, it's the summertime. Enjoy it, man. So the one question I was 28 wait. though. But the one question I wanted was you get Mike's uh, man splooch off your face when uh, you came back. You know, it's, it shot all the way from Southern California all the way to. Yeah, he's, he's been sitting at the Canadian United States border trying to get over there to see how you're doing. But they went through. Oh. You know, if he managed to stand yeah. up there, if he yeah, managed just... to, to reach me with his cum shot, that would be incredible because the fires in California are insane. We're getting the smoke up where I am. That's how big the fires are in Calgary right now. It's fucking nuts. So, unfortunate yeah it's like really really bad man really bad like it's bc's getting all flooded with it and oh man prayers what? you know to all the people down there because it's like pure devastation man people are dying and it's just it's bad it's really really bad down there so thoughts and prayers go down to the people in, better, in california yeah. man so yeah it's just so dry you know there's no rain in the future and it's just not getting better there's so many areas that are, can't be contained and shit and it's just unfortunate man so but yeah. uh yeah man so what's up guys man how was everyone's summer let's start with that um, work. yeah <laughs> it's been it's been a uh, kind of crappy around here you know with obviously covid and, and stuff like that but me and carly managed to do some fun stuff we actually just went and met felissa rose last weekend it was, it was pretty fun oh cool man um, where'd, you, where'd you get and to meet her? first jason and and first jason oh nice I'm just and kidding. yeah, we saw a um, bunch of movies on the, on the big screen. It was pretty cool. So what what um, event was this? Uh, it was out in almost by Philly. It's uh, Lahighton or something is the was, area. It's called yeah, it's called the Mahoning Driving, and it's like five hours away from us. How many times do you guys fuck? <laughs> but, well, um, take a guess. We're okay. I don't know. Twenty. Well, Carly does have the bomb diggity cooter, so. You know. <laughs> Oh, the joke. Uh, Are we talking how, in what time period? In what like time frame? I need like a legitimate like twenty four hours, forty eight hours, three days, three days. Three days. So was um, Felicia Rose just times. hosting this event or something? Four times in three days. No, it was uh, it was a regular drive in, but they're turning it like if this was their sixth Camp Blood event. We went last year too. Did they play uh, uh, David is... Sterling's Camp Blood films? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they have, have to pay them. That's enough for people to not to show to up. Use the title Camp Blood. Oh God, <laughs> Lordy. They they do a uh, it's all slashers, and they did Sleepaway Camp this year. So they got Felissa Rose. They did the Fun House. They had one of the actors from there, which they didn't even announce, so we didn't know. I didn't get to take anything for that. Up, and they had first Jason, um, and 
Yeah, he was super cool. And he played his set from his band and stuff. It was fun. And then, uh, yeah, they just showed a bunch of slasher films. But they're almost like starting to turn it into more of like a convention. Because uh, they just had Jill Sholin last year. But they had like three people this year. And they said that they're going to vote like maybe even further that next year. Uh, with like it being like a co- convention thing during the day and then a drive-in at, <laughs> at night. But Felissa Rose, oh my god, dude. We stood in line for three hours to meet Felissa Rose. We watched the entire Sleepaway Camp film standing in line. Wow. And she actually came out like right in front of me and Carly and hung out and watched the end with us, which was really, really cool. Hmm. Nice. She talked to everybody like Linda Blair, right? Yeah. No, she yeah, was pretty, amazing, yeah. though. Uh, did you meet you? You've met her, right, Mids? I have actually not met her before. Oh, really? No. Nice. Yeah. She's super nice. Yeah, she, oh, she was dude, like, she, we, she was saying she loved us and saying thank you, and like, she's like, you guys want to get a picture? Like, of course yeah, she, she loves you because if it wasn't picture. for you, she would have no fucking career. So of course yeah, but she loves there it is. There's Jeremy how... being like, of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> course. You'd be surprised how many people don't act like that, though. Jeremy's like, how much did it charge you? How much, yeah, how much did she charge you? Yeah, there definitely is a lot of celebrities out there take their fans for granted for sure. Twenty. That's pretty. Twenty. Her autograph um, and the picture was free with it. She asked us for a picture, which was cool. Oh, cool. She's like, can we get a picture? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, that'll be $20. <laughs> <laughs> what? And first, Jason was even like more like chill with money. He's like, yeah. And, you know, He's like, I'll uh, give you everything for 20 <laughs> I nice. was like, really? Including like, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> you leave first Jason alone. Yeah. I wonder how his mom knew that, to name him that. On first, Jason, dude, yeah. get out of here! Get out of here, fucking! I'm I told you not guy. to make the joke. It would oh, not land. What? He actually said that joke to you earlier. He, he, well, yeah, no, he made a joke that wasn't spontaneous. Uh, no, it wasn't. I said it multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> he he the course it. of the weekend. Nice. And now everyone went silent when he said it here. Like I. <laughs> so, Jeremy, are you? Uh, I heard that. Well, I'm assuming most of your theaters are open again. Yeah. So you've been watching everything, or what? What's your deal with? Well, there's the... only like four movies right now, so I've seen everything. But <laughs> you know. So you, you watched everything. How was the new Bill and yeah. Ted movie? Oh, it was pretty. I liked it a lot. Oh, it was pretty Derek awesome. Liked it. Derek yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I was surprised to hear the the decent reviews on it. I was like, that's good. Yeah, that's it was good. good. Yeah. It's just Bill and Ted. You know, you got to like Bill and Ted to like it. I think because it's very. I like Ted and Bill. It's very Bill and Ted. I like Kiana. Kiana? Is that like his sister? That's a stupid name. How did his mom think to name him? Better that? than first Jason. True. <laughs> yeah. What about Joaquin? How much would you come up with fucking Joaquin? I always think that. Oh, let's call oh, his parents. Oh, what about Wa- River? Oh, yeah. Joaquin's not his original Little name. Walk. Really? Yeah, his real name's Leaf. Leaf. That's even worse. That's yeah, even worse. Their parents were crazy <laughs> hippies, hence no, it, River. Yeah, his, yeah, they were a friend of cult. They were in a fucking cult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been going to the movies, you know. Bill and Ted, Tenet, Unhinged. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been kind of a fucked up summer. I mean, COVID and shit, you just really can't do a lot, you know, so. Well, especially you feel bad here. when you try to do something. I know the looks that you get from people, right? <laughs> and but I'm like, you're giving me that look right now. It's like you're five feet away from me. <laughs> the fuck you like? Seriously? Well, it's not six. Yeah. Well, maybe six <laughs> feet. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, man. He uses meters, JP. God. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm fucking just happy to be back here. Again, we got uh, lots of great shows lined up. Um, but for the show in question, man, top 10 of 1991. Man, I tell you. You know, when we actually did it on time. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah. yeah, we said we'd do like late August, early September. <laughs> I think yeah, these shows actually... aren't even 10, 10 apart, <laughs> or maybe this yeah, is the tenth one. Exact, I don't know, but they seem pretty close, but not in time. This year is ridiculous. It yeah. is, man. I, I was really excited when ninety one got picked. I'm like, you know, it's going to be. I've seen a lot of films from ninety one, but you know, there's a lot to explore and stuff. But you know, as you go through it, you're like, fuck, man, this year is. It's really, really up and down. I have to say this: this is probably like my least favorite year that we've done so far just in the aspect of so many films that i rated under five like i of course reached my 91 which will be my next question because that was my goal i usually try to you guys know that <laughs> so i watched 91 films but i ended up i think i had 31 films that were under five so holy, holy in percentage wise that's yeah. almost like that's over 30 that's like 33 yeah. percent of the films and i'm like that's really, really fucking high compared to a lot of the years that we've done. I mean, there were some years I barely had any under five, you know, just a lot of, I had you know, four six, under five. Yeah. Like 17 I had, under five. Eight. I had 17 under five. Yeah. Four, 17? Had four under five. Are you serious? And one of them Dave? I liked 14. I Are you serious, five. Dave? Some of these turds under five I liked, but I couldn't rate them. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the rating I do is, you know, it's subjective and objective. It's kind of a combination of both. It's but a mixture. But yeah. some of these yeah. movies are really bad, though. Like really Plus, fuck fucking... it, the musical. Fuck oh that. my god! Wait, wait, like... Are we doing the bad movies at the end? Are we doing the bad movies? Now? I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was just. I was just kind of giving my general thoughts in the year, but it's it's one There's of those odd part. years that doesn't really have, unlike pretty much every other year that we do, and even you know modern top ten lists. It, it, a lot of these lists are very kind of top heavy. I don't right. see this this year being very, very top heavy. I, I feel like we're going to have a wide range of films in this top 10 because I think there's a lot of films that kind of hover around the same level of, you know, obviously above average to, you know, kind of middle level, but not like top shelf type films where everyone's going to be having the same top five type deal. You know what I mean? And I, I just it's just such a weird year. I mean, and oddly enough, I think 1991 has one of the best movies ever made in it, which is another s- strange thing. Um Oster Montag, you're but right. It's just <laughs> Oster Montag, yeah, yeah. But man, I tell you, it's. I'm glad you know the way I did it because I had watched you know a couple movies that I owned, and I and then I have to go to the computer and watch a couple shitty downloads and things like that. But I kind of I spread it out like I wasn't watching a whole pile of good ones in a row, and then a whole pile of bad ones. I kind of spread it out, so it made it tolerable. But at the end, I'm looking at my list, and I'm like, holy fuck, I watched a lot of shitty ass movies, man, like tons of shitty movies. But you know. Again, that's the fun of this. That's why we so do you these mean, things. If we get 2003, you're going to watch 2003 movies? No, yeah, I'm I'll, not even going to watch 50 for 2003. I'll probably watch 103. I think I'll just change it. Uh, yeah. So hey, if, if we get 2003, JP already watched 10 of those. <laughs> 20. Even 2003. Oh, 2020. Man. Yeah, that's right. Oh, like if we got 2000, trying oh, to watch 100 it. movies from 2000, I think would just be pure torture because I don't think I can do it. And it's a bad year. It's a really, really bad year. <laughs> yeah, 2000 isn't the isn't super good yeah so so what is eligible so the so the 90s are out so what's our random year jp before we uh the random year i posted it earlier um it's like 36 i think Mm -hmm. okay so we have 36 and then we have um what 69 69 and then the 70s 80s and then the 2000s and a couple years in the 2010s okay yeah 10 11 12 10 11 12 yeah okay Okay, cool. Yeah. So, dude, 
God, don't be 97. There was 23 <laughs> they can't or more be sequels. 97. We just said it can't be the, the 90s are excluded. Hey, 23 or more sequels this year. Yeah, and that's I, I would say that's probably one of the yeah. running themes of 1991 is um, tons of sequels, man. Is the year sequels of the sequels. and Sean video. Shot on and video. then movies that had sequels too. Sequels, and I would also say another thing for myself was probably, you know, Full Moon did a great job in '91. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they were kind of a stick out story for '91, but yeah, not really a lot of great stories from '91. I mean, still, surprisingly, in '91 there was actually quite a few. I mean, there was lots of Asian films. I watched lots of Asian films, Me which too. is pretty cool. And, and actually, a few Italian films. So there was a fair amount of foreign films we watched, too, which was kind of surprising to me that you, there was actually that many. You know what I noticed, too, is a lot of killer robot movies. Yeah, there right? four killer robot movies. <laughs> yeah, man. Four. And, and honestly, I think they were all decent. <laughs> yeah. Mika Droid, Eve of Destruction, um, Steel and Lace. Steel and, and what's, Lace. What's the fourth one? Robotrix. Robotrix. Oh, I didn't all watch Robotrix, actually. Robotrix is super sleazy. Steel and Lace was average. Still it was better than average. It was it, fun. It's really fun. It's just it has a lot of Great Revenge robot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think if it's it just had a little Masters. bit better pacing, it would be a little bit better, but uh it's a fun one though, man. It's got some pretty shocking gore in it though. I was like, damn. Dude, you, you I didn't had... have a ton from the Masters, you know. You had Craven and you um, had Default Lighter. Suave, Bucaret, Stuart Gordon, Fulci, Joe Diamato. And you also had uh, Sheena. How's that guy's name, Derek? His last Tuscamato. name? Tuscamato. Yeah. yeah, so you didn't have many of them. Yeah. And True yeah. Masters, like the big dogs, Fulci, Gordon, and Craven, really. Yeah, yeah like and, a couple. And Fulci's is like two of, I guess, what people consider his worst films. <laughs> Voices from Beyond is cool, but I love on the cover of Voices from Beyond, it says Fulci's last great movie. I'm like, no, <laughs> he made one more after, and it's John Savage drunk well, the, driving a car for an hour. Well, speaking of Italian, there actually is an Umberto Lenzi film from 91, too, which is kind Black of... Black Demons. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Cronenberg. Yeah. But yeah, two Fulci films, oh, actually. yeah, we had Cronenberg, too. Cronenberg. Yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah, I, I guess, if you want to... Plot horror. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty... I got a I got a hundred watches, but two were short. So I had ninety eight feature films and two shorts, and fifty six of them were first time watches. Wow! And that doesn't include eleven movies that I have watched and reviewed that I didn't rewatch. How so many? I've seen eleven more plus. That. What did you get? A hundred and one. A hundred was two shorts. So <laughs> Just had to go. You did the brand, and you went up and over and above, man. Like, <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, you're a- the new Brandon, man. Yeah, because Brandon would always purposely try to do a couple more than me, and he would do it every time. Yeah, well, no, I am competitive only in the most lame things. I just, I honestly just couldn't handle it anymore. I'm not going to lie because I, I felt like the shit that I could, I could have been well over 102. I actually put a lot back on my shelf that I didn't even watch. But at that point, I was like, I'm not rewatching Wicked World. I'm not rewatching this. I'm not, I'm not rewatching Beauty Queen. Alien Butcher. Beast. No, Alien Beast. Like, I know all these movies are 0.5 out of 10s to me. So there's a bunch of garbage that you guys were like, this is horrible. Like, no shit. Look at it. Yeah. And I, so I didn't watch it. Like so, I was literally trying to find good movies. So out of those 100 movies, I had 17 under five. That's pretty good. That's fucking crazy, dude. Man. I watched 91 and I had 31 under five. Dude, crazy. you you. I saw some of your ratings. You were getting a little bit harsh with it. Like, dude, a lot of these movies I don't get. Like, okay, here's a great example. I'm not sure if JP's still on the level with liking Scanners two and three, but I I think those movies suck. Like they yes, are ultra like boring to me, and they're just terrible. Like I don't know. Scanners I three definitely fell a lot. Um, Scanners two, I still liked a lot. Where was I at on Scanners? I'm trying to look at the list for them. I had Scanners. scanners. Fun. 
two at five point two five, and scanners three at five point five. I won't lie, man. I, actually, uh, wait, looking, did you say five point two five? These are personal ratings. And I'm not gonna. They're not. We're not covered on the show, so I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? I, w- I will say, man. Just looking Who at my you, films Lloyd? that are under five here, a lot of them are sequels, though. Like a lot really? of them are sequels. Yeah, like the Omen Four, Howling Six. You know. Um, Curse like, three, which is four horrible. was in my top ten for a long time. Curse three is horrible. Freddy's <laughs> dead. Six? Fucking prom night four. Scanners two and three. Wait, come on. Jeez, prom night four, night four is way better than. I told you, Moods was being aggressive with the ratings. Yeah, prom night four. Prom night four Everybody was knows my hatred for Freddy's dead, man. It's oh, my favorite franchise, and that oh, movie. I agree with that. Okay, which one were you guys freaking out about? Prom night, prom night four. four. Prom, night four. prom night four is fucking terrible. Oh, it's, it's, it's slow, but it's decent. It's got it's some cool religious. JP only likes it because I bought him and sent him that nice prom night box set. Fuck I watched guy. it. Yeah, right. In there, dude. Just... I have some turds oh, on this. Silent list. Night, Deadly Night Five. It's oh. okay. Oh my god, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five. It's horrible. Is great, dude. It's I got great. that in a six point five. Oh, it's horrible. Seven point five. I... <laughs> I actually like it. Oh, it's so At bad. At the end, I can't so stand. creepy. He's all sleazy, trying to rape the girl. <laughs> spoilers for silent night Five. i will say the ending actually is definitely but i mean read up to you know the first like 80 minutes of that movie are just oh it's torture mickey man. rooney moods although fucking rooney. the rocket rollerblades kills me every time that shit is funny as fuck dude there's some turds on here that i gave bad ratings that i kind of like like i'm like crawlers I was that's like, my that's my I like that's it. my one that i like that dude, i, I bad really rating. like that movie i, think I gave it, it like four, six and but a half. i like it i have always I liked it crawlers too yeah. And then shit like Zombie Army, I'm like, this is trash, but I don't hate it. Did you guys yeah, watch I Zero? Like Zombie Army. That's actually one of the better genre video films I saw. And Vampire year. Trailer Park. Oh, that I didn't get a chance forever. to watch that one. It was fun, wasn't it, Jeremy? I gave it yeah, two it out of ten. I gave it two out of ten. It's horrible. <laughs> what? Dude, he <laughs> hypnotizes the people with a TV. It's horrible. So he can it's a trailer park. He hypnotizes them with the television. Okay, moves. Dave, I, I saw that you watched All American Murder. What did you think of that, man? hilarious isn't that shit fucked up man like it's just insane carly Carly loves it i gave it a six you do love it okay well we'll six and a half i liked it 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 oh i gave it like i gave it like two and a half out of ten yeah i looked i looked the movie up and i was like did anyone watch this it was was rated so low i thought it was horrible but it was entertaining carly gave it an eight moods guys wow i was five years old in this year all these movies were like video store covers that i seen and a lot of these i had like just fond memories of too at the same time so i probably rated higher than i should have this is my birth year I was 11, wow. and I, I watched some of these movies actually when they came out. So, um, I, never forget I was seeing Sounds of the Lambs. I trying to remember how sure. old I was. But, this was like five years before Carly was born. Yeah, six. 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 <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Jesus. wasn't born either. Crazy. Jesus. So, I had 91. Uh, Dave, you had 100. Fucking just had two to shorts. 98, two shorts. Oh, we forgot well, Gaspar Noe had a shorten this year, too. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, Al, and Alex Standen started this platter pump craze in, from Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Carly, how many even did you know Hellraiser. I watched 57. I wanted to get to 60, but I ran out of time. 57 is pretty good. Piece of God. I, I can actually confirm I beat Carly. 58, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. 58. Uh, Jeremy, what did you have again? Oh, 46. Oh, NJP. Uh, I ended up with 64. I would have had more, honestly. I planned on doing, you know, Rolling 91, the 2, but foe. the nice. uh, summer series really caught up, you know, yeah. caught up on me, and I, I, I had to watch, like, over 40 movies for that, so. Yes. 
man, the years that I <laughs> had for I the summer series was summer so series. funny as being an adjudicator. Like they came back oh, and three, all of the those f- shows aren't out yet. So be careful what you say. Yeah. I'm not going to say the movies, but it was just kind of funny because three of the four films that they'd picked, I'd th- those were mine. So, yeah, I called it when Duncan shared the ones that were picked. I was like, there's no way that one's going through. I'll tell you right yeah, now. Moves so chop at that one. So I chopped this one and then I, I gave him my pick and then they instantly agreed. And I was like, well, that's four for four. Like what the fuck? Yes. That was so simple. Like I didn't even have to do anything. I was like, the, but those years were so obvious though. Yeah. Like, those, really. those, those, yeah. The two, one they put through on the later year, dude, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I just felt like those two years, there was really only two picks. Like it was just, I don't know. But anyways, I thought that was kind of cool because I really didn't have the time to record and stuff. So worked out great for me. Um, but uh, yeah, man, 1991. What are you guys' like overall overall thoughts on it? Lots of sevens and seven and a halves. Really? And I had fun. 56 first time watches. I'm glad I watched them. Lots of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Better I, time uh, than 72. I you liked it more than my favorite years yeah. that we prepped for, honestly. Oh, yeah. I fucking well, hated it. Well, I guess Terrible I year. guess Carly this year doesn't have any hammer whore. <laughs> yeah, I like this better than even 85 because 85, like it had a lot of great, you know, ones at the top but all the ones like after that i wasn't really having fun with so i think i had yeah. the most fun with this year out of the yeah, you would have, yeah this year was pretty I, good i thought i was gonna have fun too after i watched fucking hungry hoggin and then you I should fucking... have known better well it had jack palance that's like eating out of a dumpster and complaining about food poisoning <laughs> right if i had watched yeah, like I, 70 yeah, movies this would have been a great dumpster. year i think that this one for me the reason that I had so much fun with it is because I really did watch a lot of like sevens and seven and a halves, which were just like, you know, good. Yeah. Um, and I think that like because my list was like so unset in stone, it made it more fun. With 85, nine out of the 10 movies that I thought would make my list ended up making it. And I mean, but that's usually the case with the 80s. 82 is still my favorite year we prepped for, I think, though. Um, now that I think back on it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I had fun with this year. It it was it was really neat. There was a real big variety of types of movies too, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and a lot of sequels. Um, I oh, watched really? I watched a lot of like Lifetime thrillers in there as well, and uh, some some a lot of first time watches. Honestly, that I like a, a lot of these films are stuck on video too. Like a lot of them have not been on DVD yet, yeah. or uh, especially like Blu-ray, obviously, but that was cool to go back and see the stuff that was like going direct to video in the nineties that I, I was maybe too young to, to notice at the time. Um, so that was cool. A lot of movies too, Japanese and Asian films that have not had any release over here that are some of the most interesting and cool films of all the whole yeah. year. Yeah. yeah like, like the one with the, yeah. What's turtle vision the girl like, lesbian rape. Yeah. yeah. The one with like the, the girl gets fucked. And then I, I just read the synopsis on letterbox. So <laughs> Which one? There's probably like six Asian movies like that. Lesbian Rape, <laughs> Sweet Honey Juice, or Turtle Vision. Same director. The, Dude, that title is still the, one, the best title ever, man. That's it's the ridiculous. one with the girl like hunched over on the sidewalk. Oh, that's Turtle Vision. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was first I'm time also, watch for me. I'm a pervert. I think me and Derek are just perverts. <laughs> <laughs> All that weird Asian, like Hong Kong movies. I'm like, like I, I went and found a bunch of Hong Kong movies and I'm going through all of them like, Every one of these movies has rape in the title. On my Plex looks like a goddamn pervert. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Jeffrey I didn't even Jones care, fucking personal computer. 
Dude, it literally looked like I was like back in high school downloading a bunch of porn. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Milf Hunter. <laughs> I just love going on on Comcast every once in a while and looking at the porn titles because some of them are just absolutely fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, especially when they're it's like, like ten words long and there's like eight of them. You're like, there's it's like these. It's like six sixty old mom's hairy muffs volume seven. It's like Jesus it's like deep Christ. deep crack <laughs> high school. You're like, there's more story to tell after seventeen of these. <laughs> oh, some of the TV movies are like so melodramatic from this year too. Like, hey, how you doing there? Like this dialogue, fucking so cheesy. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. So, I assume that we are going to extend these lists. Who is actually going to be um, joining in the the extended Me. list? Me. Me. Just us three again. I would. Wait, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy has is- enough this time. All right, I'll do it. I'll. I guess I'll do it. How long is the list? Twenty five. Twenty. Yeah. We can make it quick too. We'll, we'll be, I mean, we'll, I, I'd feel we'll more confident fast. doing this one than last year, so I guess I could do it. Yeah, I. I don't know when we're going to do it. I, yeah, it might be I, a little while, but we'll get it done. I, I could do it too. Fuck it. Fuck yeah, well. <laughs> that would be Fuck fun to that would be fun to do. Anyways, okay, so yeah, it's confirmed. So we are going to do an extended list too, which will be hopefully in video form also. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, that'll be interesting. Patreon, six people, though, won't it? With video form? Yeah, we'll see. We'll make it work. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, I'll try not to record on the lowest fucking quality again. But that was the first time I'd ever done that, and I forgot to change that quality. So, But I don't know if I can do it on the highest one because it makes the biggest videos ever. So anyways, the yeah. point is we'll try to do it on video with all six of us. That'd be pretty cool. I think that list will probably be... Uh, just as um, intriguing as this top 10 list that is going to be coming up. And with that said... I do have the randomizer ready to go here uh, to pick the order of appearance. Um, shit, where do I have it here? Okay, so three, two, one, randomize, and we've got, oh my God, that's so fucking funny. JP is up say- first. Yes, I knew it. And that's All exactly right. what Dave said earlier too. He's like, "JP's gonna be first. We're never gonna fucking hear." This. Okay. Oh my God, this is funny, man. Wow. Hey, you going first? Um. All right. So JP, then Derek. Oh, yeah. Then Carly, Dave, Yay. me, and Jeremy's last again. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, Jeremy, Jeremy, I don't say the a... rating before you say the movie no, and explain Dave, it. shut up. That's my joke. Okay. It's not a joke. It's a spoiler. Okay, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong here. But <laughs> I say point oh either. You. I was you. all ready to go, you dickhead. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but when we did 85, wasn't Dave, me, and Jeremy the last three on that show, too? I don't remember. No, I think Dave was I th- early. I, no, it was. It, it was. I'm positive. It was. It went Dave, me, no, no, and Jeremy. No, it was. It was me, you, and Jeremy. Because uh, Carly. Yeah, I remember. But Jeremy was last, though. So I'm gonna write down Is this the order. The order of JP. when we're going or when we're losing our virginities. <laughs> well, JP's first. Then who? <laughs> JP, <laughs> then Derek, <laughs> Carly, you, me, Jeremy. So that is the so official... JP, Derek, Carly, me, you, then Jeremy. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So that right, is so the Derek, Carly, you, me, Jeremy. Okay, I got it. Alrighty, that's good, bizarre. Good, good. So Jeremy always used to end up going first. Now he's going last every time. That's just yeah, kind of the good. irony is crazy there. I'm number two. Okay, so you are um, 
You guys, any 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 last words on the year before we get into these top ten lists or what? Let's get it over with because I got I a lot of other movies to watch. All right. Let's do this. So I agree. Don't. I agree, man. Let's uh, let's get right into these lists. And now, our feature presentation. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hold it now! Alrighty, JP, let's get this going. What's your number 10? Alright, my number 10 coming in from the year 1991 is a film... Like, okay, these 10, 9, 8 spot, I had literally like 20 movies that I was rotating around because i'm just like i don't feel strongly about any of these to to put on the list uh all pretty close to each other but i decided to go with one that i thought was just more unique and that is cast a deadly spell which i believe was Mm. an hbo film yeah it was a tv film yep yeah it stars very unique uh, very unique fred is it Fred Ward? Fred Ward, Fred yeah. He Ward. plays yeah. fucking Ward, yo. From Tremors, Ward. dog. That's where I know him from. Yeah, he plays Detective uh, uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. He's got a fantastic yeah. cast in that movie. Yeah. Right. And and he plays a detective in sort of this alternate LA universe in yeah, I like think the forties. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I think it, did you know there was a sequel to this film? Yeah, called Witch Hunt yeah. with, hmm. Dennis with Dennis Hopper, Hopper yeah. By Paul uh, Paul Schrader actually. Never seen it though. Yeah, this yeah. movie takes place in the in the late 40s I believe. Something like that. So. It's a yeah, film noir and, with magic. Yeah, it's a film noir it with, is. with magic yeah. and gremlins and yeah. and uh, zombies and monsters and stuff like that and everybody in the town uses magic and he's like very old school and he's like I don't want to use no damn magic, you know. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's it's kind of a little predictable in like the final act, I would say, and and kind of by the numbers. But other than that, I thought it, the world building that it did, and sort of just the cool atmosphere, and and you know the little nods like to Lovecraft and other films like Gremlins and stuff like that was really cool. I just thought it was a super unique movie, and it, it, at the end of the day, when I was looking at the ten spot, I felt like it fit perfectly. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, it's. A- Actually, the first time I ever seen this movie was uh, Jamie and Brian from ABC's of Horror. You know how they do those uh, watch parties on the Facebook page sometimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever seen this movie, and it kind of surprised me. Like with the cast, like David Warner is like the main bad guy, and you got Clancy Brown in there. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, Moore. Julian Moore with the green dress. Great, great cast. Yeah, tons of great uh, nods in this man. I, I love the fact that he's just got to retrieve that Necronomicon from the rich right. dude. So it's kind yeah, of cool. And I love uh, Fred Ward. Just a great actor. Fred man. Ward he's just kicks ass perfect. in this movie. Uh, yeah, it's just great seeing Fred Ward and Clancy Brown acting together in that one scene. It's like, oh yeah, this is great. The, the dialogue is really clever too. It's really well written and witty, especially between him and Charles Hollihan, mm-hmm. the old uh, police chief. That shit's just like perfect. And like <laughs> film noir, that, like the that's Norris from the thing, noirs. right? Yeah, that's that's uh, Norris Charles Hallahan. He's also right. in what Volcano and uh, the Fan, where Robert De Niro beats him to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> run, kid, there there run. was a there was a handful of films that had like noir influence from this year. Yeah, yeah. Like even Severed Ties has has like a that's noir. It's not from thing. this year. It's from ninety two. I know, bro. I know, I know. But I 92, thought it was bra. 
<laughs> brash. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, naked lunch, kind of a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure Severed Ties wasn't and from ninety one? Ninety two, brah. Yeah, I, I think it actually is. Nice. There's a couple dates that were actually wrong on there that should have been like on the header of IMDb Just that were actually technically is the wrong. One that's wrong. Yeah, that Brawlers was... is the one we found out for sure is wrong. Oh, I always knew it was wrong. Yeah, because I, I went through an internet movie database and I looked actually. I typed in the dates it was released and went down the list. Well, it was released I, in I Italy in '91, and then the, yeah, the, the right. date that it shows in '93 is the is the media United release. States release. Yeah, but it was a co-production, so Italy should count. Yeah, yeah, weird. of course it does. And wherever yeah. it debuts should count. Where, wherever it first yeah. appears is what I'm to be so fucked up sometimes because I swear to God, when we first like got the year, the Boneyard was '92, and then I looked, it was '91. Return of the Living Dead used to be '84. Yeah, it, it used to be. It's changed. I always, I always tell the story. I think with um, uh, the entity. That one's changed on there before too. Fuckers! Well, I, I, I definitely count crawlers. I, I wouldn't it. count severed ties. It's like fucking Inception. No, I, th- I I don't know, man. Anyways, whatever. So I fucking cheated on one of them. Only watch nine. I cheated fucking on a couple, me. but no, I still I, count I actually, them as watches, but I don't make them eligible. I legitimately well, thought it was ninety-one, but I like severed ties. It was kind of fun. I like it too. I have it on VHS. I actually gave that movie fucking good. seven. I gave that a goddamn seven. It feels like it should have been a full moon film, though. Oh, I might Feels like a Hannenlotter movie, but that not too. as good. Well, Hannenlotter's two films from the or one of his films from this year wasn't that good either. Honestly, <laughs> had Basket, Case, Basket Case. I haven't watched. I didn't even rewatch that one because I'm like I'm not sitting for that fucking music. I, I don't mind Basket Case three, but I didn't rewatch it. I've seen I, it. A handful I actually of watched them back to back the other night just because they're <laughs> part two and three. I like part two a lot. Part three is so ridiculous, man. Oh, I don't hate. I don't hate it. I don't they're hate it. They're the same to me. I don't hate it either. Part, they're just they're no, stupid. Part three's fun. worse to me because of that fucking brother, the, the son. Oh, Ma, look at me feeling the, the giant slug son. I'm like, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. He's so <laughs> fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah, he does suck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's my number 10. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Let me start this off with a bang. Number 10. Uh, Haruka the Goblin. Sheena Toscamato. This movie's fucking wild, yo. Dude, Nuts. it was a first time watch for me. I always knew about this movie, and I'd never seen it before because I was one of those dumb shits that like sat on the DVD forever, and then it went out of print, and I was like, "Well, fuck that." Me too. Me too. So I never got a chance to see it until now, and I was like, "Fucking fun movie, man! Really fun." And that was a Fangoria a- film too, right? Like, a- yep. yeah, it was yeah, it was. Fangoria yeah. presents. Yeah. yeah, there was a couple of those this year. Yep, like uh, Children of Whatever the Night. Yeah, yeah, Children of the Night. This is a weird one too because it's actually one that he doesn't star in too because you know he actually acts in a lot of his movies. If you yep. go back to the history of Tetsuo the Iron Man, there was actually only eight people on the crew acting as actors and on the production team of that movie. So that's actually a lot of the indie directors I know's favorite movie is because that's the one that they look up to as one of their heroes is Shin Toscamato. I got to say, man, I was a little bit disappointed in the Arrow box set that it wasn't in there. Me too. I was kind of pissed off. Yeah, because I was like, box set's great, though. I I have a feeling that it's it's a different rights issue, because I know Gemini came out from Mondo Macabro. For sure, yeah. Well, it's definitely a different rights issue, because it would have been in there. But I was just like, it just kind of sucked it couldn't be included into that big box set, because there's like eight films, right? So... Yeah, it's one of sure. his finest films. It's ten films, including like a oh, shorter one. Actually, too. it is. Yeah, ten films. I, I haven't even. I, I got the box that I, I haven't busted it open yet. So I, I went through that whole box set recently, and then to oh, get to I watch Duke of the Goblin was really was really awesome for this year too. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Shenya is like a very interesting director, and he's also kind of a great actor. Actually, Carly Sarm and Marabito 
from her year to she did in 2004, and he's fantastic in that movie. Mm-hmm. Ichi the Killer, man. Yeah, he's in Ichi the oh, Killer. Oh, he is, uh, yeah, right. Shin, God- Shin Godzilla, he was in, and uh, Silence, Scorsese actually directed him. <laughs> That's a great fucking Silence. And Scorsese knew who he was, too, didn't he? He was like, oh, yeah. shit, it's you. Yeah, he knows who everybody Harris. is. Doesn't Scorsese? Oh yeah, this movie's wild. It's just crazy. It is just, weird. Start, it's a weird. Yeah, one. I I, I kind of like it because it dwells in his like body horror still. Where like, you know, heads with fucking. It kind of reminds me of the thing with the heads of the fucking insectoid fucking I limbs. Love that. Shit, it's great, and you know, it's kind of creepy when she sings and shit. It's kind of weird. I love it. So uh, yeah, Haruki the Goblin. I give it an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. Cool, cool. 10 out of 10? No, no, no. Your top 10 isn't out 10s? It's not 85. (laughs) Carly? It is me. Um, Alright, my number 10 is Sometimes They Come Back. Oh, I've seen this one. Yes, it is. uh, This was a second time watch for me, and um, I just dig the story to this one. Uh, It's got the, it's very simplistic. um, Kind of a depressing type of movie and story um actually makes me tear up a little bit at the end but yeah. i like how it i like how it goes through those like flashbacks of him as a kid with his brother it's very reminds me of like stand by me or it or something like that where you're seeing the flashbacks of when he's young and it's obviously in a different time period um and i think it's creepy how the whole concept is these uh sort of bullies come back to life and they're just in his classroom and it's obvious that they're dead and they're just dressed up like in 50s or whatever that time period was clothing um i think it's a pretty creepy concept but um just a very uh kind of you know moody downer of a film um like i said kind of a more of a simple story by stephen king but i think it's effective and i really enjoyed it so I give it, it has a like a 5. hazy look to it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Especially like early Stephen like, King, the yeah. bullies. Yeah, the for 50s. sure. Mm. I, I, I really like Tim Matheson in this movie. He's, he's good. Mainly, yeah. yeah, he's really Very good serious movie. performance for that movie. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic. I must be one of the only ones who's not a big fan of this one. I've reviewed this movie a couple different times, and and of course I watched the end for ninety one. But I just I can never get fully into it. Like, oh, I was always just, a big fan. Of it. I don't know Childhood what it is. Childhood favorite of mine. Yeah, I, I just I, I never yep. even liked it as a kid that much. I don't know. I just never really. William Sanderson too. He's in there. Yeah, yeah, and fucking, yeah. William uh, Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like the fucking dude from Freddy Freddy's Revenge is the fucking main bad guy. Yeah. Uh, oh. He's also in uh, Weird Science. Weird Science. Is it me? I'm up. No, wait. She didn't give a rating. Yeah, she did 7.5. JP, come oh. on. Thank you, Dave. Yep, Dave, you're up. I'm not cutting people off. <laughs> I'm just fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm trying to be on my best hand behavior. I'm comment. <laughs> it's funny because me and Boots will cut somebody off and nobody will say anything. But exactly. then JP no. does it and they're like, what the fuck, JP? Yeah. Because you talk 45 minutes afterwards, me and Jim moves are like three seconds. <laughs> uh, my number ten. Uh, my number ten. Um, this one was a childhood favorite. I'm going down the JP um, storyline. It wasn't a childhood favorite. I just saw it at such an age. I saw it as a double feature. Um, one day I was like a five. I was being babysit by one of my grand my grandparents, and you know how grandparents are. They're like they don't give a shit what you're watching. They had the chip, so HBO was on, and they played two movies back to back. I remember watching them. The first was Freddy's Dead, and then it went right into Child's Play Three. Child's Play Three is my number ten. Um, Freddy's Dead. Well, at least um, the follow up was a lot better than the first film. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I mean, I love both the movies, and then rewatching them. I rewatched Child's Play three like a few years back, like four or five years, just on a whim. Like I was like, man, this movie is so fun. I love it. Yep. I like Andrew Robinson in it. It's just, it's probably my favorite Child's Play. Oh. I don't think it's the best. It's, it's not my favorite too. Uh, that's but my exact same thoughts, fun. man. That's my exact ridiculous. same thoughts. Yeah, it makes yep. me laugh. It's entertaining, and it's obviously it the better the right... every time. I swear. Don Mancini yep. hates authority figures, and you can tell with the military setting. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it a lot, and I like that it ends in a fucking carnival. I don't care. Right. The end People is so cool. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, Child's Play 2 and 3 really took the slasher formula and like amped up the ending so much. Yes. It's like, that's like, how you do a third act. People exactly. are like this. They're like, it's so dumb that the carnival's there. Who gives a fuck? It's about a living doll. This is the third movie. <laughs> but that's where carnivals are. That's exactly Chuck where carnivals usually bro, are. Yo. Yeah. How could you yeah, complain it, about where the carnival is? They're carnivals. usually out in those outskirts. The carnival isn't in a city usually. No, they it's always up, on the outskirts. They're pop-ups. <laughs> Fucking people. They, Are they pop-ups, you know, the, Dave? Best they pop-ups. Like the boner, they pop up. The best scene in this movie, though, is when he's changing the bullets. It's fucking awesome. Dog, this is the best scene in the movie. Yeah, that's Boots' favorite. What dude has a heart attack? I always talk about how much I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and Chucky's like, he gotta be. It's so mean-spirited to do something like that, man. Like, fuck. It's awesome. Yeah, but I agree with Dave. Andrew Robinson's fucking amazing. He's He's so ridiculous. He's like, Tuesday. He's like, Wednesday. He was having a lot of fun with that, too. You could tell. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I just mean this one holds up like you like a lot of these franchise movies you go back and watch and I know a lot of people have problems with this movie but I haven't seen all the child's play movies because I've never been like one to like watch a million sequels on a lot of movies but when I think back on the the child's play movies like I don't have any real problem with them like the first one I actually probably have the hardest time to get into because the idea of a doll being like watching a man transfer his soul into a doll in a serious thriller is kind of (laughs) like But as they get goofier, I'm like, yeah, I'm all in on this because this is a goofy ass concept, mm-hmm. and I'm in on it. I don't care. So well, it's plus a lot. Of Chucky fun. looks great. He's gonna yeah. be a bro. Yeah. That's like one of the best lines ever. <laughs> Chucky's gonna be a bro, yo. <laughs> I mean, this movie's obviously dated. It's a Ali Ali Oxen free. Get out here, you little son of a bitch. I love he that shit. He crushes the dude in the garbage in the garbage yeah. truck, dude. That's, oh, that's for great. no reason. For no He's reason. He kills that one security guard at the carnival. There's the kill count tired. You think too? Even, mm-hmm. even the guy he kills in the beginning is fucking awesome. He's just fucking with him with the toys and shit. Yeah. Oh, that part's so great because it's that evil like asshole guy who's like, "We gotta sell the toys no matter." Yeah. What. He's the fucking CEO of the company. I love that yeah. scene. It has great atmosphere, but that guy was like really into his toys and shit. And I like how Chucky fucks with him with his with own toys and shit. And it's uh, a great way to kill a guy who runs his company like that. Right? right. It's it's just yeah. It's you know what? I I have some of these rated lower than I should on the list because I'm looking back at like when I made my top ten, I had them, but when I have them on the sheet, like uh, initially, they're higher. This one, I'll go with an eight. I'm gonna go an eight with it. I had an 8.25, but I'll go with an 8 for Child's Play 3. Come on, Jason Lloyd. Fuck that shit. <laughs> okay, it's an 8. It's an 8. You want an 8.5? I'm giving it an 8, though. Yeah. An eight and and again, I have to say, um, a lot of these movies, like, some I, I included this whole list this horror. Like, uh, I feel like if there was an argument to be made, except maybe a couple, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. It makes this easier to make a top 10 because there's so many movies that I like better or that I could have thrown in here that are sci-fi or thriller or exploitation, but I went strictly with horror because it was already hard enough to make a top 10 because there's so many movies that I like about the same here. Like the top 25, I'm like, like at least like 20 of these. I'm like, these are around the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind I'm of kind of in the same way with me too. I tried to put as much horror as I could in my top 10. There's yeah. arguably one that's going to be like really 
but then there's you know yeah, I guess I there's two there's is, two arguable <laughs> ones I guess you know I, yeah, I think that but it, whatever it is what it is I mean I don't consider them to be full blown sci fi hey the, the, like the way I look at it JP said horror and exploitation yeah, so yeah. that's the way I look yeah, at it yeah, I, I include them in my eleven to twenty five it makes me feel better so I'll yeah, keep my yeah. ten at that and then I'm like oh we got these oh, other ones my eleven to twenty five is just like they're straight thrillers and sci fi yeah me too me too I fucking was like fuck it. Yeah, but uh, exactly. Jack Bender directed this one. Um, you guys may remember that name from 1985 in mm-hmm. Moods Top Ten Midnight Hour. Mm-hmm. He directed that as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, man. All right. So coming at number ten for myself from the glorious year of 1991, had to do it. <laughs> you is did also the Shinya Sukamato film Haruko the Goblin. Good nice first repeat already. Damn, I love this movie, man. I was shocked as shit. Like, I, I mean, I guess I wasn't overly shocked because what I've seen from uh, Tsukamoto is that I've always I like pretty much everything he's done. Pretty interesting director. But man, I love this idea, man. I love it's just it's kind of a goofy film, but it doesn't go over the top goofy. You know, it's got these unlikely characters. You got this archaeologist and this fucking student that kind of team up to essentially kind of keep this uh, this one gate of hell that's underneath this school uh, from being flooded with demons and shit. But the whole time you got this goblin that's like going around decapitating people and putting their oh, fucking so heads great. on these like spider bo- bodies. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, there's so many great scenes in the like, I, I don't know, man. The, the I mean, just the subtitle I was just having a blast with this like the dialogue and shit but it it came across as being you know goofy but it didn't cross that line to the point where you're rolling your eyes and shit and I, I loved how it kind of hovered on that ground and shit and just had a blast with this right from top to bottom just so many weird scenes and like at the end of the movie when they walk into the gates of hell or into that gate of hell I was instantly having these crazy flashbacks of the beyond but like in an Asian fashion you know it was like fuck this is so cool I'm loving this movie, man. I had an absolute blast with it, man. I couldn't say enough good things about it. Um, eight out of ten for myself. That's one nice. I need to rewatch. I, I barely remember it. I watched that one kind of early. That I have that problem with a lot of these films. Me my too, memory me is too. dog yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's getting yeah. worse as we do these shows. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually, like all my top ones. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely like one of the ones I actually did rewatch for this. Me because. too. I watched that one twice because of it. Mm-hmm. I did too, actually. I didn't log it twice, but I did watch it twice. I watched... A couple of my top ten twice. I didn't relog. I watched a couple twice. Yeah. Two myself. All right. Coming up for me with number ten with a seven point five out of ten. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we have. Oh my God, so funny. It's not you funny. No, not one person has laughed. Ever. <laughs> you know what? It makes me feel good. So screw you. Oh my I God. give so Jeremy's attitude a eight out of ten. God, that's funny as hell. You knew I was going to do it when Dave's like, oh, you shouldn't do it. Don't be a... Uh, don't I thought you were doing it on accident, but now you're just doing it to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm trying to help you all not make bad jokes, and it's just not working. Yeah, you know? Uh, I don't understand why you don't Jake, like you can make joke. bad jokes. Because it's not a joke. It does. It's not funny. <laughs> It's like stealing someone's wallet and saying, bro, it's a prank. It's like, you're trying to rob me. <laughs> Chuck, Chucky's going to be a bro, yo. That's a joke. <laughs> an offensive one, but it's a joke. Right. <laughs> All right, we have Highway to Hell with, like I said, with a seven and a half out of ten. So this is the first one I watched when we were prepping for the year. And this movie just has an awesome feel to it. If you guys know my 
kind of movies. I like weird and bizarre kind of settings, you know, dreamlike settings. And this movie definitely has that that kind of feel to it. Uh, a very early appearance by Mr. Ben Stiller in this film, along with his dad. Um, I just I love. I didn't even realize it was him. Honestly, yeah, I me neither. Yeah, well, it's got, it's got his dad in it too, and his yep. sister and his mom. They're all in it. Oh, really? I don't really know them, but yeah. The the Jerry Stiller cameo is fucking hilarious, man. He gets disintegrated. Yeah. <laughs> I want to feel God for you. I just right. love the look of when they go to hell. I just love all the quirky That's characters that they meet and, and the way that hell looks and all the settings that they go through. Um, you know, like when they were going on the boat across the river later on in the movie. And the diner scene, like I said before, it's just awesome. But... You know, this is a first time watch for me. I, I had a really fun time with it. It's not going to win any awards or anything like that. But if you just like a movie with some over-the-top set pieces and uh, a crazy cop chasing somebody, you're probably going to like this one. So I highly recommend that you check it out. Um, like I said, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. See, yeah. Jay Graham plays the uh, cop. That's Jason from Park yeah. 6. Yeah, yeah, and actually, ironically enough, the guy, who, yeah, and the, uh, the guy who actually wrote this movie actually uh, Brian Helligan actually uh, wrote also Nightmare on Elm Street 4, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 976 Evil, the first one. He went on to win an Oscar for L.A. Confidential. He wrote the nice. script for that. One thing I like about Highway to Hell. Costner movie? What's that? I said, is that the Kevin Costner movie? LA no, 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 no. No, no Russell, Russell Crowe, Guy oh, Pierce. I'm thinking of something else. Dean Kevin DeVito. Spacey, too, right? Is Kevin Spacey Kevin in Spacey's in it, yeah. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Man, there's we're gonna stay moods. The one thing I like about Highway to Hell, man, is that it's one of those movies that has so much rewatchability to it because it has so many little things that you could just pick out every time you watch it, like names of things and just there's things in the background and shit. They do a really good job with that, man. Mm-hmm. There's lots and of also, cool. best gag: the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and they're like, "I didn't mean to kill the baby." I bet that. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're, they're just putting, they're getting put in this grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Haven Hell and you know what? I feel I saw that movie when I was a kid on HBO, yeah. real young, and that like whole sex scene where that demon's naked confused me greatly. It, it, it's just uh, shit from like it's the disgusting to- at the same time, but they're yeah. tits. So I was like, what? Yo, the first time I seen it, but then I found out it was from the director of Drop Dead Fred. It made total sense after. No shit, right? Man, yeah, yeah. I feel bad. I'm gonna Plus, spoiler. It's, that it's been nice to look at Kirsty Swanson in the movie who went on to play Buffy. And shit like yeah, that. and isn't it isn't it Chad Lowe, Rob Lowe's brother, star? Yeah. yeah, Chad yeah. Lowe. He looks exactly like Rob Lowe. It's just freaky. Yeah. It's really freaky. I actually met <laughs> Kirsty Swanson one time at a at a Jays game in Toronto. Out of all places in the world to run into somebody, yeah, she was sitting there with her son, just randomly in the seat. She wasn't even in, sitting in like the TD seats and shit. Where were you like highway to hell? No, I didn't even think of it. I just kept <laughs> thinking Buffy. I just kept thinking Buffy. Boat, pain, you should have screamed, "Hey, that's the bitch from Highway to Hell!" You're right, right. Uh, Watch yeah. out, hell Honestly, I think of two things. I think of Kirstie Swanson. I always think of, uh, um, fucking Higher Learning and Buffy. Those are the two movies. Oh, I was yeah, she the girl in Higher Learning. It's yeah. been years. Yeah, yeah. She gets yeah. raped and Ice Cube yeah. beats the shit out of the rape. That rape scene's fucked up. Yeah, I remember that yeah, rape yeah. Scene. So I always think of her from. <laughs> obviously, she's known as Buffy, but. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's just a fucking blast of a movie. And I wish I had remembered when I met CJ Graham a couple years ago that he was Helicop because I probably would have got that sign too. Fucking stupid. Yeah. You, mean he didn't, you mean he didn't try to sell you a $60 photo of him and Alice Cooper? Like he you didn't, didn't have it. to buy it, Jerry. I didn't. No. Relax, <laughs> let it go. It's the president. <laughs> That's how they make their money, yo. No, but I did tell him that he was my favorite Jason. And he's like, he's like, have you told Caden that? And I was like, 
well, not yet, because I hadn't met Keenan at the time, but <laughs> and he gave me a big hug. It was funny. He's like, I love you. Like, I'd rather not get strangled. Yeah, I can't strangle you. CJ <laughs> Graham is fucking big, man. Whew. But yeah, he's uh, big Yeah, he is. He's bigger he's than tall. he's bigger Kane's than like six foot, like two hundred pounds. Yeah, Kane has lost a lot of weight because when I met him, man, he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was bigger at the time. I was, yeah, I was a lot fatter <laughs> at the time. So, but he didn't seem very big to me. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kane Hodder really isn't huge like like he looks in the movies. He could well, just he, make his body. He's look also big. getting he's older. He's an actor. Well, he yeah, had, he, he has lost a lot of weight though. He's lost a lot of his mass, right? So his chest yeah. isn't as big as it used to be. So yeah, it, yeah, it makes a big deal. You notice that when you watch like Charlie's Farm when he's getting beat the fuck out of by fucking uh, what the fuck's that dude's name in that movie that plays the killer in that yeah. moods? The fuck, big guy. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, Nathan Jones. Nathan. Yeah, Jones. yeah, yeah. He's also in the uh, Jet Li movie Fearless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he really in this shit? Yeah, 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 he oh, Lee, yeah, I haven't seen it forever. That's crazy. Oh, did you ever see the Protector? Real quick side story: He fights Tony Jaw in the Protector. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, the Protector. He's also awesome. in that Boar movie that came out. Yeah, and he sings "Ice Ice Baby." Yeah, he's the best part <laughs> of that, right? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> good shit. Good shit. All right. All right. So back to Not you, hard. JP. All right, my number nine film is one that honestly I didn't really have any expectations for. I'd never seen it before, and again with this, you know, my like twenty five <laughs> to like seven is all like around the same rating, so I was kind of could be anything, um, but I decided to go with this one just because I thought it was really fun, and it is the Boneyard. Yeah, good yeah. shit. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hardy, yeah, hardy. I, I did not expect <laughs> to see the boneyard in your top ten. That's me just freaking <laughs> hilarious. Me I love Dude, the boneyard, and you the, said I was gonna hate it, but the boneyard. Boneyard's fucking awesome. The boneyard yeah, is boneyard's so. Awesome. The ending of that movie is ridiculous, man. It's oh, so much dude, fun. I was like, this is, and it keeps going. I'm like, Jesus, right? it's, it's so crazy. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's like Peter so, Jackson almost. Yeah, it, right. It really, yeah, is like Peter yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Dude, the lead female in it. Reminded me, I thought it was the dude from the uh, Sandlot. (laughs) (laughs) What? what? (laughs) I don't understand. Did you say the main female in the movie reminded you of the dude from Sandlot? Yeah, the uh, you play ball like a girl. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) the great Hambino man. (laughs) Look at their face. I swear it's his mom. (laughs) They cast just a regular woman to play the lead. Nobody would do that. Normally. Dude, dude, dude! I lose it every time when the credits start rolling because it starts playing that fucking great, like romantic, cheesy song. It used to be a brave heart. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, you got those little demon things. They're real creepy. Mythology is oh, great. My, my favorite part is when Phyllis Diller just becomes a giant demon. It's fucking great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the and I like the setting too. You know what I mean? Morgue. Yeah, morgue settings always work for me. They're really cool. The, the head morgue guy, that's the fucking dude from Three's Norman Company, Fell. isn't it? Yeah. The, the neighbor from Free's Company. It was yeah. in Transylvania 6, 5,000 and a bunch who, of Who shit. put this out on disc? Code Red. Uh, Code Red. Dude, when, when we started this show, it was like 12 bucks, and I didn't buy it, and now it's like 22. <laughs> it's worth every cent. Used to be like a hundred. I need it. It was a good upgrade, man, because I had the DVD and the Blu-ray looks great, man. DVD was really like program. I actually yeah, have the it, it looks Blu-ray. awesome. It's probably the same transfer, but it looks. It great probably still. is. Yeah, that movie aged really well because I saw it years ago and I was like, that was okay. And then I kept rethinking about it and I was like, when I rewatched it again, I was like, this is totally up my alley. Like I oh, love yeah, the mythology it's, with it's the so kids. It's so fun. 
Mm. It's creepy. And it's serious. You like the characters. They're normal people for once. I want to know right. how the hell she fucking survived the building blowing up. That, that's the that's best the... part of this movie is they actually cast real looking people in it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And... She survived because it was written in the script, Jeremy. Right. Some of the creatures and, and look awesome, though. The effects the, are good in it, man. I like the effects. I'm yeah, just kidding. Who would think that that dog would actually look as good as it does? You What's know what I'm saying? Like, think it'd be like yeah. way from more the little easy. demon children yeah. things to like the dog. Like, it all looks pretty good, man. Surprisingly. Because this is a low-budget film. This is a major low-budget film. Do you think mm-hmm. he said all this? Because Dead Alive, the big mother at the end, looks a lot like Phyllis Diller. It does feel like a Peter Jackson movie. I didn't think about that until you said that but yes except it, it doesn't does. have the real odd characters like the drunk guy but that's like it doesn't have that peter jackson atmosphere you know it has that yeah. kind of weird new zealand feel like oh, I yeah, don't know. yeah it's hard to explain it, it doesn't have like the characters being completely over the top like mm-hmm. uncle Wes and shit yeah weird like the weirdest character like the relationship between the medium and the fucking cop is so good it's like when they just first meet oh yeah, i love the cop and he's just like throwing his hands out like oh yeah here's my cot you know like, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. Um, big, probably one of the bigger gem surprises that I just didn't. I just expected it to be like you know, pretty basic and not like as fun as it was. And I just, I just didn't expect much out of it, honestly. Like the cover, honestly, to me looks a little like stupid. You know what I mean? But it actually yeah. works. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so seven and a half for the boneyard. Nice, nice. I guess I'm next. But before I do that. Yep. <laughs> All right, Stone Cold. Oh yeah, but uh, before I pour my drink, I'll do my own number nine. Uh, uh, directed by John McNaughton, The Borrower. Cool. I did not get to this one. Me neither. What? Oh, it's so cool, really? man. I thought it was like kind of. I don't know. I it didn't oh, seem like you good. guys were rating it very and, high. Oh, uh, it was so. Uh, uh, pretty much the. You know, I like the story of like this alien that's exploring like the inner city of where I think I would city of the city because this was like an early one that I watched early in the year so I'm trying to remember where it took place but it, it's a really good probably. like sh- sh- probably Chicago yeah because McDonald's from there but it's so cool and you know it's it's kind of fucked up and gory and I, I love how like all <clears throat> the character actors who play the alien come in like uh, Tom Tolles pl- Tom plays Tolles the alien one of my favorite actors of all time it's kind of like He's a body so snatching cool. story in a sense yeah only the heads, though. Just just the head part, yeah. And Mario <laughs> Vargas is in there, too. Yeah. He just rips people's heads off. Like, come on. That shit's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I remember Jeremy always talking about this one, like, when I first met him. I uh, like so, it. It's awesome. It's so crazy, too. Like, the part with the dog, too. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. That bumps uh, it up big time. You know, there's like this weird subplot where Ray Don Chong is the main cop in this, and it's really cool. I always like Ray Don Chong. I love uh, her, man. She's awesome. Yeah, I, I, she's so sexy and fucking soul, man. Is that so wrong to say? No. So see Thomas Howe. Oh yeah, she probably <laughs> knows it's a blackface, you know. <laughs> but I always, I, I really <clears throat> dug the fuck out of this movie. It's. Really I got cool. Tom Towles in this movie too. Yeah, Tolles is great in it too. Yeah. He's that redneck yeah. in the beginning. He's mm-hmm. like drinking yeah. a beer. Yeah, it's so cool, like the way that the the, the character actor is turned into the alien, and how he's reacting to it. It's I really... love when he's the black guy. That's that's why Vargas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. I, I also give this an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it for a first time watch. It was a really great experience for me. Yeah, it's got a Don one. Gordon in there too. Hell yeah! From zero population growth. Oh yeah. 
great cast in this one. What was the rating on that, Derek? Eight, eight out of ten. Eight. All right, Carly. I'm still in the seven point fives. Yeah. Oh my um, my actually my top ten is all fucked. It's not even in order. <laughs> <laughs> it never is. Uh, it's no, so no, in no. order. You guys just, saying all these movies is making me sad that they're not like in certain spots. Like I'm like, man, any of these movies could have literally made my top ten. I don't. Know I know that's, it's that's it's actually crazy. something that we didn't really talk about again because a lot of people, you know, hear oh, yeah. these shows and they and they and they're like, oh, that's your best of list. I'm like, no, I make my list by my favorites. Favorite, me too. Oh, oh right. don't 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 worry. I'll get one out of the way later. That's gonna be like, what the fuck? You have it at that number? Yeah. But we'll get to. We'll I know. I'm, to I'm gonna I'm gonna take heat over this too for sure. Be, but me then too. if you think about it as being a favorite, you know, in a best, it's different. Two different yeah, I'm going to take some heat. Let's just say Mike Merriman is going to be fucking pissed at me. Let's just say that. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. Mike Merriman's more concerned about our list than the people on the show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Carly. Like, this better be on the list. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't give a fuck what's on my list. I think Carly's going to get it out of the way. So There's 30 movies right here that I don't even care what. It could be exchanged for any of them. I think Moves is going to hate my entire list because my next up is Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. Yes. Holy fuck. Seriously? Love it. Yes. It was so fun. Love it. I, I agree, was shocked. Man. It, 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 I, I upped my rating from a 6 when we covered it back in 2014 all the way up to a 7.5, man. I think it, I think my rating is still the same if I remember correctly. I think it came in at like a 4.5 on the show. <laughs> and I think I'm stuck with that. Oh, my God. Crazy. You like that one that much, right? Oh, well, it's like... I bought this on VHS a few years ago when JP and I were going to... Well, JP wanted to do 12 Days of Christmas Horror, which epically failed. So then I watched like, it like then. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. That didn't finish? That doesn't sound like JP. Yeah, we got to, I think, episode <laughs> Screw seven. you guys. Maybe, Maybe you'll finish this Christmas. Christmas oh, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> episode of that Dis- the Christmas one you did was when JP was just yelling at Amaji, like, get the fuck away from me, cat. Get away now. <laughs> There was, a, there was like two other ones that he never put up because it was probably like February at that point. <laughs> but, um, what? Hey, no, did you the, finish your uh, 31 Days of Horror yet? For no, I'm going to finish it up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start. Speaking of that, it's coming really not, fast. Really yeah, fast this year. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to start uploading them on the 15th. No, 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 buddy. I told you just to not do it this year. Take it no, easy. I'm doing it. God damn it. You can't you're, you're, stop me. It's okay, buddy. I think I'm going to I'm gonna do it. It'll be my seventh one, I think. Or my sixth one. I, don't know. I, don't know. Yeah, I already have 21 of them pre-recorded. Oh, you cheap motherfucker, you. I did. I started, like, in February, which is pretty bad. I should have got them all done at that rate. You started but, um, in February and you're not done? Okay, never mind. Yeah. My, my, okay. Greatest Carly moment, my greatest Carly <laughs> moment ever is when she lost one of the episodes. She had to redo it. She actually admitted to it to me. It was fucking great. Nice. No, I like, didn't redo it. it. I just like didn't. I was like, I'm just gonna hope no one notices this, and you notice. You were the only person that noticed. <laughs> I, I did. Anyway, um, but yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five. This movie was fun. The first time I watched it, I think I barely paid attention to it because like I just didn't feel like it. But watching it this time, I was like, shit. Also, I watched it on stream on Tubi this time, and not on the shitty VHS. So that kind of helped me. But, I mean, I think the Christmas atmosphere is decent in this movie. I was expecting it to be, like, horrible and nothing to do with Christmas. But I like the whole toy maker aspect. It's ridiculous. You know, he's making these toys. He wants to kill the kids. And um, that's kind of that. But it's, like, a fun, just fun. It's funny at times. And it was entertaining. I watched this one early on, so I don't remember it a whole lot. But I just remember being super shocked by how entertained I was 
by it, and I gotta say, I like it better than part four and three. Oh, for oh sure. three and four are horrible, man. Okay, yeah. so there's three things I like about Silent Night, Dead Night 5. Four has good effects. I didn't like how four was just like completely out there. Okay. With Moods, if your <laughs> yeah. number one isn't Mickey fucking Rooney, you're wrong. Okay, so there's three things I like about Silent Dead Night. There's a Clint Howard's in it, which is always a positive. Yep. Wow, who the fuck was that? Jeremy. The ice cream man. Clint that was Howard. that was pretty good. So Clint Howard makes an appearance in the movie. Um, the uh, the rocket's uh, rollerblades is hilarious to me. It's just so <laughs> fucking stupid. And the fact that Mickey Rooney appeared in a Silent Night Deadly Night film is uber funny to me. This guy so was hilarious. outspoken so about how much he was just you know these were the worst films ever, and he was a spokesperson against all the shit, and then appears in this fucking movie. How broke was he at the time? Poetic. As well, a fucking they Joe said Petto. it was Toymaker. You know damn well they listed it as Toymaker, and then they're like, we got that stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He signed the contract. And dude, that, that is how Simpsons was making fun of his ass okay, too for so, being desperate for roles. I have to say, man. Okay, so the main kid in the movie. Basically, and I probably said this in the, in the original review we did too, because it still bugged me. You know, I mean, this kid doesn't say anything really through the whole movie, except for into the end. I think he says a couple lines. He's the most annoying kid actor in the world. His facial expressions are so over the top and ridiculous. It's just like watching this kid makes me want to just punch my TV. Like I, I just, I was having a fucking number at all. He's just, he's overacting with, cause he doesn't talk, right? Cause he's been, he's been uh, traumatized from his father's death in the beginning of the film. So he doesn't talk anymore. And, but he acts the whole time by, by just doing these ridiculous eye movements and head nods and shit like that. And he's just, he's overacting when he's, he's, and he's not talking. He's trying to upstage Mickey Rooney. It's so fucking, and I can't stop focusing on it, right? I'm just like, this kid is killing me, man. You think the kid from the Babadook is annoying? No. This kid doesn't say a word through the whole damn movie, and he's fucking annoying as shit. Sorry, Carl. Yeah. No, it's all right. I don't remember being annoyed by him. That makes me want to go back and watch it again and enjoy it again. But <laughs> I do notice very trivial yeah. things, and sometimes people are like, "Man, you pick out the most like the most annoying thing." I'm like, "That's just me." I just yeah, but it I- has bunt in it, man. Yeah, wow. from Pumpkinhead. Yeah, it's it does. Also got the uh, guy from Reanimator, the uh, the security guard. He gets killed in the truck. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, Bunt is in like two movies, and this is one of them. <laughs> Who's Bunt? That's from hilarious. Pumpkinhead. Bunt. Who, who Which one's it? Bunt? Yeah, Bunt's the kid that's like, I know where she lives, Mister Harley. Huh. Uh, okay. He takes I, her I to the know. witch. Yep. Okay. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't have put that together, but yeah, I gave it a I seven point five. Though. He's the he's the the son of Joe Petto. Oh yeah, that creepy oh, kid. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I did not put that together in my head, but mm-hmm. uh. 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, the <laughs> ending to this one, like, that's what sells it for me. It's the yeah. ending. The ending so is, is okay. It's, so it's, probably, it's probably why I give it a 4.5, because there's nothing else in the movie. Man, and fucking rocket rollerblades, man. Yeah, maybe a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah, 4.5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5, motherfucker. I just like when <laughs> they discover that they're all rigged up. It's, like, not even really hidden at all. There's, like, wires hanging out everywhere and shit. Like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> It's like the end of fucking Curse of Puppet Master. I love Curse of Puppet Master. I know you do. No, no, it's so bad. That movie sucks. Curse of Puppet Master is like the second best one in the series. Besides, fucking JP, are we going on number nine? JP, stop (laughs) interrupting people. What? (laughs) (laughs) Which one's Curse of Puppet Master? Which number one? I don't. I do not remember. The one with the guy from the room. 
It's oh, it's basically no, that's a retro puppet master. Re, re, oh, that is it, retro puppet master. I got it's, it's a it's a reboot of s- the Snake Wait, movie. Tommy oh yeah, yeah, okay, I remember that's the one. But s- is so much better. <laughs> All right, Dave. All right, Dave. My number. Uh, you know, this one I think it's it's low budget, but it shows how well somebody like Stuart Gordon can work with ten dollars. Because if anybody else would have done this, this would have been a pile of shit. But Stuart Gordon managed to make a period piece of uh, Torquemado and, and Pit and the Pendulum. Uh, I really enjoy this one. I think the performances are great. I think that the sexual, psychological shit is on point and creepy as hell. The leads are bland. The female lead, though, is... is but, well, both of them, I guess, are attractive, you know what I mean? But they're just bland. Like, uh, Stuart Gordon does Vince that Hendrickson's the fucking main lead in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. He's Torquemado's great. He overacts quite a bit, but it's really good and it's intense. Uh, Oliver Reed, great role. Oh, Oliver Reed, yeah. it's the best cameo Oliver scene Reed. I think of all time, man. He comes he's, in and just owns. He's totally shit faced. Then you got Stephen Lee. Stephen Lee has been completely underrated his whole career, and he died young. Uh, he's funny as hell in it as Gomez, and then you got Jeffrey Combs and Mark McGolis. Tom Tolles. Um, then you have Francis. Be- Tom Tolles is fucking fantastic in this, and Francis Bay is in here as the old witch, and she gets to play something completely different than she normally does. She gets to say all these cuss words and shit. And normally, she's like, "I'm just sweet old grandma," or a weird lady in a David Lynch movie or some shit. Right. But um, <laughs> anyways, I, I I think this one's great. I think. Um, well acted, perverse, and uh, really well done, low budget movie. Um, eight, eight out of ten for that one, or maybe even closer to eight point five. I'm right on that cusp of eight and eight and a half. So, it's probably one of the best set designs full moods ever done in terms of like, you know, the the look and and yeah. accuracy. Castle Freak is pretty good though. Which one? Well, Castle Freak is Castle good. Freak. I just mean in terms of like. I'm saying Castle Freak has a good look. Well, George so Gordon can make shit with no money. A lot of the other directors cannot. Right. So yeah, but I you mean, didn't I, like subspecies. No, I didn't like. Oh, what subspecies is? Never heard of it. I didn't like it either, Dave. So you're. I don't like it. It's just a generic fucking vampire movie, but everybody's blowing it because it's full moon. And they expected it to be so bad that it wasn't. <laughs> just average, <laughs> average ass fucking movie. I watched it's like forty five. That's pretty. That's pretty much what I expected exactly to come out of Dave's mouth right there. <laughs> I've literally seen like 80 Hammer movies and if it weren't for the finger chopping off and little goblins, like the movie's 75% melodrama and it's got a cool lead vampire. I know the sequels are better, that's what I hear and everybody remembers loving the sequels so they think Subspecies is great. It's kind of like Puppet Master. They're the like, first three sub- Master. The first three the are really good. Yeah, It's okay, Dave. I'm the one the who fourth likes Puppet Master so 2 more than 3. It's okay. Uh, I understand. You're probably yeah, right, honestly. A lot of people do like Puppet Master 2. I actually, my I like favorite Puppet my, Master 2, but it's definitely not. I've always said my oh, favorite I, subspecies I is part 3. the Invisible Man thing, and the effects are way better, and it got Torch. Torch is the shit. I've always said that the third subspecies is my favorite. But yeah, I, that's yeah, I think it's my favorite, too. Um, I like all the sequels more, because it just builds on the story. I don't it's even hate Vampire Journals. But I don't like subspecies. Oh, I actually don't like Vampire Journals. Yeah, Vampire Journals sucks, dude. Unfortunately, you gotta watch it though, because it does involve subspecies four characters. I like so I like all four. To be honest, I think I've I own like four copies of Vampire Journals. You do. Yep. <laughs> Good one, Derek. You do. You do. You do, motherfucker. You do, motherfucker. I'll book you right in now. the bedroom. Good pick on Pit in the Pendulum. Pit in the Pendulum was good, and I don't even like period pieces, so... That's because you, you got the actor from one of your favorite horror movies in it, Carly, Oliver Reed. He plays the Cardinal. True. He was drunk as fuck and still acted everybody in that movie. 
He did. He was fucking amazing. He was, Spanish. He was the only one with an actual Spanish accent. <laughs> I remember reading a review on Letterboxd that somebody said, Oliver Reed's like, we're doing accents, right? Stuart Gordon said something on the set. He said Oliver Reed came in and he sat at that table before the night before shooting because he came in for one day and drank until he was fucking pissed drunk. Yeah, him and, and he was still pissed drunk when he shot the scene. Pissed in the bottle? No, he said he woke up in the morning, was completely sober, and did it like a professional because he was such an alcoholic. He was just that fucking good. Like a lot of those like old actors, like you know Donald Pleasant and Richard Harris and shit. They're drunk as fuck. But they're just in the night before. But they're so good and professional. They wake up like, all right, let's do it. Just permanently glassy-eyed. Just so they can get drunk the next night with their paychecks. That, that's G. crazy. I guess that's a difference between um, him and uh, Joe Pilato because I got shit faced with him and then woke up the next day and he, he was still shit faced. So <laughs> that's way It was fucking crazy. It's just like when you go to wash your hands, just fucking like beer comes out of the sink, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, you know, it just seems like he's drunk in that scene. I guess you just kind of assume he was because he was like a full blown alcoholic at well, the time. Well, he's drinking but... wine in the scene too, so it makes it up. And that you could tell, like his character is just some guy that just came and fucking didn't really give a fuck I, about any of the, I, you know. I, I guess so. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. But that's yeah, five star. Savalas and Horror Express. It just comes out of nowhere and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> the movie completely stops for like twenty minutes to watch Telly Savalas act a shit and just improv everything while Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing are all uncomfortable oh, about it. I love me Telly. I love that Telly Savalas, man. I love him. He's great. <laughs> Best performance, Dirty Dust. They all run out like it's Halloween. No, all right. Season, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So coming in at number nine for myself, and this is going to be the one that uh, I'm pretty sure people are going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? But it is what it is. I've been outspoken about this many, many times, and I obviously like this movie because it's in my top ten. From 1991, no. Directed by Wes Craven. Oh, People Under the Stairs. Oh. Oh. Um, hmm. I've always been a big fan of a lot, uh, big parts of this movie. Now, I wish, th- this is one movie that I wish was played straightforward. Because I love, I love the premise of this movie. It's kind of like, it's kind of like that Robin Hood thing, you know. It's like, you know, the poor, you know, stealing from the rich, give back to the poor kind of thing. I mean, it's that uprising thing. It's got great, great social commentary and stuff. It's kind of, it's always been relevant. It's obviously relevant today and stuff, but it just, there's parts in this movie that get a little bit goofy and shit. I think the comedy is just kind of ill-timed at times and it takes me out of it, man. I just, I love the premise. I mean, it's kind of mean spirited. I mean, with this man and woman, their brother and sister, and you know, they've been abducting kids and shit. It's, it's kind of got this real, like it's got a moral, uh, like a very morbid kind of fucking, you know, premise to it and shit like that. But there's a lot of goofiness to it that kind of takes me out of it. And it's unfortunate because I think if this one had been played straightforward and just kind of went straight hard and just, you know, straight for the guts, I think this one would have been probably one of the, in my opinion, would have been one of my favorites of the nineties for sure. Um, but you know, overall it, it, it was at one point cause it was your number one on your video. Uh, was it? Yeah. You yes. did a video for the top 10, uh, we, what was it? Top 10 Tuesdays or something? You know what? You know what? It doesn't surprise me because I think my number two is shocker. So, Shaka. at that time, but then again, you know, I mean, no, no, I, it was your number one of ninety one. Oh, in ninety one, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then again, you know, I mean, there's films that I hadn't seen at that time that completely. Right, up in the I'm show. not saying. Well, that was like six years. Ago yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think people in the stairs was anywhere near. 
the top when I did a Wes Craven top 10 or whatever. But uh, yeah, for that older 91 list. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I had Teenage Exorcist on there. I mean, let's be fair, guys. Let's be fair. Right. OK. You know, you watch 91 films and all of a sudden there's things that are getting bumped out of your uh, your old list. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like people on the stairs a lot. I think there's a lot of great performances in them. And you I mean I, Wicked World wasn't your number two? <laughs> fuck. Um, I think I think Brandon <laughs> Adams does a great job as Fool. I think he's awesome in the film. Of course, uh, Sean Whalen is great as Roach and stuff. I mean, it's a little goofy at times and a little overplayed, but uh, over the top and stuff. But, you know, it's enjoyable to watch and shit. Um, I like that whole premise of him being in the walls and stuff. It's really fun. Um, Man and Woman, Everett McGill, Wendy Robbie. They're they're just creepy. They're they're actually perfectly oh, casted so in this. Two of the they best, took two from... of the best villains ever. In my yeah, opinion. they are so. They just cre- came off of Twin Peaks and just fucking. Yeah, rolled. dude, like they are yeah. perfect. But at times it comes off a little. But they're just so perfectly casted because they they look the part. They just fit the mm. fucking bill so much in this. Ving Rhames has always been a fucking. I love Ving Rhames and like pretty much everything he's in is this. He's got that. He's got that low tone voice. It's just bad fucking ass. I just love it. Love Ving Rhames. Yeah, love Ving Rhames. Want- a lot of great cast in this man, but there's just points in the film that get a little bit goofy and shit like that. But you know, overall still a really fun movie to watch. And, uh, you know, it's obviously still very, very relevant and shit, but, um, yeah, man, people on the stairs, I come in at, uh, eight out of 10 on that one too. Did you watch villains last year? I did. That movie reminds me of people on the stairs a a lot. Like people on the stairs. Uh, no, I didn't watch villains actually. No, but you said, yeah, you said that one was really good. Yeah, it is really good. All right. Gonna go and pop open a Miak. All right, number nine. We have Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Love Jeez. it. What? You fucking don't like Ernest Scared Stupid? Come on. <laughs> no, I, just I, didn't... Well, I guess I guess that is a Jeremy. We did we did Miak. review it on the podcast. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't think, I, think I could get it this time of year. <laughs> it's the funniest shit ever when he's like, I finally found it. Miak, and he fucking, <laughs> fucking kills me every time. It's fucking. No, same. my favorite, my favorite scenes are when he's just talking to the wooden dog. What do you name a wooden dog? Can't name it Splinter. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not gonna that. lie, I almost cry every time with uh, uh, rim shot. Somebody's with a running nose is gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's that line he says? I'm a Boswanian lumberjack. There ain't no trees in Boswania. I know I'm a boss weight lumberjack and I ain't never had a job. <laughs> Come on. That's the funniest fucking thing ever. It's just such a I think if you weren't growing up in the in the in the nineties watching Ernest, you'd probably roll your eyes in this movie, but Jim Farney was such a, a national treasure, you know. He's just there was there there'll never be another character like Ernest in my opinion. Even if you like really think about it, that that that's that idea of having character actors like that at you know, it's kind of a dead thing. You don't really see series anymore with like the same character. And they were pumping out those Ernest films like fucking crazy. And I just think this one's really, really fun. It has really awesome effects. And Jim Farney steals the show. His physical comedy is just absolutely hilarious. And I've always been a fan of this one. I've seen it, you know, a lot of times back in the day. And I've seen a lot of these Ernest films back in the day. So, um,. I knew right away that this one was going to be on my list. I, I've always loved it, so yeah, I didn't. Even, I, I didn't even rewatch it. Really? Why no. not? I actually forgot to. To be honest, I even had it on my list, and I just I totally bypassed. It. I just realized that. So the thing I always liked about this movie, like when I found out 
Because I didn't watch Killer Clowns before this movie. Yeah. Brothers. Kiara Brothers did the yeah. effects for the trolls. Uh, you can tell because some of the trolls were actually reused costumes from Killer Clowns. <laughs> really? That's why they kind of look similar yeah. to clowns. In the like, movie. I just think about... They're like, just painted different. That's funny. Yeah. I guess Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was a little bit like this, but you would never see, like, a kid's movie... Like this crazy made today with all these weird ass costumes and come here, boogie lips. And, and also I mean, Ernest in general is kind of a weird character, like the character from Critters. Like it's like this middle aged like man child hanging out with children. Yeah, what that doesn't. Yeah. That was such a popular thing in the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah, to have like Leprechaun, man, like Leprechaun, and um, what's the other one that I was Critters? Thinking? Critters with yeah, Critters. He's like an alcoholic too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it kind of backfired yeah, yeah. in Dark Knight of Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just a weird That's time. how it normally ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like Straw Dogs with David Warner. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, like, yeah, you, you just don't see that anymore because it's creepy now. <laughs> yeah, people are more aware of that. And I, I imagine that a lot of them are not really perverts, but there's going to be a few of them that are perverts, and it's not yeah. worth the risk. Yeah, I'm talking... Uh, Urfa Kid is Mrs. Hackmore. Oh, she's amazing. great. A child's heart. Remind <laughs> yeah. uh, me of the witch from Pumpkinhead. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I give it an 8 out of 10. I'm a huge Ernest fan. I love this movie. It's so fun. It has an yeah, awesome I, intro. I, the intro's awesome. I grew up with uh, Ernest. The intro's too. one I've of my favorite parts. Yeah, I always dug it. I, I liked it more on rewatch than when we reviewed it. I mean, I've always liked it, but I think I enjoyed it more than I ever have. It's, it's always hard when you review movies like that, too. It's like, you gotta, some aspects of it you do have to show your brain off. Yeah. Right. All right, is that back to me? It is. Yep. All right, coming in at number eight for me. Might surprise some people. I don't know. It might, might not. Uh, but it is... Jorg Burkwright's Necromantic 2. What the fuck? Seriously? Necromantic. <laughs> I never thought this would make anyone's top 10, really. But Yeah, you know, I, even though I like, I really like Necromantic, I actually like the second one more than the first one, but I just was shocked. Is that because you yeah. watch it today? <laughs> um, No, I actually had a feeling that it was, I mean, probably not because i watched it today but i I had a feeling it had a shot because when we reviewed it on the podcast i mean i think i've been more into burke wright's films than any of us that when we because we reviewed like all of his stuff on on 22 shots over the years but uh necromantic 2 i looked at my rating and i was like wow i gave it a 7.5 back then too you know so i was like yeah that's yeah this is uh yeah i rewatched it actually a couple nights ago and i i gave it seven and a half also it's still good that's what that's what i you also gave it it back then too Uh, yeah see (laughs) it's funny my ratings don't change a whole lot but you know i i honestly Uh, crack open that sprite i just think that you know it's it's definitely better made you know and I, i still think that like you know our um our main character from the first film in this one, you know, he's all dead and rotten. Gross. It, it's just fucking disgusting, man. Like it, it literally oh, makes so me gross. gag through the whole movie, man. It's so gross, but love it. I think the only thing in this movie I think is completely unnecessary and is just there for shock value is that stupid ass scene where they're sitting around in the apartment watching the fucking dissection of a seal. Well, it just prolongs the movie because this one runs about 107 minutes, and that scene runs yeah, probably seven minutes. It. You just don't need well, it. Like I honestly think that scene, it's a, like it's a I counterpart said about that to scene the- too, and. 
it's it's the people. It's showing those characters they're gothic. They want to watch something dark, and they think they're extreme. So yeah. they show that these people actually sit around and watch this shit. And I right. also think Walter kind of making. No, no, no. I comedy. get yeah, what they're doing completely. Dance. I just don't yeah, think it's, it's kind fully of like a necessary. Part of the rabbit scene from part one. Yeah, for sure. You know, Walter I mean, well, didn't want to make Necromantic too. He never wanted to make it, but, but his first again, one was such a hit. And if you like, want make to it, make, ju- it, make it, so he's like, "Fuck you! I'll make a two-hour love story." Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to justify the scene, I mean, just cut it down a little bit. It just seems like yeah, it goes on and on. That's the problem. On. Is it yeah. goes too long? It's not that it's in there yeah. because when we reviewed it, I remember one of the things that I said was at first when I was watching, it, I was like, nobody would do this, and then I thought about like all the sick, twisted, like gross videos like of you know actual deaths that people you know actually do watch and it's like you know show your friends type stuff like faces of death and i'm like i'm like yeah no people actually do do that so especially if they're trying to be edgy so yeah yeah it totally makes sense and then uh yeah it's it's a love story you know this girl digs up the corpse and she she you know likes it but then she starts actually liking a real person she decides that that she got to get rid of it but she can't get rid of the penis she keeps it in her fridge she and only then, can you know, be off bisexual by the dead is it so. just me yeah. or is that girl because she's obviously um different from the first one but she is fucking she's sexy man yeah she's good there's something yeah, about, the there's something about her i don't know she she feel like the music for the movie too I feel like everybody hmm. in Buckaret's movies in this one, number two, every, everybody's attractive in the movies. It's crazy that he found like all these attractive people to do this fucked up shit. Yeah, I agree, man, because you watch a lot of this extreme <laughs> fucked up shit nowadays. Like, it, they hire the most ugly bitches and dudes <laughs> like, ever in this shit, man. I'm fucking dead serious. I don't want to name the company. But when I watch I, these movies, I, I get guys. I get seriously ill sometimes watching these butt ugly bitches fucking naked do the most fucked up shit. I'm just like, this is like they're so easy to get, man, because they they know they're ugly and shit. I'm I'm sorry, I'm just going on, but I, I know the you're company probably, you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're Derek knows because I've bitched about this many times. I'm like, why the fuck can't you just find one attractive girl for your goddamn movie? There's like, there's a scene in this one movie <laughs> with like eight or nine girls, and I'm I'm like, this, I, they're all naked doing fucked up shit. I'm like, I can't watch this shit, man. I I, I, I can't. Is this like the slaughter vomit films or something? No, no, I'll, I'll name it off here. No, right, because the chicks in those films actually aren't that bad. Like the main chick uh. that got killed. Like um, in real life, movie. she's pretty good looking. But no, the only Bill's reason I'm naming off here is because I'm friends with some of the people involved. With I know the that's why I don't want to say. I it don't because... give a fuck. I know Brad. Nah, nah, know... You know what? Honestly, I don't care. I like all nudity in movies. I'm a weirdo, male, female. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Old I, like, just... I don't care to see. <laughs> I don't ugly... give a fuck. I don't, I don't care to see ugly Dead. people naked. Like doesn't I just don't care. Me for it like i, I can just doesn't bother me either honestly no but it's it's the situation though too man they're like you know it's just all this fucked up shit that's going on and and they're doing all this weird shit. i'm like come on man this one attractive girl come well, on honestly if, if you liked the movie and, and that was in there you wouldn't care you probably hated the movie already so you're just like man this just makes it worse it is true actually the, the specific movie i'm talking about i actually didn't like but see there you go that's what it is a lot of times a lot of like half the nitpicks i have but it was an ongoing like, thing i realize are from something else in the movie and i just like get hung up on something and i just can't get over it I mean, uh, that was kind of a part in the film that just really kind of put me over the top too i'm like man i wasn't really caring for this but now i fucking hate this <laughs> <laughs> um but necromantic too you know it it, it is gross like the, the yeah bo- they actually did they got a pretty good little body on the on the uh you know for the corpse in this one it it looks pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't look like what I would think a real dead body would look like, but it looks cool. Whatever it's because it's, going for it's there. green and gooey, and it's just it's that's the type of gooey. shit that you know makes me gag, man. I have a hard time you can with smell it. it. Yeah, you can smell see it. exactly. See, 
uh, movies like this don't like gross me out that much because I know it's prosthetics and fake and stuff. It's the ones that use like real vomit and shit and nasty. That I, I can't do. Yeah. That, dude. Oh, like a looser Valentine film, man. Yeah, <laughs> those aren't yeah. even to me anymore. I'm not ever watching that shit again. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But like pr- prosthetics and stuff. You don't like I'm like, scat okay, videos? this is. But what's that? You don't like scat videos? No, dude. Hell no. <laughs> Never. Z bada bada boom. Yeah, uh, Necromantic Two is a film that I don't know. Every time I watch it, I just like it. And the, there's the funny, <laughs> there's yeah. a really funny scene where they're dubbing the porn, and they do like a really good job with it. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, that sounds literally how it would sound. I think the um, aesthetic but, too. Yeah, yeah the aesthetic. aesthetic, sixteen millimeter. It just looks good, it's beautiful. Yeah, J- Jorg does a fantastic job with the direction of the film. Uh, it's a lot better and more professional than you would ever expect it to be. Mm-hmm. I think the first one is way more like grimy and like just shoddy looking, but this one actually looks like a film, and and it you know it's done pretty well. Uh, it's always kind of stuck with me. I, I I don't I don't know if anybody else will have it on their list. I, I didn't really know if anybody would expect it to be on my list but i gave it a seven and a half it's my number eight good shit cool good shit yo 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 my mine's gonna start out with a song (laughs) shut up carly i heard you all right let me i'm gonna start singing my song jp stop interrupting fuck (laughs) seriously that's jp that was jp that was jp it's always JP. No, even if it's someone else, it's still somehow my fault. <laughs> it's okay, JP. I love you still. Welcome to my world. So <laughs> they don't hear Jews get blamed for everything the... for eternity. So welcome to my world. All right. But well, anyways, I'm going to introduce my song with a song. My, Your song my... with a song? <laughs> like you're doing a song. <laughs> Jesus Christ, JP. Song. Leave the man alone. Have another my sip of that Belgian beer. Song. Get to All it already. around the world, the same song. Yeah. I came to the Nari to get party. Get the rock song. My number eight is nothing but trouble. I didn't even know what you tell you were talking about. That's what we were waiting. How could you not know what he's talking about? Dan Aykroyd on a piano. Digital <laughs> underground, yo. I know. Right. I, know. I saw Tupac. <laughs> I saw Tupac too. Uh, this is like a childhood nostalgic pick for me. I, uh, you you consider this horror? Yes. It, it's fucked up. There's people dying there. You see I consider fucking... it horror too. I just I know that it was one of the debates. I would say comedy horror. Comedy horror. Yeah, Dark definitely. Comedy oh, horror, definitely. You know, it, it, you know, you get to see that scene with the bone cruncher, where they're just killing people. Like, you know, Dan Aykroyd hates fucking bankers. Like, you want to marry my daughter, <laughs> my granddaughter? <laughs> you know, it's like some weird TCM shit. There's a lot of like homages in this like the Bobo and little devil character definitely <laughs> remind me of fucking uh, Monagher's Rack and Rhyme no Rack the Rack Unseen Rack. they remind me of the Unseen like Stephen First and the Unseen from the 80s you are not allowed in the house it's the best line in the whole movie it is <laughs> goodbye Diane <laughs> he's like I'm Bobo he's little devil we're not allowed in the house I liked it way more than I would have expected I, yeah. I never even heard of this movie, and I couldn't believe that the cast, and considering I never heard of it. Yeah, weird. Like I'm a I'm a huge Chevy Chase fan. I know he's like a some person like fucking uh, different than usual. Like a lot of people hate Chevy Chase, but Chevy I always like awesome. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. And you know, Dan Aykroyd is the judge, a fucking greatest character ever. 
I love like when you like, see the random penis nose out of nowhere in this. Yep. <laughs> when he's getting ready for bed and he fucking takes off like half his body. Yeah. His legs and all that. He eye fucks the camera when he's playing the piano. He's cheesing it up. Yep. Fucking great. Man, Dude, I haven't I, seen this movie forever. I never even I never even thought about this for a rewatch. I didn't even think oh, about you didn't it in the rewatch it. No. Really? What? No. Oh, it's so weird. Like John Candy is the dual roles too. Like his <laughs> his female role in this is fucking great. Yeah, I haven't God seen this since, since the nineties. It's man. really Looney Tunes. Yep. Yeah, it it gets it gets almost too much for me. Like, there's I like it a lot. It even does the like, uh, you know, where Bugs Bunny would like fly through the wall and his like outline of his body's in there. <laughs> I'm that's like, the, oh, the final scene of the movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's a you know it gets a lot of hate in this movie and I really enjoy it you know I can see why I it was creative hate. yeah you know for like a first time director too you know it's the only movie Dan Aykroyd actually directed it's very inventive and you know like the whole like bone thing that kills the people like the roller coaster and shit it's fucking crazy and the town's got a great backstory too that they got ripped off and there's a fucking burning like coal mine underneath the whole town <laughs> so crazy i never thought of this movie as being horror but yeah cool that's why i asked that because some people were saying that it wasn't um well they've been killing people since like the 19 like yeah. over I guess so. I just I mean, if Ernest Scared Stupid's horror, I think this fits. I would say Ernest yeah. Scared Stupid's family horror, and then this is comedy horror. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. like a dark comedy with like horror elements because they're like killing people and shit. It's fucking crazy, you know. And you, you know, like you see like the whole scene where they go into the like the attic and you see like all the IDs. You see that in numerous horror movies. Like Cold Prey is a perfect example mm-hmm. where you see like all like the resemblance of wrong the turn too, right? Yeah, wrong turn. You know, it, it has like a TCM feel to it with the characters, you know, like the small town that has like these fucking weird, creepy inbred like family and shit, you know. It's weird and creepy at the same time. And, you know, it, it's funny. It's a dark comedy. It's a dark, tonely, dark... Dinner scene, just like TCM. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the... I love it. Eight out of ten. You know, it's fucking great. Definitely have a lot of variety so far. You guys are right. So it's been pretty. There's only been what, like one repeat, I think, so far. Haruko yes. was a repeat. Yeah. All right. Eight, well, eight out of ten on that one. Just repeating that for the. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Nifty. All right. So it is up to me now. I am Carly. Um, my number. Really. Eight- Bye, Carly. Leave my Carly alone. She's awesome. Nice nice to meet you all. Um, My number eight is actually the last movie that I watched for this year, which was last night, and that is The Sect. Cool. Fucking Herbert Love is so fucking good in this, is the fucking old dude. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, This movie I thought was really interesting. I was just very enthralled by it, and uh, it really caught my attention from the start, and, um, you know, winding down to the end of watching these movies I was kind of like just really burnt out on watching movies and I was like this is going to be the last one and I wasn't expecting that much from it and I was super just super into it I mean um, Kelly Curtis I kept putting my hand over her eyeballs because her mouth looks just like Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> and I was like that's weird and um but I thought I just thought this movie was really cool. I like movies where I, I just like the whole beginning for the most part, where you know she invites that guy into her house, and then uh, which is a stupid idea, and then she's like, 
you know, sleeping and he's doing all this stuff while she's sleeping, which I never, that's so unrealistic to me in movies because, like, you're going to wake me up right away if you're putting, like, bugs up my nose and shit. I don't know. Like, I don't get how these people (laughs) sleep. If you're even standing, like, right next to me, I'm going to sense your shadows over me and wake up immediately. Yeah, right. Whenever I stand over you with a knife, you never wake up. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Don't worry, JP won't finish killing you. He never finishes anything. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's a good movie. one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was good. It's actually good. weird because I started this movie early in the year and I never got to finish it. What? And uh, no, 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 no. Did you finish no, I it finished, ever? No, I finished it early, like, like a few days ago. I actually rewatched it. I, I, you know, it's like one of those movies that I started before work. But you know, I I dug the fuck out of it. It's weird and shit. Like Giovanni Lombardi Radici in the fucking beginning, when he just stabs that woman to death and kills himself. She had it coming though. She did. You I know. like how I like the part where like there's all this shit in her basement, and they're like, "You didn't know this was here," and she was like, "I just moved in eight months ago," and I'm like. I feel like that's a lot of time to like know that you have like this giant underground like portal, but whatever. Right. Um, and a homeless lady right. living in there and shit. You yeah, know? Like, like, wait, who are you? Who are you? like? It's just, but, it's absurd. The whole movie is very just strange, and it was one of those ones that I was like wanting to know what happens till the very end. So I really dug it, and I like um, the outcome and how it all kind of turns out. So um, yeah, I, I gave it an eight out of ten. I always say that that like this film and like Demons and a couple of other ones are like good intro Italian films uh, mm-hmm. because you know for for certain people like I feel like they're a little bit more digestible than like the Giallo subgenre. Yeah, like, ones are for sure. All the eighties mm-hmm. ones would go like almost all starting with like Zombie and On would be the way to go. I think right. Yeah, seventy nine to On and, and, like Demons and, and all the crazy shit. And it's weird because I was actually having a conversation with Troy Harworth about this movie earlier. You know, like the guy who wrote, like, the, he's writing the Dario Argento. Yeah, we, we know him. He yeah, does all yeah. the commentaries and everything. Yeah, I was having a conversation with this because he posted about Herbert Lum's birthday today. It's actually today. Nice. So, you know, Happy so it was like, kind of ironic. It's also you know. 9-11 today. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Oh, it is. Yeah, shit. It's fucked up. You know, and, you know, this is like he, he commented it's his last, like, great role. For Herbert Lum, who's fantastic as the uh, the old man. In the I film. love him. He's a great. Doesn't guy. it just make you mad that Suave Suave didn't make more horror films? Yeah, absolutely. He's four for four with me, man. Yeah, it's, a, never it's, a, a, film, man. it's a shame. You know, you know, uh, I can see a comeback in the future though, because Pupu Vadi just came back with a new horror film that's not out in America yet. But I've seen trailers for it. I, I don't know. It's in like Italian. I saw trailers for it. It looks fucking nuts. Does it actually look good, or is it like Reggiero Diodato's fucking movie? No, it looks great. <laughs> it looks. Pupi Vadi never makes a bad movie, in my opinion. Oh, but he did House of Laughing Windows, and what's the other one he did? Zeter. Yeah, that one I haven't. I I haven't seen House of Laughing Windows, but yeah, I haven't. Seen if you go into Zeter, not Zeter since I was a kid. If you think if you go into it uh, not expecting a zombie film, it's pretty. Yeah, good. yeah. I was like ten years old when I saw it. I was like, yeah, Revenge of the Zombies this is gonna be awesome. I don't remember a fucking thing. I remember a guy in a fucking hole. Yeah, I've said it many times. I think one of the biggest, uh, oh man, shames in horror film history is the fact that Mikhail Suave never made more movies. Like, I mean, he made four films in such a short period, and that was it. All fantastic. Like, what the fuck? They got better every time. Like, professionally better. I know. It's so crazy. I mean, he ended with arguably his best film, and probably, in my opinion, it's my favorite film of the 90s, but. I think it's. 
Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, it's up there Cemetery. for me. Cemetery. Oh, I could watch it all. The, it's just yeah. so fucking good, man. And you know, you know what? I always smile when I see him in movies. Like if it's a, like an Italian horror movie I've never seen, or like any type of movie, like he oh, yeah. even shows him in Blast Fighter. I always he's smile. Like, yeah, he's worked with Bamba, If we ever Yamato, get Argento, it's gonna be anticlimactic. You know, you know, you know. The saddest thing is like uh, when I was watching the interview with Suave when he's talking about Joe Romano, he actually cried. Because he was like a father to him, and you know, and, uh, man, I hated seeing George Eastman talk about Joe D'Amato. That was so fucking bad. Yeah, it was so sad too. Yeah, and and yeah. fucking that fake that fake for Fulci movie. It, all it is is that it's like an hour and a half of watching people say stories about Fulci and then almost crying. I'm like, what are you trying to do to me? Yeah, yeah. Really? If you really want to yeah, see like Suave cry? It's great though. It's the, great. Yeah, Car- Carly. When Carly uh, was watching one of the Fulci films, she told me that she like. Would you say you said you almost like cried when you were reading how he died or something? Oh, Lucio Fulci? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad. I was like, oh, this poor Ate guy. A piece of cake. Yeah, like, no, I was just sad about the outcome where it's like, oh, yeah. he just, like, yeah, no cared about him. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, like, you, like, listen to, like, the Wax Max, like, behind the scenes and stuff. Yeah. And you see, like, Argento and shit, like, he actually bonded with Fulci, like, for the last time before he died. Yeah, didn't he, he pay, for, he his pay for his funeral? one. That's what it said yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wax Max would have been a really great movie if Fulci had done it. I, I don't still hate like it. Now. it. It's fine. <clears throat> I still like it. You know, like, I like it too, actually. But could you imagine if Fulci did it though? It, it'll always be a question mark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, why didn't Fedor fight in the UFC? We'll never know now. Because he wasn't good enough. <laughs> okay, it, you'll never on. know. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's on. move on. Cain uh, Velasquez is pretty washed up. So, well, yeah, he's retired. Everybody sucks eventually. Um, except for John Jones. Uh, anyway, so steroids uh, do that. <laughs> Picograms, man, different. All right, Dave, uh, you're up. Am I up? That's Carly. All right, my number eight, and I know JP was like, "We're not doing any repeats." Well, here come the repeats. We have uh, York Buckerets, uh, Necromantic oh, too. Really? Huh. Always, but you know me. I'm, I always grew up on. I grew up on a lot of the extreme stuff. So like looking at the dark, nasty stuff. Um, love Necromantic too. I, I, I was like, what am I going to say about this movie? Like, what do I really? I was like, I guess I just like the story. I like the aesthetic and uh, the ending, man. That fucking ending is one <laughs> of the most brutal, great. insane endings I've ever seen in my life. You've mm-hmm. seen it as a gif. That's one of the most brutal killings I've ever seen, mm-hmm. actually. And it's depressing because the guy who gets killed, he's the he's a good guy. He's a nice person. You feel bad for him, and he sees all the hints before, but he still doesn't like turn away. And if his girlfriend or his girl would have showed up, been there five minutes earlier, he would have never went on a date with her, and he wouldn't have got his head chopped off. So yeah. never be late. Show up on fucking time. <laughs> I was the first one here. I was the last one here. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I really like this one. I feel like I should bump it up higher. But for now, let's go 8 out of 10. Cool. If we ever covered again, there could possibly bump this up. I, I'm, I've always been a fan of the, his movies in general. I like all of them. From probably Dirt will Coast. never cover it again because we already covered it. Yeah, you guys did. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan. Back when we used to do one film. <laughs> yeah, those are old school days, man. Yeah, the but, good old days. Yeah, I remember uh, the egg, like because I was like the grossest part of this movie is when they're eating the eggs. <laughs> I like that. I like that they say yeah. like he's like I, I fucking work as a porno like guy. You know what I mean? He does the um, dubbing in the porno. He's like, but I'm not a pervert. All I like, I go like to go watch art films where people talk and eat eggs. Like, so like <laughs> that's what he says. He literally says that. Yeah, you can't even really call the sound of. I mean, it's more it's more foley at that point. Yeah. 
right? So, but uh, I don't know. Like I said before, they have that point because I actually said something. I was like, "Why the fuck are these people watching this?" And somebody said, "Well, you know, they're gothics from the '90s. What do you think they fucking did in the '90s?" And there's they're edgelords. The dead, they're all edgelords. They're the dead people and fucking watching this shit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not. I mean, like, I feel like her friends were all posers just watching that, but she yeah, was. She the real was real. She was the real. She was the real dude. And yeah. she was also like probably felt very lonely because of it. But I like that idea that. She wants that relationship with the human, but she can only get off on fucking the dead, so she has the best of both worlds in a moment of lust, which is fucking disgusting. If you ever hear people review this film, like I've heard people talk about this on a podcast before, and the only thing they comment on is like the gross set that it's gross out. Like they just think it's that has no substance whatsoever. No, it's an out. It's an it's an it's a love story, man. It's it's twisted love story, and and that yeah. always sucks yeah. me in. Like it's like Hellraiser is a twisted love story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm. A, I've become a fan of the love story horror film because it. I mean, it gives people reason because people do fucked up shit for love and lost. If you have sex. to look like at, it, if you have to look for it in a film, I mean, kind of like really kind of dive into it like necromantic too. If you break it down to being you know kind of a grotesque love story, then <clears throat> to me it works a lot better. And same with like Hellraiser yeah. and shit, shit, right? But I mean, if it's just on the forefront, if it's just out there as a love story, fuck that. I mean, but it never, what about, it's obviously like, a love story. I mean, they're both well, to, I mean, to us, I think it is. But I mean, like you, like JP said, though, a lot of people interpret it as just being, you know, shock value and gross out. Yeah, that like literally, I've listened to like three podcasts. Yeah. Like, no, I've heard people the, say that of a couple of weeks. You know. Baccarat hates being thrown in that extreme camp. He doesn't believe he should be in there with the guys like Fred Vogel and and, and Ryan Nicholson. He's like, I'm not that. Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't think he's mad about it. But he's just like, I make his films are more artistic. Let's be honest. They are. Like, they're mm-hmm. I mean, they're not saying that Fred Vogel's not artistic, but they're different. They're completely different from that. Yeah. You, yeah. you know why I like Yorg? One of his favorite movies is Godzilla 1954. So he's cool in my book. And he was on. He, he seems pretty too. cool. Yeah, he's he's kind of a big. Just guy don't say too. his name wrong. He gets a little offensive about that. <laughs> I mean, it's hard as fuck for us Americans to say anything, okay? Right. Hey, we it took us like five years to say Mikel so Suave, right? That's yeah, like why half Mikhail of our population Suave. is named John. Yeah. <laughs> John, Dave, Mike. <laughs> right. <laughs> John, Dave, Mike. Uh, okay, whose turn? What was the rating on that? Oh, that was an eight. Okay. All right, so coming in at number eight is a film that is based on the Edgar Allan Poe story, directed by Stuart Gordon, rest in peace, The Pit and the Pendulum. Man, dude, I forgot how much this movie is awesome. I like the, what is it? One of the original, or not the original, is it the original one? 61 with Vincent Price? Price? Corman? Is it 60s? Early 60s, uh, Corman, Vincent Price. I'm a fan of that movie, but I think this movie is way better. Honestly, I love the cast in this. I think they do. I mean, Full Moon, of course, we know is making lower budget films and stuff. But and, you know, in the 90s. But when you have a period piece for anybody, you know, it can always be uh, can be kind of suspect. I think they knock the costumes out of the park in this. But the cast is great, man. Um, I'm pretty much got a mirror and echo everything that Dave said, because everything he said was exactly what I was going to say. But everybody's so good in this film. I think everyone just plays such a great role. Um, and it's just, it's just awesome from top to bottom. It's so fucking entertaining. Um, man. And of course my favorite actor of all time, Jeffrey Combs is actually in this. Uh, we got, like I said, Tom Towles is amazing. Uh, Stephen Lee is great in this movie. Um, but it's just, it's shocking to see the aesthetic of this movie and the type of cast that they have and just how they all pull it out. It's just fantastic, man. Really, really great film. Lance is amazing in the film, but, um, I can't, I mean, this, in my opinion is probably one of the best, 
uh, full moon films ever done. Um, I agree, dude. I agreed. said that when me and Carly watch it, I was like, this is like beyond what full moon's usually capable of. Yeah. A legit good movie. It, a good film. It, it, it good is film, really legitimate, man. There's a lot of really great scenes. I don't want to give everything away, but there's just so many great scenes in this film and it just it flows well and it just acted well and oh man, it's just very, very Character memorable. arcs are good too. Yeah, the character arcs are great in this too. And Mark McGullis has got to go. Bad wigs though. Bad wigs. <laughs> but, yeah, but wigs are always shitty though. But wigs are always shitty. Right. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't really have a lot of any, you know, bad things to say about the movie. It's just really entertaining. And it shocked me because I hadn't seen it in years. And I popped in and I was like, I think I messaged even Derek after. And I was like, fuck, man, the movie's really good. Like, no, the first thing you said to me, I'm watching Oliver Reed shit face right now. <laughs> I thought Oliver Reed was shit face. I thought he was, but apparently you know, wasn't. I know some people think Oliver Reed is overrated. You're fucking nuts. No way. Oliver Reed one of the finest actors of all time. Oliver Reed is fantastic, man. Well, He's probably my top Tommy, five man. Dude, the devils. Fucking crazy. The only thing I am guilty of is a man who maybe loved too much. What's what that, that whole speech what, he gives? What's that werewolf? Tears, Curse of the werewolf. Yeah, that movie's awesome, too. Yeah. Curse because of, of him. Because of him in that movie. Yep. So, the Pit and the Pendulum in number eight at uh, nine out of ten. Nice. Nine. Jesus. Uh, my, oh, shit's wait, not, well, my shit's not in order. order. It's not in order. I know. All right. right. Coming in for me at a number eight, another repeat. We have cast a deadly spell. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, very much like Highway to Hell and Ernest Scared Stupid, this movie is has some pretty uh, interesting uh, characters and creatures and settings like that. Very, like I said before, a Roger Rabbit kind of world meets a noir movie which you know Roger Rabbit's a noir movie too but um, just really interesting I love I love the scene like when I was watching and I messaged Dave I was like I can't believe the creature effects are that good when they first meet when they meet the gremlins in the in the in the house or whatever that whole scene's so funny too because that guy's like goddamn crazy (laughs) I love that they should have got they should have got Dick Miller to play that that would have been great like they're yeah. just like normal occurrences in this, in this world, um, and I love like the the the, the zombie sidekick guy who goes around and who's responsible for killing everybody. I just really, um, really enjoyed this movie. I think the acting is awesome. Julianne Moore and the rest of the cast does a really really great job in this film. Uh, you know, this is one. You know why HBO even today is still high quality. I know, know, but they just don't make movies that aren't serious. Like, well, shit, do they even make movies anymore? Uh, <laughs> not really. Somebody would get a hold of any catalog. You know, they got the Hitcher. Castillo's it's all on HBO Fire, Max no now for fifteen dollars a month if you want to stream it. Yeah, well, put that shit it, out on physicals, man. Wasn't Fuck. the Changeling HBO? Didn't I'd love to have a copy of this. I don't think <laughs> HBO. I think I think Changeling was HBO disc at one point. Yeah. I don't know. Surviving the Games, right. another HBO one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surviving the Game's awesome. I love it. We're going yeah. bare hands. Bare hands. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going bare hands. It's not really a movie, but The Outsider from that they did was like a mini series where it's like, you know, it's like one story, but it's a series. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Or, well, they the know for many series. Yeah. You know, Remember the Hitchhiker? And... Yeah. The Outsider was pretty good. For, that's one of their recent ones. Of course, yeah. tells me. Oh, yeah. Chernobyl. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Surprised me. Definitely would have thought that it would have been anything that interesting. Um, now, the cover does, looks god-awful. <laughs> yeah. Does the sequel have continuity in it or not? 
Kind, kind of, you know. Dennis Hopper plays like the he he replaces like the Fred Ward character. He's yeah. the same you know. person, right? They just yeah, cast. yeah, yeah. That's a you weird know. recast. It, it it is, but you, it, it makes sense because it's HBO and love. Doesn't you know. make any sense. What <laughs> the hell are you? Talking it makes about? sense because it's HBO. it. It makes sense because I ate McDonald's two weeks ago. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Anyways, let's go on. But I just what'd you give that? What'd you? Oh. I give it an eight. It'd be cool if it gets a physical release because I know it. It only has a VHS release, so it'd be cool if it would ever get a disc release, which I yeah, dude, doubt that it will. The Hitcher, this there, there's a bunch there. But what is interesting is that I noticed that Warner Brothers is releasing what they're releasing Chernobyl on 4K, so maybe Warner Brothers has HBO's catalog. So you, 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 you never. You never know. That's yeah, good and bad. Those Warner see. Archive things are expensive unless they have their sales. But who buys those without a sale, though? Yeah, yeah. I got mostly. All well, of I the would, but it's just stuff. no. It's just they don't ship to me, so fuckers. It, it depends because deep discounts has deals on those sometimes. And shit. Yeah, yeah. I've been desperate and bought them full price sometimes. Yeah, so I give it an eight out of ten. It's a good movie, fun, cool. sweet, bro, sweet. All right, uh, back to me. So my number seven here is uh, the last of my first time watches, uh, and it is one that I picked up on the Scream Factory. I was pretty excited to check it out. It has cool cover art, and that is The Resurrected, which is H.P. Uh, Lovecraft based on ch- the Charles Dexter Ward story, I think. Case of Charles Dexter Ward. Yeah. Case, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, man, this one kind of blew me away a little bit, dude. Like, this movie kicks ass. Uh, yeah. I love the just you know the catacombs and the monsters and and just the story is really cool this woman hires a detective to find out why her husband's acting all weird and then you have this whole um history with this necromancy and stuff like that and uh got good atmosphere great atmosphere good effects especially uh, when they oh, go down in the catacombs so <clears throat> right it's, it's awesome. scary, oh, it's so good yeah that part where he retells the story about the thing washing up the river is lovecraft 110 percent. you don't know what lovecraft horror you always say that jp like i'm not really sure that's lovecraft somebody yeah. retelling a story that is absolutely horrifying to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah lovecraft. i love that scene that's that's one of the best no, scenes that's 100 percent lovecraft right there. <clears throat> i've i've never read a single sentence of lovecraft but um i've seen <clears throat> a lot a lot of movies based on lovecraft stories some are good some aren't um i would say this is definitely one of the best ones ever done um, and i like uh, top three I love I love the the side characters too. I think the guy from Fast Times from Richmond High is really is a good side character, and uh, this is a good is that fun his movie. Reporter friend, yeah, yeah, reporter yeah. yeah. friend, other private eye. Yeah. It's the head. It's the lead guy from Fast Times. Fucking mm-hmm. Chris Sarandon, though. Yeah, the He's shithead from Fast Times. Yeah, <laughs> Sarandon's fantastic in this movie, playing the yeah, and roles. another another person in Dan O'Bannon who I wish had done more. Yeah, yeah he was, was the most one of the most mistreated people ever. I think two two for two in directorial fucking films, yeah. man. Like crazy, only two. He was a strange guy too. If you listen Directed to stories about him, stuff. as well, roommates of Carpenter. Oh, that's that's not the same movie. That's a short. Never mind. Yeah, two for two. But the two that he did are really good. You know what Fantastic. I mean? Fantastic. And then you know he has he has decent writing credits as well. Oh, Alien, Dead, Buried, all sorts of shit. I think he wrote yeah. fucking uh, like for heavy metal, and I think he did. Um, did he not he do wrote, stuff on Dead and was, Buried also? Yeah, yeah, he wrote Dead and Buried. Yeah, yeah Dead, Buried, Alien. Roommates so, with Carpenter. 
I think he wrote. He also was in Dark Star. He starred in Dark Star. He also yeah. wrote Dark Star. I swear. You wrote, wrote, I don't, he I don't wrote have my number seven from last year, last time. I could be like wrong. Wars. I could be wrong, but I think he wrote or he worked on Total Recall also. If I'm I not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he did. He like yeah. Yeah. At least. Favorite, like a screenplay or something like that. He did something on that. Yeah. So he's he got some pretty interesting book. writing credits, man. Yeah. Can't yeah, wait no, for Total Recall, man. 4K is gonna be awesome. Fuck it. We forget the major one, Alien. We said that. I said that three times. Fucking yeah. fuck you, Dave. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, Alien. Well, yeah. I think he's just known with that. But, but no, I mean, no one else fucks him. So you look at Return of the Living Dead. Obviously, is like <laughs> one of the greatest horror films ever made. You know, definitely greatest horror comedies. And uh, you look at this film, and you're like, like, man, I really wish he would have got behind the director's chair a little bit more because uh, he did a really good job with those two films. And uh, yeah, this one. It's been a little while since I watched it, but yeah, it it definitely was one that I liked, and I'll definitely continue to watch. Happy to own the Scream Factory as well, because that was one that I remember. Because did that not have a DVD? It had a DVD, but it was out of print, maybe. Probably. And then they had a foreign Blu-ray from like Austria or Germany. Germany. Yeah, I I picked up the German Blu-ray, and then when Scream Factory dropped there, I have both too. Yeah, I picked. Yeah. <laughs> and the DVD. Yeah. And but... I probably had a VHS at one point. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, 8 out of 10 on The Resurrected for my number 7. Cool. Nice. All right, I'm next. Yep. Okay. Number 7. This is actually a first-time watch for me. Nice. Necromantic 2, yo. Really? First-time watch? Good shit. Dang. Man, I was not expecting this to be on anybody's that's list. The, that's the Maybe most Dave's, but so far. That's crazy. <laughs> and... and let me put this in perspective. I did not kind of like Necromantic one as much. Well, and yeah, it's not this, good. And it blew me the fuck away. I love Monique M as the main character of this one, who also does the score for the film. Uh, it it, it kind of fits with like some of the scenes of her music in the movie. Mm-hmm. I love the music score of this film way more than Necromantic one. Uh so good you know, and I love how it does pick up from the first film and shit you know it ends with that scene where you see the little chick's leg that's near her grave like oh no she's gonna dig him up another sick fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and it ends up as being Monique M and she's fucking great in this film it, 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 even with I those hairy it. armpits mm. yeah sex doesn't man. bother me you know I, I on her, it doesn't bother me for some reason. I don't know what it is. It's very her strange. Armpits are repulsive. Maybe it's because she's German. I don't know, man. I just—it's weird. Doesn't bother me. Carly doesn't even like him on dudes. <laughs> I don't. I think it's like the grossest body. I don't know. I can't. How many dudes don't have hair under underneath their arms? Like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I know they have it. I just think it's like. I just yeah, I like gross on I like stretching Ar- armpits and belly buttons. Yeah, put are, that away. Yeah, armpits and belly buttons are Carly's curse. Shut up. I bet she pukes on when she sees an Audi belly button. Oh my god. I do. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Audi? Mad Man? Mad Man? That part with TP where it shows like, his Audi belly button? I'm like, oh my god, get out of here. <laughs> disgusting. But anyways, hey. the aspect of this film that I like the most, it's like life versus death, where she has to make the ultimate decision at the end. You know, like you see scenes of her enjoying with the live boyfriend. But, you know, she's kind of happy with the dead boyfriend, and she's like, let's get the best of both worlds at the very end. And the final scene... Yeah, and the final scene at the end just shocks me. Like, the final scene, you're pregnant. 
It's a, <laughs> the first one has an ending like that too. It's I all, love it. It's almost like a really bizarre version of being bisexual a little bit. You know, you like guys and girls. You like the living and the dead. In the aspect of a a, contrast. This, is, this is the way I expected the first one when I first watched it because it was the first time watched for me the first one too. Uh, after you guys reviewed it, I expected a little bit more from it from that aspect. But this is the way I presented like this type of movie when I watched it, mm-hmm. and you know it just blew me away. It's just way better filmmaking, and the score is way better too. And mm-hmm. it just I loved it. Eight out of ten. That also fucking so. music gets stuck in my head. Like I watched it a couple days ago again, and that shit is still stuck in my head. So, and you know what's crazy? Always great. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I actually watched the live performance too, where Monique M actually performed the score live on like stadium huh. in Germany. That's on the special yeah, feature in a for... stadium. Yeah, come was... see the score of Necromantic Two. <laughs> that would be yeah, cool if that was like a, if that was performance stadium. art. Can you imagine that was performance art and you got like this chick fucking this dead dude and shit? Oh, that'd <laughs> then, be amazing. Then afterwards, you could see the guy nail his dick to a board from Schramm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Schramm scene. Oh man, that's. <laughs> That's a Burger Eye film I love, man. I love Shrom. I like all four of them. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, I, I like your Toad Skin, too. Their Toad Skin's the most depressing, dude. When the girl goes in there with the camera. Um, and just honestly, shoots the like, honestly Necromantic 2 and Dirt, uh, Scram are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my two favorites that. also. Yeah. The scene in Shrom when the fucking Jehovah Witness shows up to his house. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked Necromantic 2 is on three lists. <laughs> you don't know me, man. I'm a fucking sick person. Hey, man. <laughs> well, I, I thought maybe that would be on yours, but no one else's. Turtle Vision. Yeah. I, I, love Turtle Vision moods? I thought maybe Dave's, but oh, okay. I was shocked when it was on yours. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, I was shocked on JP, too. JP yeah. always surprises me. I don't know how. My list is always super basic. <laughs> me and JP's list is going to be half. The, I think we're probably going to have the most. Me and JP's we list are always Which is so times. weird. You think it would be me and you, Dave, but it's just so weird how that works. I think it's just me and JP are both kind of like trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, me too. Yeah, I, I had it on my list too. I am trash. <laughs> I will give it away. I'll say it was my number 12, this movie. So it was okay. like, like well, just on the list. I don't want to spoil anything, I'm but sorry. It, is, it is in my top 25. I mean, but really, what doesn't make your top 25 and 91? Right. Yeah, I have like five <laughs> movies I love that didn't make my top 25. Same. Yeah, there's actually there's actually a I like all of my There's top a couple that it could have been in my top 25 that didn't make it, but yeah, not too many. It wasn't overly hard to flush out the list of 25. <sighs> I have good movies up to like 45. <laughs> <laughs> what the I really f- only have like 17 movies that I would throw in the bin. Who's up? Yeah. It is me. All right. Um, so my number seven is, is your favorite movie and mine, All American Murder. Oh. Oh, wow. I skipped this one. I, <laughs> I like it. It's More fun. cowbell, yo. It it's is literally fun. my fourth lowest film you. out of 91. 2.5 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> I, I know. What a... Teen's wife in the beginning. It's fucking amazing. Dude, this movie was just so much fun. Like it's more thriller. Com- I don't even know what this is, honestly. But like, it's Dude, a it's a movie. In the movie, man, was just out to lunch. Walking was, was the best. Dude, it's though. so funny though. Like they're Make making sure so many bad one liners. Blood. <laughs> yeah. Cameron, make sure you get a good look. Look at the blood up there. It's, <laughs> it's fucking is no, my favorite. Fun. My favorite's when dude's dead on his coffee table and he's like, I think it really like brings out the room or something like that. It's like, this guy's dead on your coffee table and you're just making a joke. 
It's but, so is this is this actually comedy or is it like man, unintentionally? Funny? It's not. I don't think it's intentional. I think it's like one-liners no. that like went too far. It, it definitely is, man. But you know the yeah. the lead dude in this movie that the guy that plays the lead he was he was the guy that played um, Ferris Bueller in the fucking TV in the short-lived TV series. I saw that. I didn't even know there was a TV series. I, I actually remember Bueller. it, man. Yeah, really? there's a TV there's series a for TV series. Yeah, it was there's on for, for two or three seasons or something. I can't well, remember. Did you skip a whole school year or some shit? <laughs> I, I can't really remember. <laughs> I know. It. What could they have? I can't. That guy was kind of perfect for that role. They own Ted TV. Ferris Bueller's year off. But I, I just kept thinking to myself, <laughs> how the fuck did they get Christopher Walken for this movie? Like what the fuck? It just seems so- he seemed sort of place in it, but <laughs> I think it's Christopher Walken for the like fucking Walken's been in some weird shit. Like, like Richard Kind was in the movie, man. I'm like, what the fuck? This is such a weird cast. I'm like, uh. they pulled him off the set of Mad About You and they're like, hey man, you want to come play this role in All American Murder? Sure, man. Why not? Why not? I don't weird. know, dudes. I just had fun with it, and I feel like at the end, like it, there's like a surprisingly like really bloody part. Um, the whole plot is ridiculous, especially like the whole uh, reveal thing. Um, but it, it was just so entertaining to me. I was super into it, and I wasn't expecting it, and I loved it, and I gave it an eight out of ten. And I don't care. Fuck you all. The last thirty minutes is straight a slasher it. movie. I, I did like movie. that. Yeah, Josie... the last thirty minutes or like the horror part. Yeah, it's a yeah. I like that Josie Bazette was in it for a little bit. You know, she was from Melrose Place, so it was always good. I but. love they set it up for a sequel too. At the end, <laughs> like we're, we're franchising this shit, right? All American <laughs> Murder as the title. So stupid! Like, come on, this is a one and gone. That's one like, and gone. Wait, but next week we'll see David Sterling in All American Murder Seven. No, Steven Seagal. We couldn't get Christopher Walken, but we got who would they get? Seagal. Actually, at this point, Walken's career, he might actually come back to do the sequel. Who knows? You got a David Sterling impression. Just for Walken versus Steven I don't have a David Sterling impression. That's very offensive that you would say something like that. (laughs) 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 Was it my turn? Am I up? Yeah, it's your turn. All right. Um, Number seven. uh, I think this is probably another triple repeater here, but uh, Michele Suave is the shit. This is actually a great movie, but it's my least favorite it's only of his. The second time. Did you just call okay. it the shit? Yeah, I said he is the shit. Oh, I thought you said the toilet. I think you said it's the shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I said he's the, the shit. shit. But this no, is the second. Okay, fine. I said it. I don't care. Um, but anyways, Herbert Lom is great in this. This has the evil rabbit. It's kind of funny and cute and weird that the evil rabbit's in here. But um, this is really just kind of a rehash of Rosemary's Baby, and the, it has a great ending. The ending's fucking awesome mm-hmm. with the uh, like the baby and everything. And you're like, what? No, <laughs> maybe you should have just you know had the Antichrist. Well, I mean, what the fuck could happen worse now? But uh, yeah, anyways, just really dig this one. A lot of style. And um, this is one that like I watched early on, and I had seen it before. Um, but man, this Blu-ray, there's a thanks fucking for hiss, ruining this movie for me, off, prick. Because I never man, noticed I, it before, dude. I, I just couldn't stand watching it; drove me nuts. Blu-ray, fuck you. There's a problem with the Blu-ray. Don't try to make like turn off your surround sound. <laughs> fuck no, fix your goddamn Blu-ray. Um, Which anyways, Blu-ray were you watching? The Scorpion. It's fucking. Listen to it. Uh, you have surround sound. No, I have. I have the Shameless one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that one too, and I I probably should just pop that one in and watched it and stopped complaining. But the picture quality on the Scorpion is really good. Um, yeah. This opening in the movie is great with uh with um who's that fucking guy? Tana 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 Tana. Tana. Yeah, yeah, he comes in great. and it's playing that awesome Manson, music. Dude. It's playing like Rolling Stones, isn't it? Sympathy for the it's I think it is playing Stones. 
But yeah. the way that tracking shot works and they kill all the hippies and Isn't shit. The, don't they have gold. this song that's like, I went to the desert with a horse. Oh, that's on, by America. Yeah, it America, is. It's yeah. America. Okay, that's uh, that's the intro. Yeah. And true. Really well, they do mention the stones. Herbert uh, Lobbs is like, oh, do you love the stones? <laughs> yep, yep. Herbert Lobbs is shit, by the way. I one love Herbert Lobbs. He's fucking amazing. He should have won an Oscar for this. Oh, I mean, he's got one of my favorite performances in the um, Secret of Dorian Gray. Yeah, he's fucking great. He's, wasn't he's a fan great. of it the first time, and I wasn't a fan of it the second time. What, the, the sect? sect? Yeah, I just didn't. I just found it. What the hell's wrong with you? you I just suck. didn't like it. You suck. I didn't like it the first time I watched it either when we did it on the show. You Try didn't it again do it on the like show. It. You did the church. <laughs> oh shit! We did do the sex. No, we did. No, you did the. You did stage fright, the church, and cemetery, cemetery. man. Yeah, I don't recall you guys ever talking about Delam- the sex. Yeah, we didn't do the sex. Damn man! No, that was the one that we didn't do. Co-host, motherfucker. You're fired. Jeremy. I think at the time we did that it's show, so I don't think ago. the sect actually had any like good releases at the time. I think that's why we it didn't. Did. No, so I think Wait, the, Jeremy. the Blu-rays came out after the fact. Uh, it had so shitty you, releases, but so you watch so the you church watch the, instead of the sect. Yeah, the church is church is better. I think. Wait, you watch the church twice, or you watch the church and then you watch the sect and thought that the sect was the church? Maybe that's why I, I hated stage fright so much because he watched the sect and reviewed that. <laughs> I'm going to give this a 10. I'm going in at an 8 on this. 8 on this side. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Dave. All right. Cool, man. Cool. Okay. So- it is in the 22 Shots episode with at least 8 retarded Jeremy moments, okay? <laughs> I love you, Jeremy, anyways. Well, we're up to 12 that was funny. Now, so. All right. So coming in at number 7 is a film that I think is more or less universally disliked on this podcast right now. Um, but that's happened a few times and it is a film by, I can never pronounce his name properly. It's uh tech Ted Nikolau. I don't know. Ted Nikolai. Ted Nikolai. He actually Nicolau. Shared, Nicolau. Nicolau. That's how you say it. Okay. He actually shares a birthday with me. He's born October 3rd, 1949. He's clearly older than me. He's like a full I was about moon. to say, damn, you old. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a he's like a fucking full moon legend, man. This guy has done so he's much doing, shit. He's with doing uh, he the fa- subspecies. Yeah, he's he he's doing favorite. he's doing the He did your favorite. That's right. That's right, man. So of course, uh, my number seven is subspecies. Um yes, it's right. He actually is doing another subspecies movie, which is crazy, but he actually did all of them. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, like Derek said, he did Terror Vision. He did fucking Savage Island. The Dungeons. He was Master. also he was he also worked on Texas Chainsaw, JP's favorite horror film of all time. Did he work on Deadly Spawn? I no, that, don't know no, if that, he did. No, that was Ted Sullivan. You thinking of? No, I think he did work somewhat on Deadly Spawn. I'm not 100 percent on that. Though. He, he might have done something on there, but yeah, but yeah, no, he's responsible for all the subspecies movie. He did Bad Channels, which is always a fun one at the radio station and shit. Oh, um, I love that movie. I have the score from Blue Oyster Cult, man. Yeah, so this guy's actually done a lot of really interesting work with Full Moon. Um, but yeah, subspecies, man. Um, I, I I don't know why people dislike this movie. I think it's actually pretty fun. I mean, it's uh, it's the aesthetic of it, man. I mean, shot on location in Romania, Romania. which they used, they used to do a lot of shit. And it's crazy, man, because, again, this has happened a few times with my wife. I think I told a story about, um, oh, where the fuck was that? I think it was Hostel. Yeah, when at Bratislav, when mm-hmm. I was watching that. And she's like, I've actually been at that train station before. Like, literally the same one. I'm like, that's fucked up. Anyways, we're watching this. And she's like, I've been to this village where they shot this, uh, where they did the, um, the outside scenes and stuff. 
and she wasn't sure about the actual castle and shit, but she's like, I know where this village is. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I've seen that vampire before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Radu is like, he's one of my favorite vampires of all time. He's just evil and he looks awesome and shit like that. But it, that's what kind of drives us. It's a very simple story. I mean, there's nothing crazy about the movie, but it's the aesthetic and it's just the way it kind of goes down. I think they kind of did uh, Angus Grimm a little bit wrong in this. <laughs> I mean, he gets like fucking terrible wig. Terrible wig. Two minutes of fucking screen time. You know, they kill him off and Radu takes the reins and shit. I mean, it is but what it is. And that's weird when you... Though. It's you, kind when of, you think about it, it's weird because it isn't like Angus Scrim was like this big guy who had so much going on. Like he could have been in the movie longer, right? They, they killed him off like he was. That year. Yeah, they, yeah, I don't. Right? Yeah, the film like a reshoot of Fatal Frames, you know. <laughs> Fatal Frames. Oh, Ted Nikolai was not involved with Deadly Spawn, by the way. Yeah, I know. Okay, I, I didn't recognize the name for that, but Ted yeah. Bogas or some shit. But you know, overall, man, I mean, it's a fun movie. It's got decent kills and stuff, and it's just, it's just, it feels like a high quality film. I'm a big fan of aesthetic and shit and and creepy. Like, there's a lot of vampire films that I really don't care for. I hate those kind of sparkly fucking vampires and more of the the lustful vampires and stuff i can kind of do without i like the more vicious kind of like you know kind of morbid ones and shit that play it down like that and that's what i get with rod do man he's just straight to the point he's fucking evil he doesn't give a fuck about anything but being evil and shit and i love that man and you know he was awesome on general hospital is that, is, he was on General Hospital. Oh my God! How yeah, you know the vampire that? was on General Hospital. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was dead. Dude, I wouldn't put the. Don't ask me how I know that, but I know. I would not put so it past the writers to write in Radu from subspecies into a fucking soap opera. Wouldn't, well, yeah, why, he's it. already used to it. I mean, subspecies is a soap opera. Oh fuck, whatever, man. But, but the the greatest moment I ever did, like on Skype ever, was when I had moods listening to like this Norwegian death metal song. And the intro is actually the theme to Subspecies, where they play like a guitar solo. I forget the name of the band off the top of my head, but it's fucking amazing. I love this the main theme of this movie. When it opens up with the credits, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, it may be, you know, kind of a love story type thing, but I mean, it's the look of Radu that sells it for me, though, man. You know, it's not. Radu this, looks great. It's not this Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt fucking. You know, I'm not saying that movie's bad or anything. I'm just saying it does. They don't look like that. You know, it's different. They don't got ghoulies in it. It's got it's it's evil looking, man, and it's just got a great atmosphere, great aesthetic to the film. I love this on location shit that they used to do, man. It was great, but it works for me, man. I've always been a big fan, and and you know, with that said, you know, subspecies, you know, honestly, is one of my more favorite vampire type films, but uh, type films, vampire films. Uh, with that said, like I actually prefer the third one. Like I actually really like this franchise, besides Vampire Journals, which I think is garbage. Um, the actual four subspecies films so far are really good, so let's hopefully yeah. let's hope yeah, that the you, fifth one isn't like the new Phantasm, right? And like kind of a total miss, but it is what it is. So um, I've always loved this one. Eight and a half for me. I think it's great. Um, if you're into vampire films that aren't sparkly and shit, check out subspecies. But if not, you can fuck off and go to Dave's world. Yeah, well, well I like well, vampire movies with Christopher Lee in them. Well, yeah, me too. Well, Christopher Lee's my mood. he's my Dracula. You're he's supposed my... to do the top twenty-five, poophead. Oh shit, you're, shut he's, the fuck he's, up, he's he's Dracula. You're to me, spoiling man. everything. Yeah, you dirty fucking... head. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say anything about subspecies being better than anything Christopher Lee did. And I was kidding. I didn't say that. I was talking about. <laughs> you were trying to put some it. fucking words in my like, mouth, first you of motherfucker. Hey, Dave. I was talking about spoiling eleven. Dave, I spoiled fucking Batman versus Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he told everything. <laughs> because Dave, Dave talked me into it. It is such a... Oh, man. Yeah. It's so good, though. It's so good. Well, Batman versus Ninja Turtles are subspecies. 
Batman vs. Ninja Turtles. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking oh. awesome. It's like everything dude, works. Dude, in that. Batman vs. Shredder, fucking orgasm, right? It's so I good. Have to watch it Even the comedy works in it. Man. About the movie. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Um, yeah, so that's my number seven. All right. Next up for me, number seven, we have Child's Play 3. My. Hold, hold the fuck up. Oh, for That's fuck's fake. sakes, You're I'm fake. out. You're such a fucking fake fakerton. I'm fucking no, out I'm on not. Jeremy. Dude, you just said Child's Play 3 is my favorite one, which means that your favorite movie of all time was Child's Play, and if Child's Play 3 is your favorite uh, one, then that would be your favorite movie. We've had this discussion. Movie. It's, my fi- it's, not- it's like Inception. Bye. No, no, hold on. Shut <laughs> it up. is like Inception. Explain yourself. I've said this before on the show. Just be, I, it's my favorite because I'm very nostalgic and things like that. It's had a huge impact in my life, and that's why it's my favorite movie. But this one is my favorite in the franchise overall. And I've said it before on the and on many other places that I think that this one is my favorite in the franchise. So I don't understand why that's, this is like surprising no news, news to you. What? Wait, no, that's what he's saying that this should be your number one of 91 because Child's Play was your number one of all time. So now Child's Play 3 is your favorite of all the Child's Plays. So that should be your number one of 91 as well. Okay. It's definitely like Inception if, right if, now. If, if Child's Play 3 is your favorite Child's Play, Child's Play 1 can't be your favorite movie. <laughs> why not? I just said why. <laughs> it is a dream within a dream. That's all that matters. <laughs> If Child's Play 3 is your favorite Child's Play and Child's Play 1 is a Child's Play, Child's Play 1 can't be your favorite movie. I just said uh, the reason why Child's Play 1 is my favorite movie is not only the story I I clearly said. I don't care Fright why Night, it is. Fright Night wasn't Moose's number one movie the last time and it's his favorite fucking movie. Why didn't you give him It's not his favorite movie. Courtesy of Chris Nolan directing this segment of the 22 shots of Moose and Horror. Derek, Does anybody else get how that doesn't talk, make any sense? Gate. Yeah, because it's the same franchise. But how like, can Child's Play be your favorite movie and Child's Play Three be your favorite Child's Play? I've already explained it. <laughs> I, Are you going to let him talk <laughs> this time, JP? What? Let him let him let him do a story. <laughs> I've already explained it. Limbo. I couldn't hear it because JP was talking over you. No, I said the reason why Child's Play is my favorite movie. We don't need the reason though. We just need to know why you're lying. Can you stop lying? (laughs) Explain it, Jerry. Did he leave? I love you, Jerry. I went to go take a review the lore. I went to go take a piss and I missed that whole conversation. I came back and just said stop lying. Uh, okay, Moods. Jeremy says that Child's Play 3 is his favorite child's play. Mm -hmm. But he also says that Child's Play 1 is his favorite film. How can Child's Play 3 be his favorite Child's Play if Child's Play 1 is his favorite film? Well, the obvious answer is it can't be. That's just, it's contradictory (laughs) to what he's saying. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I think that he is, the the Child's Play 3 is his favorite subjectively, but objectively, Child's Play 1 is his favorite. I actually don't think that's what he's saying. I think he's just being retarded. Uh Uh-oh, retard alert. I think he's probably like... He keeps trying to say that Child's Play 1 is his favorite. Well, where'd he go? Is he here like still? Nostalgia reasons and stuff, but I'm like, yeah, but there's... Did you guys there's make him leave? Favorite. I didn't say shit. I just I said, I'm going to hear what he was saying. He was talking. And then Derek kept laughing. <laughs> ah, shit, I, mi- I, I missed like all that. that. <laughs> he sounds like a hyena over like there. <laughs> laughing like he's... Okay, Jeremy, explain. He's gone. No, he's every time we do a list... No, every time I do a list... At you give me shit. 
So why do I even bother doing a fucking list if every I'm time that I get confused. to a list... I fucking just explained it to you, you fucking cocksucker fucking dickhead! You didn't, though. You're just explaining why you Fuck like your it. your mustache! We don't need to know why you like it. We're, we want to know how two films could be your favorite. God damn it, JP, stop interrupting! <laughs> I literally haven't. Alright, just say Flash Hells Play 3 is your favorite. Go! Every time Jeremy, Jeremy gets in the middle dead of the air on a podcast. <laughs> no, because it's like. Why is it every time it's the same thing happening with Delore? You fucking do the stupid shit. It fucking annoys the hell out of me. What? Dude, now, why can I just stand by doing stupid shit? Now would no. be a perfect time to review the lure. That'd be awesome. Because I clearly said there's this other contributing <laughs> factors to why I think Child's Play is my favorite movie. But as as an overall film of watching it, I enjoy watching this one more than I watched the original one. The re reason why the original one is my favorite movie is because it just has a lot of other nostalgic things to me that... Uh, but you just said Child's Play 3 is your favorite one. Of the franchise, it's his favorite to watch. His like, honestly, maybe objectively, Night of the Living Dead is the most historically, po uh, you know, Movie impactful movie, but my favorite day of the dead. Dawn yeah, of the dead. Jeremy, saying, is it subjective or is it objective? Your favorite you movie, but but day of the dead's your favorite Romero movie. I honestly think that Child's Play is his favorite, maybe objectively, or maybe I don't know. It's one or the other. I think he's mixing his objectivity and subjectivity. To be honest, well, but that's not what he said. If he's saying like my favorite film is Child's Play, but my favorite Child's Play sequel is Part yeah. Three, the I fact get that. the fact that he's saying favorite film of all time is just subjective. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So, I think mine. What he's saying is fucked up. What he's saying is fucked up. Really? Yeah, but does it really matter at this point? No, I it, mean it does, but. Well, it matters because I'm fucking out because he he tricked me. I fucking you got tricked. I got tricked you too. I'm out Jeremy on Jeremy too. His number one is Silence of the Lambs. Everybody knows that. No, Shut I up, Dave. No, I, I know what his number one is. It's definitely not. Silence he set me up. That's what he did. He said Silence Child's Play Three is my now my favorite Child's Play. GP, he, he set us all up with <laughs> that said, Child's Play Three. Child's Play Three is now my favorite Child's Play. And if Child's Play 1 was his favorite movie... You know what he fucking did? That he would mean Child's Play 3 is now his favorite movie. You know you what he did? It. He put the fucking real bullets in the uh, in the paintball guns right there. <laughs> there you go. He fucking set us up. He's a bro, yo. Why do you like Child's Play 3? I love you, Jeremy. Just tell us what you love it. <laughs> Jeremy, I don't know why I you get so anything. upset by it, dude. Jeremy, it would be classic like... if you just said fuck Child's Play 3 and reviewed the lure right now. That would be amazing. No, because Jeremy, I don't even Jeremy, it is jokes. I don't even remember, remember the lore. I don't I think anybody it. remembers. I, the I didn't watch it. All I remember is that mermaids fucked each other, and yeah. they sang. Mermaids and singing. Yep, yep. That's why I didn't watch it. And that it was foreign. Under the sea, under the sea. Wrong movie. I know. Why do you like Child's Play three? Let's just keep going. Just go to number six. No, let's just hear it. Well, no, you we have to, hey, just let him talk without it. interruptions, please. Let's get him two no. minutes without interruptions. Because right, I, I've said in the past, I think this is where Chucky is at his best. He's fully fleshed at this point. I think in the first two movies, they were trying to still figure out who he was. But at this point in this series, they fully fleshed. He was popular in pop culture. And they knew how to write his one-liners and who he was fully as a character. His style to the animatronics is the best. And at this point, at least. Chucky's going to be a bro. And I think the kills are good, so 
I like Child's Play 3. What do you have that Good rated? Good shit, Jeremy. Jer, what do you have what? that rated at? What do you have uh, that rated? An A. Alright. I agree with everything he said, but I, I don't fucking... I mean, Look, as far as the, I, what he said about it, I agree with that. All that Child's yeah, Play 3. Yeah, me too. Say- I'm just saying he tricked me by saying that Child's Play 3 was his new favorite. No, you fell for it. You fell yeah, we got set up. It's not he tricked you. So. fell for it. That's what uh, happened. I kind of know. I think I know what his number one is from the way he talked about it in the chat. But well, let's find out. Well, I, my number one guess is Silence of the Lambs, and I don't want to spoil what I would guess too. But it would be Delicatessen. But mm. no, no, I, I, have, I, a, I'm I have, have another movie. Yeah, no there's another movie that I would pick for his number one if I didn't get tricked into picking Child's Play three. Um, but so I'm officially out on Jeremy. Good. Me too. I am too. I think I knew I was being. I'm set still up, in. I don't know any other I'm still in too. Let's do this. All right, my turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So my number six film is a three-peat. Uh, it is not. It, it, it's the actual three-peat, not the tr- premature three-peat that Dave okay, thought it was. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I'm wrong. <laughs> I thought you were about to say three-piece, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, I go for three-piece. Uh, it is. It is the sect. Okay. Sexy. In a number yeah, six. Sect, yeah. yeah it, you know what the uh, the scene that always sticks out to me is the the pelican or bird that's like pecking at the neck. I'm like, oh, it just bugs me for some oh, reason. God, that was oh god, oh, that was that too. Great. I forgot about that. Seagulls. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Ten out yeah. of ten. Uh, it's like a two hour movie, but it doesn't feel that long. It does a lot of like atmosphere building and stuff like that. It's a little bit of a slow burn, but uh, yeah, I think that it's. It's cool, and the more I've seen it twice now. Uh, the first time I seen it, whenever the Scorpion Blu-ray came out, uh, and it was like back when a couple of those Scorpions were coming out through like that doppelganger co-releasing, and they were like twelve to fifteen bucks, and it was, that was like nice. that was nice, that was awesome. So I picked that up and uh, watched it. Thought it was pretty good, but watching it this time, I liked it even more. Uh, I gave it a. This is my first eight out of. Or sorry, actually, I gave the resurrected an eight too. This is my second eight out of ten. So won't say too much about it. You guys already talked about it, but it is the sect, not the church. Fuck yeah, Herman Lum for life, motherfuckers. There you go. There you go. Derek is pumped. How many beers you had, Derek? <laughs> I was gonna say time to put down the drink. Those raspberries had, are getting to him right now. I had nine so far, but I'm good. You had nine beers. Holy shit. Damn, dude! Oh, I've only had. I'm only on my fourth, drinking? but I'm drinking low cal fucking light beer. So I basically only drank yeah. one beer. Now here, here comes my first controversial. Not even one beer. Controversial. Controversial. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. It's some water. I, I was kidding. I was talking drunk. I'm really okay. fine, guys. Controversial pick. That's what I say when I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm He's fine. fine. He I'm said fine, he was guys. fine. He's fine. That's why you're the best, Carly. My first controversial pick for the month, or the each episode, I should say. Number six, The Silence of the Lambs. I'm out on Derek. Me too. Mm, I'm not. Fuck Derek and I'm fuck not either. Jeremy. I put a black middle finger next to both of you. Derek. <laughs> now, I do love this movie, and I will consider this one of the best movies of the year. But it's not your favorite. It's not my favorite. It's not one of my... I do rewatch I think it. Objectively, this is probably the best movie of 91. Exactly. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, really? It's In the horror I realm? think one's better. Hmm. 
Hmm. No okay. fucking way. I don't well, think there's objectively JP a film that is better than Silence I'm of the Lambs. I'm just joking, dude. Come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even in the it, whole it, realm it's of objective, film. It's objectively one of the best movies of the year, let's be honest. It, it's one of the best movies of the 90s, too. Oh, hands exactly. down. Right. Hands down. Yeah. And I, I, I do love it. I do watch it from time to time. I see myself watching my top five way more. That's the thing. And that's why it's not higher. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where I'm on my list where a different rating will come out at a top six level to a top one level. And I give it a 10 out of 10, and I love it. Great performances all around. Anthony Hawkins is fucking amazing as Hannibal Lecter. There's no denying that. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Jodie Foster, fucking amazing. I love you, Dr. Lecter. I love you. You know, fucking Dr. Chilton, one of my favorite asshole characters ever. I always loved him, and it's so amazing that he's the bad guy in Deep Horizon. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> from Nothing boat. better than <laughs> Buffalo Bill tucking his penis. Let, let me ask you something, Derek. Do you get a little turned on in the scene where uh, Jodie Foster gets uh, cum shrapnel in her hair? <laughs> cum shrapnel? Oh, oh yeah. It's one of great. the first best pictures that has a fucking cum shot, you know? <laughs> it's well, so you gross. That, first cum shot. Could you it's imagine walking by some here. dude and catching cum shrapnel? <laughs> God, I can that's that. fucking gross, man. That's that would gag me to death, man. It'd be and so gross. Ted, Le- Ted Levine's one of those actors we always mention all the time. Me and my dad, because we always watch reruns of Monk all the time. Hello, Monk. I used to be Buffalo Bill. You know, I'm your boss now. You know, oh, he's so fucking good, man. Ted Levine's one of the greatest fucking actors ever. He should have fucking been nominated. I don't know how he didn't win for something like I know, that. Everybody's talking about Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter, which is a great performance, but mm-hmm. it's oh, a little it's... over the top. Well, Ted Levine is like his mannerisms and everything he him. does when he moves his shoulders and stuff, think... when he's like, when she points the gun at him and he goes to run and he's like drops the cards. It's like, dude, that is so perfect. He's perfect. He's the best mm-hmm. performance in 90s. Ted Levine is one of the greatest actors <clears throat> ever. I don't think Anthony Hopkins' performance is over the top. I think it's just, I, mean, I think it's I perfect. Think it's in, I think it's perfect in calculating. You know, based but on I what literally the character think Ted Levine is is a oh. better and more complicated and a harder performance. Oh, it's I like know. A character type. Definitely, well, definitely. Hopkins is a character type. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of. It's like apples and oranges. It is like apples and oranges, man. They're two like characters that just pair off two totally Warren different Oaks. characters. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the house, the silence of the, the the Buffalo Bill house is like near us. Me and Carly. Was it really? Oh yeah, that's it's cool. Like right, yeah, yeah really close. Mm. Yeah, it's like yeah. what. Fif- like 15 20 minutes away yeah Very forget, yeah for sure and you know i don't want to forget the other great performance i love scott glenn he's one of my favorite actors too he's fucking great in this and it's a great side story where you know like the guy who's based off of showed him like a fucking like a uh you know like one of those like interviews with like a serial killer i forget which one uh bo from uh duncan burrow can correct actually mentioned it in like the commentary that they did for this movie which i i do recommend fucking uh listening to it's actually pretty funny <laughs> you know you know especially when chris isaac comes on the screen it's fucking hilarious that chris isaac's in this movie you the know the movie's littered with people like that i mean daniel von bargain charles napier tracy george Parker, fucking Romero, roger corman it's got a lot of people in it the black dude from the beginning of dawn of the dead's in this movie too oh uh, yeah. uh, david early is it david early yeah yeah you know, it's fucking great that Romero's in an Oscar-winning movie, and Roger Corman, too, you know. They shot this in Pittsburgh, and of course, with David Early and Romero, for sure. 
because those are Pittsburgh guys. And of course, mm-hmm. Charles Napier is fucking famous. Yeah. You know, he's fucking getting killed and fucking his guts ripped out. <laughs> I love Charles Napier. He's fucking awesome in Rambo 2. Shout out to Rambo 2. <laughs> but yeah, you know, specifically, this is a 10 out of 10. That's how I'm going to rate it. And but- this this film in particular, and, and this year, we didn't mention it at the beginning, but this started sort of a wave of smart killers like smart vi- horror villains you know what i mean like that were like extra smart um that y- you didn't really get in the 80s and which is pretty much false for the most part when you think of serial killers everybody's like they were so smart it's like gary ridgeway was not a smart guy um <laughs> they're not they were losers they were fucking losers <laughs> and they yeah, got lucky you know you know there's like that whole like argument is this horror or not you know there's, I've there's always considered of, it horror it, there's elements definitely you know like i consider elements. It like, it's a horror film well, it's Scared also a love I mean, story. I don't think it's full-blown horror at all. You know, it's also a love story, too, between Hannibal and Clarice. They fall in love, which I also think, builds in... The, yeah, especially if you read the novels. I think builds. history has put this as a horror movie. Here. We can't read. This is America. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I, th- I think, I think, I think the, the first genre that's associated with is, like, psychological thriller slash horror. Kind of thing. Well, you could also I mean, I agree with Giallo's. that, but I, I don't think that it's like a debatable film that it's not horror. Like no. two horror. Two. horror well, I did. I did message Dave. I think last does. week, and I said, "Yo, man, is everyone considering sounds horror?" Because I mean, without a doubt, I was going to be putting it into a horror list, right? But I yeah. was just curious because I didn't talk to anybody in a couple months. Because I consider Silence a horror. Yeah, I some mean, other ones I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Great. But anyways, 10 out of 10, you know, that's actually my only 10 out of 10, and it's number six. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and that he's got a list like mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, don't know. Honestly, this was the first year I considered doing that. Yeah. I think I it's like, fun yeah, to I'll man, never cause... hear the end of it. <laughs> right. You know, but it, it, it's a fantastic film, and I still love it. You know, even my dog watches it with me, and you know, she's funny, like Ruby, like she's little really Ruby. She gets scared when the dog falls down the well. No, she's no, like, oh, no she's, always, she's always interested when Hannibal Lecter's on screen. She just pays attention, you know, because you know, even like like when you listen to like Duncan and Bo do it on that commentary, he's like a lizard, yo, you know, <laughs> you know, it's fucking great, and you know, uh, you know, they do like you know, you should listen to that commentary because it's hilarious because they picture like. You know, Hannibal Lecter is the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. And Jeff Goldblum must go faster. Jeff, I'm going to get you, Malcolm. Is this a top ten or an advertisement for podcasts under Jeff. the stairs? <laughs> I'm just Jeff, come staying. Jeff, we come staying. podcast under the stairs. We all love it. Oh, I love it. He, Of course, he had, Derek had to bring up Jeff Goldfuck face on the podcast. Well, I'll picture him. I'll picture him. I'll, I'll, I'll mention him later when I get to my number one. <laughs> bronze cock fucking sucker all right who's next that would be me and my number six is child's play three chucky's gonna be a bro yo fuck yeah carly fist pump booyah yes is it a three peat dave jeremy you uh oh yeah dave had it um yeah child's play three when i was a kid i didn't really like this one that much like i would watch part one and two over and over but not really this one but i've grown to really appreciate it over the years i think it's just as fun and it has memorable characters and memorable kills um you know chucky gets a little more one-liner ish but i think it's like not too over the top or anything and uh 
Yeah, I pretty much agree. You know, the whole ending scene with like the carnival is fantastic. Great atmosphere. Um, you know, the stuff on the ride and everything is just great. Um, I think it's really cool. I mean, I used to like not. I think I used to just not be into that whole military school setting. I thought it was boring when I was a kid, okay, and I didn't. See. What is he not like military school? <laughs> Probably the guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he is very anti-gun. But dude, that scene where he is changing the bullets—that uh, used to like turn my stomach as a kid. I was like, "Oh no, this is ah, gonna scary be so fuck, bad." Right? Yeah, yeah, like it's, oh my god, it's very like mean spirit. It's like yeah, it's like, crazy. Kid, mean I even spirit, thought but... like, "Holy shit!" But um, because at that point, Chucky just doesn't give a fuck. Like everyone's going to die. It, well, he doesn't have fair, a target. He's like fucking just shoot fair. him up. <laughs> He's even more of a dick because he only changes one side's bullets. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the that's the thing, right? Well, he does yeah. that on purpose, though, right? Because, <laughs> my favorite scenes when he also looks at the porno mag. Oh, Andy, how have you grown, Carly? I think I know. I think I know why you like this movie now because you can see yourself in De Silva. <laughs> you, you are De Silva. That's right. There you go. How did I fi- you know? I figured it out, man. I figured it out. Psychoanalyst. <laughs> I, I psychoanalyzed that to shit. You're De Silva. That's it, man. Wrote a term paper on it. Cooter De Silva. There you go. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a ass like her. Like, I'd be the one doing the push-ups, being like, one, <laughs> one arm sir, push-ups. Two, sir. Except for I can't do one arm push-ups. How so many I what, sir? <laughs> I just feel like, I just feel like Drop JP tries to act like Sheldon, and then you De Silva him every single time. Me? <laughs> that's your guys's relationship man yeah yes. jp tries to be sheldon and then you just to sell him and fucking put him right back in his place that's awesome. i feel like i feel like i could be a sheldon okay uh, good <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should be but um anyway child's play three i feel like i'd almost watch this one over part two now and part two used to be that. my favorite but i don't know i give it an eight out of ten <clears> so yeah, I. It gets better with every watch. I'm, I'm telling you, man. If I'm going yeah. to, if I'm three does. If I'm going to a child's play film, I'm going child's play three every time. Every two single and time. three for me. I, I'll watch them back to back. Yeah, I'll watch three before so two any day of the week. Place that it's fun. Well, I want to watch it. I want it to be fun. Like people are like first one's a classy thriller. Yeah, about a killer doll. I know you got. <laughs> I want it to be goofy. It's a killer doll. I want it to be fun. Yeah. He has the mother from Seven Heaven. Yeah, don't forget that, Dave. I did forget that. I don't. I didn't watch Seven Heaven. Seven <laughs> I've become I've become such a big Child's Play fan over the past like I don't know like three or four years. Like I never was really into the series, but like one is is great. But mm-hmm. really, two and three is where it shines the for me. Theme music now. in part one at the end is amazing. I wish they would. Oh, have it's the fucking that greatest. Or... What's the yeah. name it's of my the favorite. Theme music when the composer sings or something? It's fucking amazing. None of us. Were I can even fuck I have no with. Fucking idea You're the guy who would know that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he's asking us. Like, dude, I'm no, so yeah, like, I'm so And you know what's fucking like weird? Three Six Mafia sampled that, and it's fucking amazing. I can even fuck, fuck with Brody Chucky, man, just because I don't know. The movie's it's a like it, it, it is, man. It's goofy and shit. Like, I love Jennifer Tilly and shit. So, but uh, that movie that, makes me laugh out loud still. Like, that, John Ritter is fucking amazing. That, that that's what I was getting at, and it it fucking kills me to see. Oh, John Ritter gets his face done so bad in that movie, man. He gets all nailed up and shit. It's brutal. I love me. John, John Ritter is the best part of that movie. He's fucking awesome. He is good, man. He, I miss that guy, dude. He was so awesome. <laughs> me too. I cried when he died. <clears throat> I'm good on number six. Yep. Yep. This is the only first time watch that made my top ten. And okay. um, wow, I had been watching a lot of this guy's movies. Um, and the, I watched the box set. I had seen this one before oh, okay, the box set came. 
and then I, I watched Gemini. So I was like, man, I was all like, I'm, I kind of like love this director at this point. Like they're all his movies are really different than this one too. And they mm-hmm. always have something to say, but it's uh Haruko, the goblin. I fucking, I mean, all the little crazy things like in the hallway, it's shot like fucking evil dead style. Yeah, like dude, I love that innovative shit. Like it's just fun and slapsticky, but also serious. So enough. cool. It, it does remind you of evil dead a little yeah. bit. And the, I like the little creatures. The, I love little creatures. You guys know that. Yeah, man. Yeah. But they're like, People head demon things. They're yeah. cool, man. It's kind of creepy. It's man. very unique. It's very and unique. There's so much cool looking shit too when they're underneath and they look up and they see the hole in the ground and they see the river and they're like, these things have been looking up and seeing it's the a, real world like for so long they wanted the, to get out. Yeah. The way I describe this movie, because I, I was a little drunk before when I was doing my episode, it's like Sam Raimi and Fulci had a baby and this would be yeah. this movie. But also, yeah. it also has this nice love story in there that only Shino would do. Like, the love story with the archaeologist, and he has the yeah. regrets. And then when he gets the th- attachment to him, he has, like, the reminder and starts to have the flashback to kind of relive that moment where he wishes he could have died. I don't know. It gets really weird when, like, the faces start to go up to, like, <laughs> the sky. And I'm like, this might be just a little too much for me. <laughs> but at that point, I'm already in 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, if that scene would have opened the movie, I would be like, I'm out, man. This is too – this is dumb. But by then, I'm already in. Like so, I'm like, you already won me over. You could Dave, fucking did, literally just say a whole bunch of dumb shit, and I'd be like, I love it still. <laughs> David, but quick no. question: Have you ever seen Nightmare Detective? No, I have. I've seen. There's a couple movies I haven't seen by him now. Nightmare Detective one and is two. Is that the Dimension but, Extreme? Then yeah, I think. Yeah, it's like if Sheena Toscomato did a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It's fucking but, awesome. Oh. That What's sounds- the one where he has with the the woman and she has the kid that she um is super protective over? What's I don't that even one? Remember it, Nightmare Detective. I've seen that it, one's but... fucking fantastic. That one's great. I, and the one uh, I own it too. I, I just don't remember the movie. Like I, I think definitely yeah, he own plays it. like Freddy Krueger in the movie. Yeah, maybe. I just don't remember. It's fucking weird. And, hmm. Dude, and Tetsuo. The first yeah. time I saw it, I liked it. The more I watch it, yeah, and think if, about if, it. If you didn't know this, Takamoto and Tetsu, he was the cinematographer. He played the metal fetishist. Yeah, yeah, he, he plays in all the special effects in it. Yeah, that's why it's an indie movie dream. Yeah, that movie is so good, and the the music in that movie is so like he he just I don't know he's special. He's oh, it's that industrial shit, man. Tetsuo, it works so good. I, I really like the first Tetsu. The second and yeah. third one are weak to the me. Second one's though, it's good. The third one's the least favorite. I don't mind the second one. The third one is whatever. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's that, it's definitely that one where like bills of the American audience all speaking English and shit like the aspect of it. This guy's always got something to say, and um, he always says something unique, and and they're just good. They're different, and um, there's like always a heartfelt thing in them. So I mean, this one's great. I, I'd give it an eight, but it'll grow on me. I really like the chemistry between the archaeologist and the student man. I thought they were fun ass yeah. characters, man. And um, it just the, worked. The, the, the janitor, the groundskeeper, too, where he's yeah. like, "Should I blow my? I want to blow my brains out or kill you. What should I do?" And then he's just like, "Kidding!" And then he walks away, and you know he blew his fucking brains out, <laughs> right? And how the faces grow on their backs—that's such a cool thing, too. Yeah. Every time, yeah, and the it's it's a weird movie, man. It's, it is you know, really just, weird, you know, but man, what and, a fucking blast! Yeah. And I think this is the last time this movie will appear, so I want to mention this. Uh, when you guys did '96. Moods mentioned a film named Oregon. Uh, that yep. was on his top ten, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the main actress of Tessu was the director of Oregon. So 
Okay, yeah. I'll have to, I have that DVD. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So you remember know, how much Brandon hated that? that? He was like, he was disgusted that I had it in my top ten. Who was <laughs> Brandon? Brandon. I think it was a little too <laughs> grotesque for him, though, man. It's nasty. I've been watching but a lot of know, Asian films. Yeah, but Brandon's weird like that too, because he, he complains. Why does the movie not have gore? And then when it has gore, then he complains. Yeah. And he hated you know, Golden Glove, and it's just like Golden Glove maybe just a little too disgusting and and miserable for him. He 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 really kind of. Uh, doesn't like the super downbeat films lately i've noticed yeah that's true too golden glove yeah, was, was great so man i like it a lot it's great man really great yeah, that's like sick though i got sick kind of it, it is Harley a doesn't fucked up like movie. a lot of the miserable films either but i eat them up yeah, yeah I, I like, like i love depressed. feeling depressed or i wouldn't feel anything me too that's horrendous <laughs> or maybe it's just i like watching them and i'm like hey i don't got it that bad Right, yeah. That's kind of how it is. Like, I watch something like The Girl Next Door, and I'm like, yeah, I thought I was having a bad day. Or Menace to Society. You're like, <laughs> at least I ain't getting shot today. Yep. True that. Yeah, but those ones make It's so sad when Kane dies in that. Yeah. It's fucked up. That makes me... Spoiler for Menace to Society. What makes we spoil, didn't we, didn't we spoil that? I'm fucking no more than hell. We spoil everything. <laughs> Just bringing up movies that have absolutely nothing to do with 91. <laughs> right. Remember in Reservoir Dogs where they pulled... Spoiling every that too. Fuck it. Awesome. Kurt, awesome. Like, yeah. yeah, it did actually. Boys in the Hood came out in 91. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Society did the better movie. Did you say better? What? I, I don't know. Oh, it's better. debatable, man. They're, they're actually two like, of my favorite like movies of all both, time. But I think I gotta go boys, man. I've only seen boys once. I see Menace like uh, twelve times. Well, well, I'll give you the like. Oh, Singleton knocked that all. out the park, man. I don't know, but the Yugs brothers, all their films are masterpieces, in my opinion. I even even, even American out. Pimp that they did was fucking they great. They made man. a bad movie. No, the Hughes Brothers, like, they hit with everything you? they did. You know, Singleton yeah, was pretty we watched close, it together. too. John Singleton way off topic, but sad. I don't. Yeah, John Singleton <laughs> was, like, he, he hit like, with a lot like of Car- stuff. Car- Car- Carly, it would blow your mind if you watch From Hell and be like, the guys who made Menace Society made a period piece. You know, it's like a nuts. Dead well, Presidents is a period it. piece, too. Yeah, well, Dead Presidents <laughs> is like three movies in one. It's so cool. Vietnam movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, and I saw and I saw a book of Eli in theaters and watching Denzel Washington act with Gary Oldman's like orgasm pool for me. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. They did that one. Yeah, oh, that's a good movie. That. I like that movie. book of Eli. That shit's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gary good. Oldman and Denzel Washington <laughs> get out of the part. And, oh, it's fucking amazing. I feel like Gary Oldman's on the cusp of being washed up. Uh, like just the roles he's taking like lately and it's just like ah this isn't this is why like he must be an asshole or something because he's like one of the greatest actors of all time well he's a character actor he takes character roles you know yeah he, but you know what i'm saying no like is they're not the same caliber movies uh, well he's still amazing like in like dawn of the planet of the apes he's still fucking great and you know and it's a smaller role for him yeah Who did you did up? you ever see american pimp I have the documentary. It's fucking cool, man. About pimping in America. It's fucking cool, man. Like the players' ball and shit is like real stuff. But yeah, well, Hughes brothers are dope, remember, man. Like they're like the only people that like directed fucking. They directed like Tupac <laughs> videos and then they directed fucking corn videos, man. It's fucking cool, man. That's dope. How the fuck do we do this? Every, we just it's got on the Chris topic Farley of Hughes brothers. Swear to God, Hughes you ever brothers. see Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Farley show. Yeah, I did, Chris. Hey, hey, hey Moods, Moods, Moods. Yeah. Moods, 
side before we move on, you know, one of the Yugs brothers, I think it's Albert or Alan. I, I don't <laughs> know. Not even on the list. It's Albert. But, <laughs> not even from '91. But but, but, but but this awesome like caveman movie, one of them did called like uh, 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 primitive. I think it's called. It's fucking awesome. Man. Oh, really? Like, oh. like, like Jaka. <laughs> Damn. Remember in Boys in the Hood, whenever he like passes SATs and then he, but he was dead. That was sad. Remember Bernie Max and Dirt? Don't be a menace in the hood. I, I wonder what Jeremy's number piano. six is. I'm very curious. It's Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking. It, it's actually my Get turn it, since Dave just went. Black ass. Oh wait. Oh, I wonder what moods is number six. Number six, please. Okay, so coming in at number six for myself is also going to be a shocker. And it is the Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Silence uh, of the Dicks. I couldn't believe that Derek had a number six. I was like, that's fucking crazy. Because that's where it was sitting on my list. Um, yeah, so people are screaming at their fucking their speakers right now, but whatever. These are favorite lists. I love Silence of the Lambs. I think it's a great movie. You know, it's smart. It's a great psychological thriller horror film with brilliant performances. I mean, even from, you know, Jodie Foster's believable accent. You know, I think... You know, Anthony Hopkins' performance in this is like a clinic. Um, just every performance in this movie is just fucking yeah. So phenomenal. Jodie Foster, it kills it too, man. She's really good. She is really good in this movie. Like, I don't know, man. There's just so many great scenes. I, I, I just still think the scene where Hannibal Lecter is after he's taken out of his confinement cell and he's brought to like that place and he's in like that huge ass fucking cell and he makes his escape is just it's such a brilliant scene. Don't it's, forget fucking Bob from fucking Batman. A bug cocoon Tracy was in her Walter. throat. Yeah. A bug cocoon was in her throat. How yeah. the fuck do you know every actor's name, Dave? Jesus well, I Christ. I just watched the Tracy say... Walter movie today. I don't know. Tracy Walter's amazing, Conan Destroyer. Come on, guys. And I love how Derek's like, scene. you can't forget about this person who wrote and it's this like, movie. We don't even know him one. to be able to forget. Me and Derek yeah. suffer from mental illness. Leave us alone. That's that's why we were recruit. Well, spoiler alert: me and Dave are like in the process of creating a character actor prog- podcast. Want to do a character actor podcast? Mm-hmm. We're, we're we want to be on the Twenty Two Shots Network that you guys are going to make. Yeah, yeah man. Said, yeah, okay. Some of the greatest performances, man. Fucking Buffalo Bill. Oh, dude, so dope. Push the lotion. Oh man, I love that shit, man. It's so great. Where's my trade off? Where's my trade off? Ooh, auto trader. Where'd you find <laughs> 69 Hemi. 12,000 bucks. Fun fact. Fun <laughs> based the voice of fucking uh, Chris off of Ted Levine. Just want to say, Silence of the Lambs. Really? Really? Dog. A little freaky. You know what I've always wondered in Silence of the Lambs, though? At the end of the film, when. You know, he's talking, Hannibal Lecter's talking to Clarice and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go have an old friend for lunch. <laughs> I love that the way he says it, you know, it's like not eat lunch with a friend. Ch- I'm going to have an old friend for lunch. And he's obviously talking about eating Jack Crawford. And, um, no, he's eating Dr. Chilton. Is, is he, is it Chilton or is it Crawford? Yeah, it's Chilton. It's Chilton. It's oh yeah, yeah, it is Chilton. Yeah. Anthony Hill. That's yeah. right. Yeah, totally. And, um, yeah, of course. And, uh, I always wondered what he was going to have for sides with that. <laughs> well, Probably some of that bad wig he was wearing. Because it's well, just like him walking down the street, you know, and it's like, you know, and then that bad blonde wig and stuff. Why did I say Jack Crawford? Yeah, it's fucking chill. I'm, Dave, I'm you super, brought up wigs but, like three times. A lot of bad and, wigs. And you know, the, you know, I actually really love Hannibal because it actually is like a love letter to Giallo movies. 
as a side note, you know, you know, it, it really shows when they cast the the main actor of Black Belly from the Tarantula as the main Italian detective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Because you know, he, he talks about eating father beans and you know having Keontae and shit like that, and you know eating liver and shit. But I was like, what kind of sides is he having for fucking Chilton, man? I'm like, that's awesome. I don't know why I said Jack Crawford. I'm fucking stupid. Um, but anyway, it sounds a little. That lambs. would be a fun franchise to do. I haven't really. I've only seen two of them. I think. You didn't see Hannibal Rising? Oh, God. That's the one I seen. Dude, Hannibal yeah, Rising was fucking terrible, man. You, wait, you never like, seen Manhunter? Uh, yeah, I watched it for 86, and I didn't like it. I like Manhunter I lo- a lot, I, lo- I love it. I actually like it better than Red Dragon. Mm, I don't know. I don't really care for Red Dragon all that much. I like Cannibal. Eh. Or, I mean, can- did I say Cannibal? Hannibal. Um, Hannibal, Manhunter, and Silence of the Lambs I like. Yeah. Yeah, Hannibal Rising was fucking terrible, man. I, I couldn't stand that shit. It was horrible. I like, I like Silence that. of the Hams better. Silence of the Hams, Dom yeah. DeLuise? Yeah, yeah. Silence of the Hams. You're fat, you're black. You were dating someone in New York, but things didn't work out. Sorry. <laughs> is that a spoof movie? It yeah, is. It's, it's a psycho in Silence of the Lambs spoof. Oh, dude, that's a, how have I never heard of Sounds it? Of the the you've, never, you've never heard of Silence of the Hams? Oh, my God. Come on. Billy Zane plays Joe D. Foster. Oh my god, I want to watch it. But you know what I really like? Billy Zane's the greatest actor ever. He's better than his sister. Let's just put it that way. I love the character, like the Hannibal character, man, because a lot of people are like, man, it's just so far-fetched and stuff. And I'm like, man, the character's written so well because, you know, he is, he's a master of psychology, right? And he just knows shit. And, you know, I think some people kind of look at it as like, it's maybe not as supernatural and stuff. You know, like the scene where... Clarice comes back from discovering the head and stuff where she cuts her fucking leg up and shit and he's like oh you know you're bleeding kind of thing he's like how the fuck did you know that but then she figures it out right away she's like of course you would know that you know kind of thing and like it kind of plays on this supernatural level but it's not it's just the character's that smart and he's so he's so endowed with you know that psychology of of what he does and I think it's just fucking brilliant man it's absolutely brilliant if you watch the way the dialogue and the way the story is told and shit it, to me, it just comes off super believable, you know, but mm-hmm. that's me. That's me. And uh, <clears throat> I've, I've heard people say, you know, it's like, it's a little bit unbelievable at times and shit. I'm like, no, because that's what his whole realm was. You know, he studied psychology and he, he worked, the, you know, he worked those realms in people's minds and shit. And that's how he worked it to his advantage and stuff. And, you know, that's how yeah. he can manipulate and do the things that he does and, and, and how he knows things too. Right. Because he knows everything about that. And, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if you, especially if you watch like the series Hannibal, it shows like the back which I've never seen, but like there even more yeah. where you know he's solving cases with the the Will Graham character from like Red Dragon slash Manhunter okay. before like Red Dragon, yeah, you know, and it, it builds into that more. And mm-hmm. I, mm. I do recommend that show if you are a man. <laughs> but I just I just think with the, so without even everybody having everybody recommending that show, I'm never watching it. Yeah, I just uh, I, I just feel like, without having I've the backstory. <laughs> of like this character like when you watch this Hannibal Lecter character like it just comes off as being super believable I think the the writing is perfect for him like for me I never went like oh really like what the fuck that doesn't make sense you know kind of thing but you know and, and sometimes when you try to dwell, dive into movies like this and try to write something smart sometimes it come, comes off a little bit ridiculous you know I think in this yeah, case it doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't I think everything is super calculated and it makes sense with his background and what he did and how he knew shit and you know, at the end of the day, he ended up getting caught, but I mean, it happens, right? But, um, 
but you know the flip side to that is that he figured it out and he escaped and he doesn't die you know i love that about this character and it's, it's fucking brilliant it's absolutely brilliant um, only to be tried to be captured by gary oldman secondly <laughs> spoiler gary oldman's a hannibal yep that's right well gary oldman's fucking one of the best actors ever one of my favorites uh 10 out of 10 in at number six fuck yeah all right jeremy all right, number six for me, first time talking about this one, and that is Body Parts. Mm. Yeah. This movie reminded me of a Tales from the Crypt episode. Kind of has that kind of feel to it a little a bit. A lot of movies from this year reminded me of, like, anthology episodes. I almost yeah. watched the season of Tales from the Crypt just to compare from 91. <laughs> <laughs> from the but, writer of The Hitcher, yo. Yeah. I just... I just like this movie. I think the idea of, you know, it, it, it is a little bit Tales from the Crypty up a little bit of taking somebody else's arm and putting it on, uh, you know, an evil scientist trying to, you know, come up with a, a way to swap a evil person's arm and put it on another person's arm. And that arm, you know, possesses the person. Very, uh, you know, not the most original idea, to be honest, but I think it, it plays out interesting. And Brad Dwarf does. A pretty good job you know he's great in everything so um mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see him show up and i think it's that's probably the most interesting part of the movie is the it's like the support group of these three characters who all have had uh you know somebody this person's body part placed on them it's pretty uh interesting to see how it plays out but you know overall i just i just had a really good time with this one i really liked it uh the acting's good. This is a well-made movie, and um, I gave it an eight out of ten. It's a studio film, so you knew it's you know it's probably gonna have higher production value and all that kind of jazz. But fuck yeah, Jeff Fay, one of my favorite character actors, and actually one of my favorite westerns of all time, Silverado, yo. Oh fuck really? Yeah, Silverado. I love the, the third act, man. The, the the scene where they're attached, where they're holding on each other and shit, and they're driving around. That shit's with the cuffs it's fucking awesome man. yeah it's a great scene intense. it is really intense because you're like man this shit could get real bad any second <laughs> uh, Brad this, great this and the yeah. unborn are like a good double feature i watched those back to back red dwarf like, is always good in shit though man the, 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 so is Paul ben Victor. The, the, just this movie in general where kim fucking, delaney she's fucking Jeff hot Fitt. man she's when you just hot. see like this is a moment where me and dave kind of nerd off when we see jeff Fay and brad durf act with each other it's like a nerd moment for us right well i yeah. like the paul ben victor stuff was really good too yeah yeah it was fucking house guest guy dude yeah man paul ben victor is man. such an underrated actor man I, that guy he always pulls stuff. off shit man every he's time good. you see that guy and stuff man he's just he's always so good in it man yeah for sure I remember him in uh, i think he was in fucking tombstone or something yeah, this he's, is definitely he's one I out. wanted to rewatch. I didn't get a chance to rewatch this one. This is one I wanted to rewatch for, this, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's well made. It has everything going for it. So. Yeah, I was happy the Screen really Factor put out the Blu-ray because I had the VHS, but I was like, man, we need a Blu-ray of this shit. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. shots. Okay, I'm reloaded. Five, four, three, two, one. JP, you want to give us your number fives into the top five? Yeah, breaking into the top five. This is another repeat. I think we're probably going to start seeing those more often, but it 
was a long time ago. I think only one other person had it, and it is Stephen King's Sometimes They Come Back. I knew this would be somewhere on your list. I just didn't know where in the top five. Damn. Yeah, I love this movie, man. I always have. Uh, it's Ugh, a it's a title to me that I used to watch all the time as a kid on like the sci-fi channel and stuff. It would always air. They used to do like marathons for Stephen King's birthday back when they were cool before Sharknado. And uh, hey, fucking Sharknado yeah, I, awesome. I think it's a very downbeat movie. It's super depressing to me. Um, you know, this this dude's whole life revolves around the death, the tragic and shocking death of his brother that he was witnessed when he was a child. Uh, the bullies like coming back and you know in his own head like he's like this is kind of weird but he doesn't you know it's obviously you're not gonna be like these are the people that came you know they came back they're the same people Especially but as more of them, had a breakdown yeah as more of them start showing up it becomes like wait a minute you know and and but it first it's always it's one of those things where it's like there's a supernatural element where everybody thinks you know what he's seeing isn't what everybody else is seeing so it, he's really in a you know horrible spot you can't really like how do you what are you gonna do uh i actually read the short story it's very similar only a couple minor differences in there uh but i like the style you know it it feels very king like dave said earlier you know with the the greasers and the, the the muscle car and stuff very very reminiscent of like it too um i just think that the the hazy look to it the tragic story it's kind of a basic movie like it, it doesn't have a ton of special effects or anything right. uh what well, i think it was a tv movie but i could be wrong you're correct it is a tv movie makes yes. sense but i like it um the train the train the little train section is kind of a cool moment you know he's like getting out of the car he's like hey kid <laughs> you know and then he just runs away crying and shit like you would as a kid and uh i like the town you know, it has that small Stephen King town feel, but I mean, it was kind of dumb for him to move back there, honestly, dig up yeah. all the old demons, literally. <laughs> yeah. He had no yeah. choice, though, because he was like a, a shining teacher. Like, it has that correlation with the shining, too, how Jack basically was a fucked up teacher and he had to go take a job he didn't want. I think the point is that he, he, I think the point is that he was destined to go back, though, because he kind of got ran out of his big time school teaching job and mm-hmm. then ended up back yeah, there. Like I, th- I think it was his destiny to end up there. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Tom Berenger and the substitute just throwing kids out of the fucking window. <laughs> but you know, the scene that always gets me with this movie every time, well, especially when I find out it's a Dino De Laurentiis production, this movie is like, the movie they rent is King Kong 76. No one rented King Kong 76. Yeah. You know, I'd rather watch 76 than fucking 05 or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I well, you're going to be like watching 76. 05 very soon, buddy. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but, not, yeah, I'm not know, excited like, about you know, that, actually. You know you know that like side story? No one cried for Jaws, but I cried for Kong. You know, my Kong will make people cry. You know, Deal <laughs> Hunter's talking. You know, Jim, Jim Belushi did that skit about it like back in the late 70s. It's fucking funny in that aspect. He's like, I'm going to throw King Kong in this motherfucker. <laughs> Right, right. Um, but yeah, overall, just think that it's very solid. I, like this is a film that I looked at and I was like, yeah, this is definitely making my list. I don't know where it ended up higher than I expected. Thought it would be like in the the early parts of it, but yeah, five feels right for me. Uh, so I gave that an eight out of ten. But but you know the aspect of it <laughs> I I like too is like you know it, it's well acted. You know Tim Allison and Brooke Adams. Uh, you know play the you know the husband and wife in this movie. Forgot Brooke Adams in it. She's great. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, it's well acted and well casted in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, She's got like a sweet a... face. Like, I want to marry Brooke Adams. She's also in the Unborn this year. Yeah. Have you ever seen the sequels to this? Yeah, oh, sometimes they're... they come back yeah, for the more. Yeah, the one with Hillary Frank and Michael again. Gross. Yeah. Again, and they come back for more? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched Again for 96. I've never seen for more, but Again was... Uh, it was for night. It was yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the. I, I thought it was all right. It was um. I used to it like has, it. Has uh, the chick the the chick from uh, uh, Bride of Chucky in it. The friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. the Arquette. Alexis Arquette. Oh. Back when as a was, dude or as a dude or as yeah. A, it, 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 yeah, he was still a uh, as a guy. She was still pre-transitioned. Let me be Alex. Alex Arquette. Then it was yeah. like during the time of like Children yeah. of the Corn Five. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. When that came out. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Hmm. Right. But, any- but anyways, my number five, actually my second favorite Wes Craven film of all time, People Under the Stairs. I fucking love this movie. It's fucking awesome. Uh, what, uh, what can I say that already hasn't been said? Uh, the main thing that elevates this movie for me, especially being a Twin Peaks fan now, is the casting of uh, Evan McGill and... Uh, what was the name of the the actress who plays the sister? Wendy Robbie. Wendy Robbie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, if you haven't watched Twin Peaks, they actually play husband and wife on that show. And you know, actually, Wendy Robbie was cast as. Uh, and they're portrayed the as hun- husband and wife in this until you find out they're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's great to see them in something else besides Twin Peaks. But you know, as a diehard Twin Peaks fan, you just like. Fuck, this is fucking great, and I always loved Evan McGill. Yeah, they're great. Now. You, know, you know, and you know, especially in like Silver Bullet and fucking uh, uh, Under Siege, Under Siege Two. Two. Fucking <clears throat> yeah, uh, Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, you know, like going way back there, Dave. You know, it's fucking great. And Bing Rames, I always love Bing Rames. Marcellus Walls himself. I'm gonna. Ke- Kelly Jo Minter is someone I always like seeing. She's in Popcorn from this year too. She's also in Elm Street Five. She hasn't yeah, done yeah, a whole yeah, lot, yeah. but I've always really liked her. She plays a sister, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's she's good in this. I forgot yeah. she's in Popcorn. Yeah, yeah, and you know it speaks to the like uh, you know like the you know that social commentary aspect that Wes Craven puts into it. Which I do dig about this movie. It actually grows on me on rewatch because when I watched this as a kid, I didn't see it as much as a kid. I see it more as an adult male, and it's really great in that aspect. It's it's actually kind of like one of Wes Craven's most underrated films, in my opinion. I agree. In that aspect of it, it it's great. I, you, I really, it. you think it's underrated? I think a, this movie's more or less kind of universally liked upon. The yeah. horror community. I I don't really think it's underrated at all. Well, well if anything, in about, my like, opinion, I think it it's a tad bit overrated because it just uh, it, it's always so. I mean, it, I mean, I, I hate saying the word overrated well, because people always associate it with being holy shit. You don't like that movie? Like, no, I like this movie a lot. I just think there's aspects of it with the comedy well, and shit it that's off putting. Part you come in from two moods for sure. A lot of my sure. friends don't like it. Yeah. I guess it's hated. It, it's it's definitely a divider. You'll really like it or you really hate it. I, I think a lot of people like it. I just don't think they give it the credit that like Scream and Elm Street and Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left get. 
Yeah, exactly. And I like this. What the fuck? How can you list off all those movies and not say Shocker? You are fucking. That's <laughs> stop interrupting people. Stop Shocker interrupting. Is and one stupid of Craven's worst films. It's fucking it's awesome. Dude, it was not Horace Pinker is my god. He's my fucking god. Horace Pinker is terrified. He's he is shit. Horace so Pinker is the He's greatest great actor villain. ever in the He's X Files. He's a great fucking villain. He's actually it's scary. Crazy. He's actually a scary villain. <laughs> I would say Shocker. Shocker's here. good. I think it's a little too long though. That's it. But I like Shocker. It's got a great yeah. soundtrack. It's just ridiculous. Fuck, I even like Deadly Friend. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's it's it elements I like that too. with fucking electricity, man. It's amazing. It's awesome. And Deadly oh, Friends, like, problems. Here? I give it... Well, I remember that was an 8.5, but the more I think about it, I'm going to give it a 9. Fuck it. 9. I love it. The more Derek drinks, the higher his ratings will be. <laughs> I'm drinking, I'm drinking we water. are going up 10 on out of 10. Stuff. You well, get a 10. You get a 10. You get a 10. Well, well to be fuck honest, to, to be fair, I am drinking water right now, so I'm sobering up. Okay. Yeah, you'll <laughs> be in La La Land in 10. about 10 minutes, so... But All yeah, right. nine out of ten. That's why I rate. Cool. Um. So my number five. I'm starting to think y'all are fake because this one hasn't been mentioned. But it's a uh, mom from the year 1991. Um. And shout out to Derek because he actually sent me this on Blu-ray, and it's one of the first ones I watched from the year. Um. But I loved it. I mean, I just like the whole concept. You know, this sweet old lady, she uh, become, she gets beat, uh, bitten by a flesh eater, and then she becomes one, and then her son is trying to be like, no, I gotta cover this up. This is my mom. She's my sweet old mom. And uh, I really dug it. I like the effects. I think um, they get kind of, you know, scary in a way. Um, I know it's considered like a horror comedy. I don't really find it that comedic but it it, is it's kind of dark comedy in my opinion yeah and i actually find it kind of sad too because it's like you know it's this like nice old lady and it's his mom and he's trying it's his mom so he loves her and he's trying to like cover up all the bad stuff she's doing which you've seen many movies like this before and i always like these type of films because they're always kind of uh tragic in a way but i found it tragic you know he's trying to help his mother out then he kind of realizes like well She's doing this, and there's not really much you can do. But it's like a common theme with you this year, man. You're finding uh, uh, you're getting all crying and shit over some of these films. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. emotional I just, and like, stuff. Need a whole box of tissues with like yeah. all of '91. I don't know yeah, what's up with that. Act, Were you on act, the rag when you watched it? The I emotional been- <laughs> theme of '91. I never even looked at it like that. But it's funny actually, that you say he calls fake with that. It's funny because I actually sent Derek a DVD of Mom back that, that's actually oh really yeah that, that's kind of odd that he up. sent you a blu-ray so he's just obviously better than me yeah um, he's one-upping you yeah right he told me one up me but I spoiled uh, carly she knows that yeah you know right it's all you you know but uh <laughs> you know but the thing i always liked about this movie it's like i don't want to actually spoil what the the this type of movie is for people who you haven't seen spoil it. it everybody th- these it's, are it's always spoilers it's a werewolf I it's a werewolf movie. Not exactly a werewolf. There's some it's like sort of vampire werewolf. Flesh eater. Yeah. Flesh eater could be anything. It's like a shapeshifter. You know, yeah, she it's changes a generic it monster, really. You know, yeah. but, but that kind of looks thing... like a werewolf. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like a different it, no, take of werewolf, you know, in that sense where it's the full moon that reacts to, you know, the more the full moon comes out, it reacts more to the hunger mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. sense. And, you know, I know you guys don't like the horror show, but I really love Brian I don't James. Mind the horror as show. This 
Well, I don't hate it either as much as these guys, but Brian James is fucking amazing as the oh. stranger that comes at the beginning. He's great in this. I fucking hate that. Yeah. It's you love him. Like, oh, no, he's good. No, but the horror show. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I also got Art Evans in it and uh, Stella Stevens, which is really funny. Stella Stevens is in this because she was in a couple years later was in The, the Granny. As a horror movie, Granny. Yeah, that's so right, right. Mom and don't the Granny. The Granny's so role. fucking fun, man. Don't it's forget like, her greatest role, David. Little Devils as the the lady who owns the you know the landlord. That's like the worst <laughs> acting ever in a that. movie, but the acting is so bad, it's like it's delicious, man. It's amazing. I just think it's funny that someone was in Mom and Granny, where yeah. it's about an old lady. Del- Did you just say it's delicious? Yeah, it was. It, it was to die for. Jesus, man. Fuck I've, I've never heard that. Movie turned into a sixty-year-old woman. <laughs> That, well, it's, it's you gotta, delicious. You gotta play the part, right? You gotta play the part. Word. I hate when my mom says that word, delicious. Like delicious. What why. the hell's wrong with delicious? I, I use delicious, yeah, but I use I delicious know, like, in such an odd out. way. I use hey, it in I such an odd way. I, I use it as an Would adjective like to, to describe delicious? good or bad acting. That's just like very it. odd. It's very odd. But 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 what I was getting at when I, you know, Derek, you have to drink more water. More water. I am drinking more water now. Leave me alone, That's you damn Canadian bastard. Like <laughs> you know, but I, I like this. Come on, man. We haven't spoken like two months, man. Come on. I got to get those jabs in. You know, you know, but, you know, the aspect I always liked about it, it's a different take on this type of tale that I like. And, you know, it does. It's like if somebody is, I kind of compare this to like David Cronenberg's The Flying Away, where it's the, the it, acting as a disease is taking over like this person that you care about instead of as a metaphor where it's instead of a disease, it's actually like you turn into a fly, you turn into the beast pretty mm. much where, you know, it ends in a sad way, like where cancer would turn into a sad way in that aspect, which I kind of like that aspect of the, this tale takes and that aspect of it. And, you know, it actually has a connection to another 91 movie, as Dave pointed out, where, uh, you know, actually... <laughs> the review or Derek's review? <laughs> well, well, I'm just talking about it, because I, I do like this movie. I actually did review this on my channel, but, you know... Hey, I could talk to you, Jerry. Fuck off. What's the connection? Derek, the what connection? aspects did you like... <laughs> What's the, the aspect? Of, the aspect of this podcast is Jeremy, and I'm not really liking it. I give it a six out of ten right now. <laughs> I probably don't give something ten. Is a fair rating. Derek should drink on every show. This is great. Derek, I think you. I think you just overrated that man. Four and a half. Fuck. That's fuck the, it. That's the story. That's the story the of '91 for me, man. Hunger, hunger. Under five films, man. Under five films. Fuck. But, Good shit, Carly. I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as you did, hun. Thank you. Yes, I like the mo- like. I I like the fact that it's an old lady. That's like the big thing. You don't you don't see that in all your movies. And I gave it an eight out of ten. I thought it was one of the definite gems from this year that I never heard of before in my life, and I was excited to watch it. So that is my number five. Let's move on. Good shit. Is that me? All right. So uh, this one's been mentioned a few times. Um, I one that I liked as a kid, always watched it. As I got older, I, I hadn't seen it in a while, so I popped it in. I actually rewatched this one twice, and rewatching it again, I was like, no, I I would have put this a little higher, because this time around, I thought the satire landed, and I didn't register a hundred percent. I knew it was a comedic horror movie, and this is People Under the Stairs, like it's a horror Fuck comedy. Yeah, but it is a horror is comedy. It, but 
the satire plays into it. Like the comedy, the cartoonish stuff is is put in there for gags. Like when Everett McGill runs over and he he goes to get the shotgun and he lifts up the piano that he has all these guns and traps hidden all over the house is fucking hilarious to me. Again, booby traps and shit like Wes Craven is. Would you would would you rather see this movie like played straightforward? No. I've already no, seen no. that with Last Every House and Left. Last House and Left. I mean, that's that's not really comparable to this, though. I mean, but we've already seen Craven do that. I've already seen him do that twice, and it's it's great. I like this idea that he makes a car. It's weird, and it's ninety one. You never would get that shit even made. They would never pass the rating boards. And and Craven mixes this. Not all the jokes land. Craven has a joke. It's the every idea step. of the film I wish was played more straightforward. What jokes don't we like it like this? It's 91. It fits so much in the 91. And Everett McGill as, as that role, you would not even have him in this movie if it was a serious movie, I don't think. Because McGill plays it so great. And, and Wendy Roby, Roby, too. Those are the best part of the movie. I like Fool. I like no, that. I think that is a satire. I think it's. Yeah. I like um, that it's an urban fairy tale. It's a lot of cool stuff going on in here. And it's a lot of different ideas. And Craven is always an idea guy. And his ideas always don't come. They're great ideas, but they don't always come to fruition. He's the best idea guy. Absolutely. But he's not the best Absolutely. Director. Absolutely. This one has a lot of good stuff going for it, though. It's one of my favorite Craven movies. Um, the People in the, Under the Stairs is a great title. He's always been lucky with titles or good with titles. Nightmare on Elm Street Hills have eyes. People on, they're just so memorable. He's really good at left. Yeah. yeah. The great title. Well, well, that is we, true. It's definitely because we know a podcaster Shoot, actually named his podcast yeah. after this. I but, think um, I think this thing would be on the the top end of a five, maybe six, six or six. I don't know. It wouldn't even be in my top five Cravens, to be honest. But also, some of the dialogue's great in here too. Um, Spencer's oh, dead. You thought break. he was white before? Fucking love that line. Man. Breaking news: favorite. Candyman delayed till twenty twenty one. Okay, keep fuck going. you, Jeremy. Two okay. out of you know what? <laughs> Fucking Jeremy. Anyways, I, I love some of the lines in the movie. Um, I don't I don't know exactly if um uh the stuff. You know the girl's good; she's fine. Um, but fool's fine too. But like I said, Wendy Ropey and Ever McGill steal the show. And there's like this—I don't want to bring this up, but this is so strange to me how many people adore Wes Craven, and um, they really don't get his movies uh, the way they I see how they talk and act. They just don't grasp, you know, like what where's what, Wes Craven's from? Like you watch this movie; he has a lot of political shit in here, and, and oh, what he's big saying. time, big time, dude! It's, like, it's definitely commentary on the Reagan era, the trickle down yeah. effect shit, the yeah. uh, <clears throat> you know the inner city people. The well, which is funny because this wasn't actually. I mean, this was Bush. This was Bush at the time, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from with the Reagan stuff. But yeah, Bush was president in '91. But when was Reagan in the late '80s? '80 right? 80 to '88. Bush was. Dude, yeah, I'm Canadian. Just, I'm telling you, American Reagan history right now. Craven said that on the commentary. I'm, okay, maybe that's what he had in mind when he wrote the movie or whatever. But I'm just saying, at the time this movie came mm-hmm. out and was filmed, Bush was president. Bush. Yeah, he was more on the economics though, but yeah. he was basing off that. But I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's. It's. I, I really like it. it, and like I said, it, it has some stupid parts. Like I have an it's so ninety one. Like I said, it, it's just you have to have a rap song play in nineties movies for no reason. Like nothing but trouble, or this one ends with a rap song <laughs> well, at the end of the I money literally falling from the sky. It's so on the head sometimes that it's like eye roll, but at the same time, I love it. But no, it, it makes and sense. Some of the looks it, of the people under stairs is awesome. It too. made sense because it had that urban element to it, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, and and you got to remember that hip hop music comes from I mean, no, you have to have it. It's, stuff, a, right? it's a product of its time. It has to be. Well, in it's there. a product of but, now too. I mean, everything. But, I mean, that's the yeah, the but, music comes from what they went it's through. Not right? so. that it's how Wes Craven handles it, where he obviously Wes Craven was very sheltered. 
when he was young. Okay. And they didn't even have movies in his household. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. When Craven handles his movies, he's a little bit out of touch with humanity sometimes. But his messages and stuff, I think, are dead on. Yeah. But he somehow can't get the the human touch exactly right, i'm also that makes any sense may, maybe he's not i'm not fully convinced that you know he he's was better in with the suburbs too pulling the fucking you know maybe you utilizing the soundtrack in a movie though too maybe someone said to him like hey this might be a good idea because this, well, is, this music stand right. this this music uh, speaks to the people and this is really what it needs to be you know yeah. it needs to be I, and you know what i mean like yeah but there's some stuff that's dated too that a lot of people would rub them the wrong way and stuff but also yeah. the first time the kid runs through like the crack house or the the shitty house it's just mm-hmm. like what is this like it's just like a straight horror movie there's all these people like hey kid it's like this is so over the top <laughs> but yeah. I, I, like, I mean it's accentuated to make a point yeah it's a horror movie everything's over the top it's you know what i mean it's a horrible and that's too like each scene is like a horror movie but I the dog is the, awesome the, the which general... is actually not that far-fetched man because if you look at you know actual images of like you know urban new york back in you know the early 80s and shit like that man there was houses that in apartment buildings that were completely in shambles that actually looked like that inside and people yeah, lived in those how they look By i'm the just way... saying like that there's thirty-seven thousand people in a hallway like yelling yeah but i mean it's kind of showing that everything's just completely out of control yeah it's just completely out of control but i still think it's the way it's made is like a horror movie that scene like everything's a little scary but dogs fighting and ripping a shit but which is putting in perspective exactly how a lot of black people lived in those in those days and shit like that too it's just it's really fucking sad i mean you look at it now and you're like it's filmed like a horror movie but they were legitimately living that I believe it. That's and the, like I said, though, the way it's filmed right? is like a horror movie. And it's also a Tales from the Crypt episode just in an hour and a half again. By the, by the yeah, way, I, I agree by with the, that. Yeah. By the way, I just want to state I'm out on Dave. You Wait, what? you thought that was my number one? Yeah. Oh, I'm still got Dave. You're supposed <clears> to do it dramatically. Um, 8. Yeah. I forgot because I was drunk, Carly. I'm sorry. The, the, uh, another no, thing about the, 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 the beginning of the movie is actually quite sad where – you know, he says like, you know, your mama got the cancer and you ain't got enough yeah. money to take it out and stuff like that. And it, it just puts it, you know, a lot of weight on this kid's shoulders. Like he's a good, you could tell he's probably a good kid, but he, he's, di- and which is also a commentary his birthday too, on, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. it, it, it's also a commentary on, you know, the black community and, you know, why a lot of people resort to criminal activities to make money in the different hoods and stuff like that. And this kid, although he's good in his heart. He's got good intentions. He's still getting involved in stuff that's way over his head, like robbing these rich folks. Well, when you have lack of choices, this is what you have to resort to, right? Right. And that's what what he's telling you. Yeah. And I I think that's, you know, very, you know, out there for Craven, you know, this, this white old, older dude who grew up very sheltered and didn't even see movies until he he got to college. He always took his stories right out of the headlines. So right, yeah, and, how he and worked. He, had how he, a, worked. he really had a finger on the pulse a little bit. It really does put his, his really career out of his element into like a weird perspective, right? You know, for somebody that wasn't a movie, couldn't have been a movie fan growing up and shit, and he didn't, he didn't make fan movies. You know, it's it, it's really like interesting he what he accomplished because he he directed porns too. So it's like, man, Craven is almost like a lot of his thing is like a big rally against the status quo in general of course mm-hmm. and and you never came off like that as a person though it was weird you know no, he, he, seemed, like he seemed very grounded he very he seemed very articulate and you know he was very smart he's he knew exactly what he's doing that's yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, like, he, was, he, he was very educated in college and shit very educated but, um, it's very strange like the shit that he started i mean you look at where he was coming from and doing last house on the left is just it's almost mind-boggling it's crazy. It was almost film pornographically too yeah but it's just crazy. convinced him not to 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, like he 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 casted a lot of black actors too um, in his films, which was pretty cool. Not all the time, but you know, definitely more than some directors. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, so, oh. people on stairs, man. Like I good said, shit. um, good shit. On him, uh, like he's not one of my top five favorite horror directors. But if I were to say like the two nicest ones that I would want to hang out with are most definitely George Romero and Wes Craven. Like Wes Craven is him and George Romero are the coolest. You can just tell. It's just like good yeah, guys. Just chill. They're you nice. Just tell good people. The act oh man, I would good love people. to have talked to Romero. Just sit down, have some beers. He'd smoke like smoke fourteen packs of cigarettes. Well, I don't smoke anymore, but <laughs> he'd smoke like fourteen packs. I'd be dying of lung cancer myself. But uh, I think you'd be a phenomenal Imagine man. fucking Romero and John Carpenter having a smoking contest. <laughs> I always just remember Romero like laying up a cigarette on that one hundred scariest movie moments, and I was like, <laughs> I hope Carpenter. Like he really doing just well. had to have one right here. Because like he Carpenter's still doing a, music, a smoker. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, yeah. Carpenter smokes like a chimney too, but he's out on too. tour and he's I, making music. Like he's a busy motherfucker, that guy, man. And like. I just don't want him to one day be like, oh, I'm dying. I'm like, fuck, dude, stop smoking. It's not cool. We still good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, vi- John Carpenter's a big video game fan, which you wouldn't yeah. expect. But then again, man, if you're in your 80s, and you're, I mean, and you're still, obviously, you're alive if you're in your 80s, but if you might as well smoke. I mean, fuck you. You only got oh, so much time left anyways, right? Like, you you're probably not going to live to 100. In every interview, he's still alive. Fuck it. Yeah. He, it's got him this far. Yeah, Carpenter smokes like a chimney, and he still sounds pretty good. It's crazy. I I don't know what the fuck. Doesn't Carpenter like looks like he should have died twenty years ago. I wonder if he still. Well, the Carpenter song, has the theme song from Big Trouble in Life. To Big me, it seems like he hasn't trouble. aged in thirty years. Like he hit that plateau, yeah. and he just he kind of he was old when he was young, and now he's yeah. old and he still looks <laughs> exactly. the same. He just stayed the same. Yeah, <laughs> he's like Telly Savalas. That dude was never young. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones was born in his sixties. <laughs> and it's crazy when you look at his son Cody. Like he looks like his dad, but he has his mom's afro hair. <laughs> There's the Joey Diaz laugh. That's right. I don't think I've ever seen Telly Savalas young. So no, that dude's never been young. Never no, been young. Never been young. Moods. Ever. What's your what? What's your uh, five? We oh, have five. It wasn't me. Okay. Um, coming at number five is um, I believe this is the f- uh, first repeat. I think this is just the second time it's been brought up. Um, is Highway to Hell? I think Jeremy has it on his list too. I yep. love this movie i rewatched it again last night because i just love this movie it was the first movie i watched for 91 and it was the last because i'm weird like that i do shit like that um i don't know if I, it's weird i think all the all these lists that i do i always watch a movie first that ends up making my top 10 it's fucking strange little fucking weird fact about me but anyways i would hell we talked about it, man. We brought up a lot of shit, but it's just a fun ass movie, man. There's so many, so many great cameos in this. I'm really actually surprised Jeremy didn't bring up the Gilbert Gottfried Hitler cameo. Well, I he played about that. He plays Hitler, and it's fucking this, this hilarious. Is the first movie I watched, so I forgot. Yeah, it was me too. Oh man, I love the Gilbert Gottfried playing Hitler. is fucking hilarious, man. It's just so good, man. Of course, you got Jerry and uh, Ben Stiller. I love the scene with Ben Stiller when he fucking starts yelling. <laughs> yelling at the chick he's like he's like you fucking vegetarian bitch i tried to give him my best cut <laughs> i love that shit he's cooking eggs on the fucking sidewalk and shit it's good shit man um just a fun ass movie so many cool things that i feel like every like i said like before earlier in the show i feel like every time i watch this movie i pick out something different you know just how shit's named or what's going on and stuff it's just um it's fun as hell man and chadlow freaks me out 
Am, am I not the only person that's freaked out by Chad Lowe because he looks identical to his brother, the, but it's not well, Rob Lowe? Well, the only person that's freaked out is his ex-wife, Hillary Swank. He was married to Hillary Swank? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, um, we know who the talented one was in that relationship. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's just lots of fucking crazy shit, man. Like, Lita Ford's in this movie. She plays, She has a quick little cameo and shit. I actually met her one time. Lita Ford, of course, was part of the really? movie. Yeah, I met Lita Ford one time. She was part of the Runaways, of course, with uh, Joan Jett and shit like that. They were one of my favorite bands. And it's fucking Lita Ford. I mean, everyone knows Lita Ford, but uh, she plays that hitchhiker um, or whatever the type character, I guess it is. But but yeah, I actually met her once in real life. It's kind of cool. Wish I had a picture with her because yeah, she got some boobs on her. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, fun-ass movie. Enough said about Highway to Hell. Did you guys not like this movie? or I liked it a lot. I, don't I liked think, it. Yeah, I, don't I, think, it. Yeah. I had fun with it. Good. Yeah, I it, wish I would have rewatched it. It was one of the first I watched too, because I was like, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I was excited to put it in, so I watched it early, which I feel might have. It's just got that really. It would be. It's got that really kind of wholesome setup to it. You know, it's very quick. You know, it's about this couple that's going to get married in Vegas. They're kind of you know doing. They're going against the grain and going to Vegas and stuff. They decide to take this back eloping. road and stuff. And I just I love this whole concept with the hell cop and shit. Yeah, they're eloping and stuff. But they, of course, they stop for gas, and you know the the owner of the gas station has had a run in with this hell cop and shit, and he knows kind of what's going on and stuff. I just love the whole setup. It's just it's awesome. It's great. Kirsty Swans. I wish she was in it more. You know, I mean, she's trying to be you know saved. Really, she's not in the movie a whole lot, but she is though. But lots of cool ass characters and shit. I just. Ah, it's great, man. I love the. I think I mentioned it before, though, too. The um, the uh, the tow truck. It was AAA, but it was like, what was it called? Arch Ar- Anarchy of Ar- I don't know. Whatever. It's just like straight satanic. It's kind of a giveaway. What's coming later and stuff. I thought that was kind the of little cool. kid in this movie is pretty annoying too. Forgot to say that earlier. The the thing with the little kid that's actually kind of shitty is that he looks at the camera like six times in the movie, <laughs> and they never cut it out. They never did alternate takes or whatever but he looks at the camera too many times and it's just like fuck are you serious man you're breaking the fourth wall when you shouldn't be breaking the fourth wall it's kind of fucked but anyways highway to hell absolute blast i'm so glad that kino put this out on blu-ray because it's a beautiful transfer yeah i gotta sounds, pick that up yeah it sounds and looks awesome it's just <laughs> like i said the rewatchability of this one is through the roof i've watched the blu-ray probably four or five times now since i've had it and it's great it's absolutely great uh eight out of ten for myself um it is yeah top five sweet jeremy all right my number five is the fox tv film the haunted really i liked it a lot man i liked it too actually i liked it too it's fun good movie yeah this movie's pretty cool it's cool if you don't know this movie has uh the warrens in it and they're not main characters they're they're kind of just you know they're in a little bit of the film but it's cool to it's cool to see those characters in a in this movie because you know you kind of just think of them as you know Amityville and The Conjuring, so it's cool to see them pop up in, in something different. So this is you know it's a very basic ghostly story about a family whose house they move into is you know has some ghost spirits living in it, and it's pretty basic by the numbers in that sense. But I feel like all the performances are really good. I think the dad. It does a really good job. I can't remember his name, but I feel like he does. Jeffrey Demon. Yeah, he's probably yeah. Dale from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, Dale. He's in The Hitcher. He's in Storm of the Century. Blob remake. Christmas he's Eve. He's in Old Frank Three Miles. Yep. So you know, I feel like 
you know, he does a great job in this role, and I feel like our lead mother, she does a great job too. And, you know, it's just a really fantastic TV film. It doesn't do anything to overstay its welcome, and it's not, you know, overly bloody or anything like that. It's just a good, suspenseful, made-for-TV film from the early 90s. And doesn't have a DVD release, again, which is unfortunate, but it's still a really, really great movie, well-made, and it has some creepy moments in it. So I give it an 8 out of 10. Wow. I thought it was yeah. so creepy when I was a kid. Like that part where they're at the they're camping and she sees like the spirit yeah. followed them. I remember like being so scared. And I didn't know what the movie was called for years and years and then I saw someone review it and I was like, Holy shit, that's a movie. It doesn't hold up as well, but like it's still really creepy. Yeah, I mean, and also Miss 90s families, like they, how they're portrayed, yeah, like dude. they're religious, but they're not fanatical. They celebrate yeah. Halloween. They generally love each other and they're not overly strict. Like you can't go on a date. This is like, dude, I remember this was pretty much the norm when in the 90s. Like you weren't. Yeah, now fucking, it's always. Now angst. everybody's a fucking asshole. Like everybody's like so fucking Like the kids extreme. are always like angsty and shit. Like it's yeah, not like or, the wholesome family. Or their parents won't celebrate Halloween because they're religious fanatics or just, or they're like, you can't go on a date. You're a slut. Like, dude, it's like fucking most people are normal like this. They're yeah, like the, this. you know, the, the, <laughs> the dad, the dad drinks beers and all that. You know, yeah, like, like a couple beers, not like a yeah. drunk. It's like, dude, this is yep. this is '90s normal American life right here. Yep. Except without the ghost, there's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jeffrey Demond gets raped, which is really weird. Yeah, that, isn't that crazy for the TV film, man? Yeah, he totally like, gets like there's Fuck, male rape in a TV movie. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Better than it should be. That's I gave it I seven and a half out of ten. I really enjoyed it. It was the first time watch for me. I'd never seen it before, but I me was too. actually quite uh taken back by it. I was like, damn, they got the Warrens in this shit. It's like the in-between film between Amityville and fucking uh you know the conjuring films. I'm like, this is crazy. This is based on a true story, too. This it is, is one man. of the biggest true ghost stories in, in America. Yeah. 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 I actually I read up on it after and I was like, damn, this thing is maybe it's not America. There's one that happened like this in Britain too. I can't remember if that's the one that you know what I mean, but still. Yeah, this was in America. Yep. Yeah, I was watching I was watching old challenge the challenge, like MTV's challenge. And in one of the seasons, like one of the earliest seasons, the Warrens are actually in it. <laughs> like the real <laughs> Warrens. <laughs> wow. Weird. <clears throat> is it me? Okay. Uh, my number four, probably the most controversial out of like the is it horror titles. Um, when I started this list, I said no, and then when I rewatched no, it, that'll I was be your like, number you know what? one. What's that? That'll be your number one. Because <laughs> your number one's never horror. So no, come on. <laughs> gonna say, he's gonna say Cape Fear. I know. <laughs> Jeremy's correct. Uh, Cape Fear. Oh, uh, see, no, it's straight thriller, man. It's not horror at all. Yeah, I don't know. I can't well, get on board with this being horror. People involved in it. Shit. I just don't think characters. it's horror at all. Like, it's a great. I love Cape Fear, man. I think. Oh man, it, it's just. De Niro knocks this shit out the fucking park. Man. Everybody does a great job in this movie, but it's thrilling. It's scary. It is, but it's a fucking thriller, like top to bottom, man. Well, well the only thing that I would I would argue with it is the cinematography's shot like a horror film. Freddie Francis think... shot the the Innocence, does a lot of the same shots from the Innocence, and it has like Freddy that psychological camera guy. I mean, I well, would say maybe the third act is probably the most. Horror. That's what kind well, of. So it's a horror yeah. to the people that are involved in the movie, the characters themselves. They're being horrified by this dude, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. No but problem I mean, with me, anybody that's... else considering it a horror movie, but I, I personally say, don't but either. it personally, I see it as a thrill. It's it's mm-hmm. they're being scared. It's like a thrill, you know. It's and like JP, I don't know. JP calls unhinged horror. This is horror too. 
you know what? I, I De Niro is that... so fucking good in this movie, though, man. Like, mm-hmm. he's so goddamn good. This is actually Counselor, one of my favorite, one of my favorite De Niro performances of all time is in this film. He's just as that southern he's fucking tatted fucking that's the only thing I could describe him as character a and he, he pulls he it off so fucking good in a Douglas fuck. I love that scene when they're smoking pot this and Raging Bull man oh, fucking knocks these out of the park man. awesome dude he got, dude. got Moods' girl in it too dude dude the scene between De Niro and Juliette Lewis there's so much dude, tension Juliette Lewis you're talking about uh, you, you, know, like you can't smoke grass you, in school yeah. But because you know what because you know what he is he's a rapist and shit and when you they're just talking you're like what the fuck is gonna happen and i forgot that scene happened because i haven't seen this in a few years and i'm like what the fuck is he gonna do to her you know like you you do get creeped out in a few scenes of this you, you can't lie about that are you talking about my girl as in juliet lewis or Jess, uh, jessica lang juliet lewis because uh, i'd fuck Jess, jessica lang too <laughs> <laughs> I would be in a human centipede with both of them. I love, I love Julia. I, you be, I love Julia Lewis, Lewis, man. Be, I would take I'd be in the, in the fucking middle. middle. I don't give a shit. I love <laughs> Julia Lewis, yeah, man. The middle I, is the worst. You're gonna give a shit when that have you ever seen her perform with her band? She's awesome, man. She's great. I have all their albums. Yeah, she's fucking awesome, man. She's a cool person, man. I love to meet her. Lewis? I'd love to meet yeah. her. Yeah, she's got. I think my I think my biggest complaint with this is I just feel like. And this is why it's not like one or two or three or something. It's John uh, Baker. I feel like it's a little unbelievable and a little over, like, I don't know. He, he, like, Juliet Lewis seems like extra dumb at times. Uh, and well, she's naive in the fact that she's grown up. She's with definitely a naive. In her ass, right? She's she like doesn't 15. know any better because she's never seen anything outside of. She's never seen anything like this before. So of course she's naive to her. I know, but I just, I just feel hero. like I would be way smarter than her. Yeah. But he's the big like bad wolf. Like I could see it like ten, but she's like hood. she's like a teenager though. I feel like I would know better at that age to be like she's this guy's definitely not my drama dumb. teacher. <laughs> Pretty much. She's the yeah. best dumb girl of all time. Yeah. Did you ever see California? No. With a K? He wanted to say it different because it's a K. Yeah. <laughs> you, did you stuttered on the California? I'm glad you. Natural, but I mean, it's like natural born killers though too, right? She's kind of the same character. And that too, like she's fucking, you know, drawn Bitty into that fuck. shit. Yeah, yeah, but then she's fucking amazing and natural born killers. Yeah. So, so why do you like this movie, JP? I mean, De Niro, right? Like that, it, it, and that's another thing why I like kind of can see it a, a little bit more horror is like the unrelenting, like I'm gonna get you back type thing feels more horror to me than than thriller. Um, but I can definitely see. I, I definitely aspect? can see. Yeah, the revenge aspect and just almost how it's like, like over the top in terms of like his wit and like how much ahead of them that he is. It just it feels, I don't know, but and then the the final act too seems a little bit more uh, horror. Uh, but I could definitely see the the thriller because, like I said, I initially even because when this was picked for the summer series last year. I said that it's you know a thriller and it shouldn't be the the top two and I and I stand by that too. I would never put this one or two. It's just not a put it as horror enough. Either. But you know somewhere in the ten, I'm okay with. Uh, yeah, the, it, this one's a perfect eleven <laughs> for me. Right, I guess so. <laughs> I, honestly, I debated it heavy before we got on and to make the thing. I was like, should I take this out? But the thing that kind of stopped me uh, was that. Honestly, like, I didn't really have a film that I was like, because this pushed Cast a Deadly Spell to 10. 
and the film that would be next with Eleven is also one that I don't consider really that horror. And then I'd have to go down a little bit. So I don't know. Um, I put it on. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's a phenomenal movie. I actually liked it more this time than I did the first time I ever seen it. This is only a second time watch for me. Uh, Robert De Niro is just a motherfucker in this movie, dude. He's like Especially such that a scene asshole. where he's like Michael Myers when he gets beat the shit out of by the three dudes and he just gets up and just fucking right. beats the shit out. Yeah, he's in control the entire time. Like even You're when he's yeah, because he's beat bad up. fucking ass, man. Let me ask you something. Have, have you ever seen the original Cape Fear? No, from I early sixties, I think. Mm-hmm. Is it good? It's a good movie. Like it. This is a remake I do like a lot better than the original. Yeah. But I like that it pays homage to the original so by casting like Robin Mitchum yeah. and Gregory Peck. No, it does. It does. Too. But this, this, I mean, De Niro's performance, though, man. My God. Using the same score, too. I think you putting know. all those tattoos yeah. on him was such a menacing look, too. Yeah. You're a Fakerton. Why am I a Fakerton? You said you didn't like De Niro because he was, like, too mean or something in this movie. When he beats no, the shit out of Lane, he's like, oh, now the fucking truth is coming out. It's not one of my favorite De Niro performances. I like to like De Niro. I don't like to This is flat. De Niro's always playing bad guy. Yeah, but he's, like, an anti-hero. He's an anti-hero in his bad roles. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when he's, he's playing a gangster. Top or something. ten list as we go along. He's doing a Brandon. Fuck. No, honestly though, <laughs> this uh, this has the best, probably the best cast in '91. Um, if you look at De Niro, Nick Nolte, Jessica Lange, um, generally Juliet Lewis, um, Robert Joe Mitchell, Don Baker, what is that? Joe Don Baker's yeah. fantastic in the movie, especially when he gets to act alongside De Niro. I love that Gregory Peck, Martin Baldwin. It's got the best cast of the yeah, year. Yeah, Gregory right? Peck. I, I love the scene. I love Gregory Peck, man. He's and Robert Mitchum has the best voice. He's like, as a law officer, I could never. Uh, it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, just Mitchum his is, little is, moment is my JP, favorite if you didn't, He's JP, literally if you great didn't in know, everything, he, man. He actually plays Max Cady in the original, that guy. Yeah. Okay. The guy who plays the cop. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, such a great name, eight. Max Caddy. I love that fucking name, too. It's a yeah, great villain name. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Nice. Well, Moods asked this question earlier. Why did nobody like this movie? But it's my number four, Highway to Hell. Fucking oh, awesome wow, you movie. had it higher than me? Holy fuck, I thought for sure I was going to be the highest with a five. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way I rank with some shit, man. It happens. But, yeah, uh, what more can I say? It's a blast to watch. Fun road horror, too, man. Road horror kicks ass. I love yeah, some road horror. It does. You man. know... You know, to make more. Actually, Where's all the Joyride more. movies? Come on, we need more. Dude, no, no, Route 666. That's the I love Rusty like Nails, one. though, man. Dude, Rusty Diamond Nails is fucking right? dope. Yeah, I double feature that with this. Yeah. I watched yeah. this and uh, the uh, the uh, Fauci film. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Not intentionally, it just happened that way. That's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah, but this one's super fun, like I said earlier. Written by Brian Halligan, who went on to direct like payback and win an Oscar for LA confidential fucking amazing that I know that fact, and you know, from the director of drop dead Fred, it makes so much more sense. Like I'll how, go get like, you your gold star. Did, did Derek just toot his own whistle? He's <laughs> like, it's fucking Kennedy. awesome. <laughs> Derek just it's, tooted his own whistle. He's like, it's so yeah. fucking awesome. I know that fact. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like awesome. a rapper who drops a line and then owes himself like, Oh, and then Chappelle. <laughs> and then he should have finished it up with Derek is the bomb. Talking in third like, person. I don't know right? you guys he was missing the I third person everything. talking. You know, he's like motherfucking Godzilla, yo. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, it's like that scene where fucking Tim Ross talks about Joe. He looks like the fucking thing. <laughs> Motherfucker looks just like nice. the thing. Nice. You know, that's my the way I really want to describe it. That's what I want my tombstone day. Remember that. But uh, all right, I'll remember that, Derek. I love you, Jeremy. <laughs> You're oh, you're now you're now seven out of ten for that comment. All right, Derek's tombstone's gonna say "motherfucker looks just like the thing." <laughs> <laughs> I think your parents are gonna appreciate that, or whoever's but, still alive. But, but it's gonna say, I... "I don't give a fuck." Ten out of ten. <laughs> Demons, ten out of ten. It's gonna say like... "Demon Gate." <laughs> nice, nice. But it's a fun movie. It's a blast. If you like road horror, I highly recommend this. 8.5 out of 10. Really love it. Man, the car that the old man gives him is the fucking bomb diggity, dude. That car is amazing. I love that shit. Fuck yeah. It's it's like solid. He's like, like, this car will get you there, but this car will get you back. I love that line. The the concept of Hell Cop is just cool in general. I agree. And plus, and plus, I didn't know it was C.J. Graham until I read the back of the fucking Blu-ray. I'm like, well, holy shit. He doesn't say His name right, is so. Sixth Jason. Yeah, I mean, I guess he doesn't really talk. <laughs> it's he doesn't talk like, in any of his roles, really. Yeah. It's not Bitch Tits Jason. From the Six and a half Jason. It's my well, favorite fun Jason. Fa- fun fact, Bitch Tits Jason directed the Red Dawn remake. Oh, for God's sake. I, I, I personally stayed away from the Red Dawn remake. I never seen yeah, it. Yeah, no shit. I love the original. But that's a John Milius thing. You can't do that. Who's yeah, clicking? No. Who the hell is clicking? It's doing fucking this? Jeremy. He's been doing this it's for like not 10 me. minutes. I swear to God, Dave? on the life of my I'm not mom, doing it. I don't even have any I drink. I don't think it was Jeremy because this I'm drink. holding my pot lighter. It's a Zippo. Oh, fuck, he's doing, doing it to himself. You're interrupting yourself with clicks. <laughs> Derek, you need. I'm back I think that, I think that water. I think that water is making you more drunk. Can you please switch back to the beer? Are you sure it's not vodka? Go back to the beer. Please. <laughs> Don't go back, back to the beer. I love you, Moose. What, what's your I, rating on that, dog? 8.5 out of 10. All right. All right. Carl. It is me. Hello. Um. So my number four is a Body Parts. Mm, yes. And you guys really like that movie, huh? I love this Great. movie, dude. I thought, I thought the really pregnancy cool. one was better. Oh, I'm no born. Way. Yeah. No way. Oh, and Unborn was good, but I don't I, like this one was more memorable for me. I just love, I love the body horror aspect. I love um, there's so many like gross out moments where he's like in bed, like trying to, you know, get freaky with his wife, and it's like, do not touch him with that fucking arm that's like also <laughs> stitched onto your body, not your real arm. It's like discut. Like I'm just like that's disgusting. Um, I just love this type of movie where you know like a haunted body part or something like that it's a crazy concept eye segment in body parts yeah i like i love that um yeah. i love that. you mean body bags body bags sorry yeah <laughs> you know it's funny yeah, Actually, I, love... I watched fucking sorry to interrupt but i watched uh um body parts and uh uh what the fuck are we talking about right now Body, body parts? No, body, body parts. Body bags. You <laughs> body saw bags. body bags and body parts. That's what you're trying to say, right? Oh, shit. I totally lost my train of thought. Never mind. Body bo- body bags is the is the anthology. That's what one. fucked me up right there. Totally. I know. There's <laughs> they're both like body horror things. But anyway, um, yeah, I like body bags too. But body parts is pretty cool. And it's got Dwayne Duke in it. You can call him Duke. 
Jeff Bailey. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, mm-hmm. Are you guys fucking kidding me? Does no one like Psycho 3? Like, is it only me? Oh, yeah. I, I watched Psycho. Psycho 3. No, 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 I no. Like I Psycho fucking... 3 made my top 10 of 86. <laughs> my number three of all time. I love Psycho 3 for a lot of different reasons, man. I think Anthony Perkins directed that, right? And he yeah. just yes. kind of got the movie. Like, there's so many. I've always said, man, he's got the greatest transitions in that movie, man. Like, there's just so much going on in there and shit. Like, he just, he was so endowed into that character and knew exactly what to do. I love fucking Mm -hmm. Psycho 3, man. I think that whole movie just works the way he did it. Yeah, I love it, man. It's it's one of my... fucking Psycho. Just fucking him. I'm sure you'd be down. I think I made a top 10 part 3s one time. I think I made a part (laughs) top 10 part (laughs) 3s and that shit was right there, man. It's true. Like, there's a lot of really good part 3s out there. There really oh, is. We, yeah, we've already talked yeah, about like Child's Play Three, my Child, favorite. Child's Play Three, man, <laughs> fucking Dream Warriors. Jeremy's fucking favorite movie. Jeremy's Psycho Three. Jeremy's favorite movie at number seven. Six. Oh, I fuck. Now I know what I was gonna say, man. Me and the wife, we watched The Unborn one night, and then the next night we watched Body Parts, and she's like, "I said that earlier." She's like, "I watched those two back to back as well." Yeah, and then she says to me, "She's like, what are all these movies from '91 like the exact same?" There's a lot of mad scientists. Mad scientists, in shit, and I'm like, she's just kind of joking when she said but, it, but she she loved both the movies though. She like really mm. liked them. Yeah. Well, we all know the best part of The Unborn is when they fucking kill a Kathy Griffin with a fucking hammer. That's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. James Caron's pretty The good Unborn was in my top I, ten for a I feel a like while, she got off like... easy because Kathy Griffin is really fucking annoying. Like, super annoying. The Unborn's cool, yeah. man. Lisa Kudrow's in that movie, too. Yeah, I know. We laughed about that. She's like, oh, it's fucking Lisa Kudrow. That's bizarre. I'm like, yep. It's weird. In a horror movie. Yeah, but Body Parts, I thought, was a really good movie. I mean, I think, like, the end gets a little bit to, like ridiculous but other than that i was like super long for the ride um jp and i tried watching this together and he uh fell into a deep nap yes and then Ah. he had to watch it by himself again but i give it an 8.5 out of 10 i think the third act man like i said before with the with the cars and shit is fucking crazy it just it's intense to me man i'm like damn dude could you imagine being in that situation holy fuck that's scary as shit but Oh, I couldn't even imagine having a serial killer's arm that was possessing me and doing crazy shit. That'd be fucked up too. But I like I love the bar they scene. Make one where the the arm like beats you off to death. <laughs> I love the bar <laughs> scene, man. When they have that like fight. Zombie. The bar <laughs> scene's <laughs> awesome. Isn't that a Ron Jeremy movie with the dick monster dick? One up. Do we still talk about Ron Jeremy? Because. I don't know. I guess Ron we talk. Jeremy's been canceled. I guess we talk yeah, about a lot of rapists canceled, on this show. But who didn't see that coming? Come on. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. This guy's fucked ten thousand or hundred thousand girls in his life. Now he rapes girls. Like what the fuck? Do you need to rape people? Like oh, I don't get it, man. Ron right. Jeremy. It doesn't my make sense. Number four is a movie that subjectively is my favorite of the year. It's the one I've watched the most. I've seen it a hundred times. So you made your lifts uh, it, objectively. It, subjectively, it's my favorite movie. So you made your list objectively, though. Yeah. Somewhat. So, I mix my subjectivity and my objectivity. If this would have been oh, technically fuck a better you. I movie. I was not intelligent enough to come up with that shit, so fuck you guys. <laughs> it's a dream within a dream, Jeremy. No, it's literally Just the truth, because it. this movie is objectively not this good. Objectively, it's probably like a six. Subjectively, I got it at a ten, so I met in the, I met in the middle, and I gave it an 8.5. I didn't meet directly in the middle. I just felt like I can't give this any lower because I, I love it this much. 
Letterboxd, I rated the fucker a 5 out of 5, but it's not a 5 out of 5. Ernest, then. It's Ernest Scared Stupid. What Damn. in the motherfucker? It's my favorite family movie, dude. I've seen this movie a million times. Ernest is genius at that shit he does. That shit's not easy. Slapstick stuff is not easy. That stuff ages better than a lot of those dated comedies that use a lot of the refer- point, reference points from the time. It's always funny when a dude gets hit in the nuts, like I said. Anyways, I love Ernest. I love the troll. I actually literally get emotional when uh, Rimshot dies. I, okay, I again, act, is I 1991 the year of the emotional film or something? Y'all need it, to start crying together and shit. When all these movies came out, I, I did cry too. Like when who I the fuck cried in any film besides Boys in the Hood in '91? I cry my eyes shot, out every time I, I watch Boys in the Hood. I don't give a fuck about kids. I give You're a fuck dog about dog lovers. Dog. I care about a dog. I have d- three dogs and a kid, and I don't cry at all. Because you're somebody, not a human being. But, but, I'm probably somebody not. Somebody with a runny nose is going to die, and that had to happen. Anyways, <laughs> I love the troll. He's great. Um, I love the idea that this is a Halloween kids movie. I love Halloween. has all the decorations I had sitting on the walls. And it's scary as fuck for kids because he literally turns them into wood. It does have he a nice aesthetic to, to bring it. Them back. Yeah, I like and the aesthetic the, of them. The opening is great too when they're telling the stories, like, and they were cursed to get dumber and dumber like, and yeah. dumber, and it cuts right to Ernest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Tim know. Barney plays like the ancestor too. It's crazy. He's like, yeah, him he's heavy like oh, Ernest World, and he oh. does that. I, I don't know. I love this movie. It's it's the one. If you tell me any of the movies on the list, like just to put in, I'm gonna put in Ernest Scared Stupid. What? When I was five years old, I loved it. Then when I was 15 years old, I, I thought you were only it. putting horror on. Y'all going to make me cry for family not really watching this, this shit, If this is not man. a horror movie, what is it? It's a family horror movie. It literally is a family horror movie about it's a, a troll. Children's, turns people it's yeah, a children's. Uh, my kid liked stupid it. It's technically scarier than 90% of the movies on this list. It's scarier than... I'm just joking with you, buddy. No, but I'm serious. Like, people say that it's scarier than Necromantic 2. It's scarier than Pit and a Pendulum. It's scarier than fucking Haruko the Goblin. It's literally scarier. There's points in here that are scarier. I'm not. It's not scarier than Cape Fear, man. Cape Fear is actually scary. Ernest scared, even though it's a thriller. Cape Fear is a fucking thriller, dude. Shaun of the Dead is considered a horror movie. I I was just thinking about this. People are like Shaun of the Dead. No doubt, people don't argue when people put that on top ten. They argue about Ghostbusters though. Ghostbusters is just as much a horror movie, if not more, than Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, because Ghostbusters is a good movie, and and Shaun of the Dead sucks. Fucking floppy donkey cocks. Yes, we know. Completely inaccurate. Sometimes, no, moves. Shaun of the Dead sucks, and Ghostbusters 10 10. is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. I, I, I rock I a poster downstairs in my house of Ghostbusters, and I look at it every night before I go to bed. I don't like and I do And I do things to my balls. Well, Ernest Scared Stupid is about a fucking troll that turns people in the wood to bring back an army of trolls. Yes, it's goofy, but there's genuine scares in it. When that girl goes to check under her bed, if you show any 10-year-old Ernest Scared Stupid right now, they'll be shitting their pants. Well, it's like Return to Oz. I'm telling you. It's like Return to Oz. It's like Return to Oz. is scary as fuck. That shit scares kids. Yeah. I was watching fucked up shit like Hellraiser at 10. Man, Disney no, and the 80s was the best. You, though. They don't make kids, uh, you know, sp- scary movies. Well, I they, said that before. They never will We've anymore because that. this world's so PC. Years. They're so scared of doing anything these days. You can't even, you can't say anything. You can't do anything. You'll never see that shit. It, that's yeah, Monster that's Squad the past. Never gets made. We were lucky to grow up in an era where we got to see that shit. You know, mm-hmm. you'll never yeah. see Our kids will never get that experience of witnessing new films like that. We can show them the old shit You're that we grew up with. the only one with kids, dude. <laughs> what do you mean our kids? <laughs> Am I and, the only one up in here with kids? Y'all fucking need to get some goddamn kids. No, you don't. <laughs> know. Really, don't get some fucking <laughs> kids. Like, what the fuck, guys? Don't get some fucking oh, thanks. kids. Could you see me as a dad? I couldn't even explain what the <laughs> I can't even imagine you having sex for fuck's sakes. This guy's so here you go, little Johnny. <laughs> he ain't even this having sex. Child's play. Jeremy Jr. Movie. 
And He's this is child play three. Yeah, like, you like sh- I can't even fucking explain that shit to you guys. How the He's hell am I gonna fucking explain it? Where you wait, yell wait. at your kid? You're like, you said the Dolphosaurus was your favorite. Now you like the Raptor better? What the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. The be- best <laughs> part is it's your favorite. It's the one you fucking bought you. The best part of that whole statement was Jeremy's gonna name his kid Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like. Think about it. Like I, I try to rate things like subjectively, objectively, and sometimes historically. Like when you come up to something like I spit on your grave, I'm, I'm the like, same way. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. a mixture. But yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid to me personally is a ten. It's not a ten on a list of the best of the year, but I put it at fucking four. That says a lot. Yeah, it's you know okay. it's like with me Return to Oz and stuff. I mean a lot of people yeah. whatever, but you know it's I think Return to Oz is technically a better movie than Ernest Scared Stupid though. Well, it probably is a better movie, but I just you know I think Ernest Scared Stupid's dirt cheap too. Yeah. It's dirt cheap. And, and there's a lot of editing errors too. Like, you see a troll get killed, and then he's in the background again. You're like, yeah. that troll just died. Yeah, that just died. Died. Troll died. 100 packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, Jim Varney, I know he was fucking a gift. A gift. I, I love that story when he fucking got arrested for the fucking whole plane full of marijuana. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that story. I never Man, Jim that. Jim Varney used to endorse our local brewery here, so he used to come into town all the time and do all these photo shoots and shit. We had him like all over our beer and stuff. It was, it was fucking cool. Nice man. ass. Was he nice? You ever meet him? <laughs> I never met him, but my uncles met him tons of times. Tons of you know, tons you know, of, tons you of times. know his best friend in yeah, real life. He was life always is. at a brewery. Yeah. You know who his best friend in real life is? You ever see the water boy? Yeah. You know that crazy dude that plays the, the fucking weird farmer that fucking yeah uh, the guy who's like remember the Don Bobby Boucher yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> you know you know Jeremy that does the uh, show with me sometimes he's like that yeah. was basically my dad growing up <laughs> he, was, yeah, he, was drunk, he, he played, he Sean, he played Sean's father in Boy Meets World yeah yeah, yeah. he always played like a drunk yeah he, he replaced actually Jim Varney uh, Slicky in Toy Story after he passed away yeah huh. that's cool. Remember the time I gave Ernest Scared Stupid an 8.5? All right. I guess it's to me. Coming in at number four is Mikhail Suave's The Sect. The Sect. I love this movie. You know, it's I have a funny history with this movie because the first time I watched this movie, I was so confused. I don't know if I was drinking or I was probably drinking. No, but I remember no. watching this shit going and probably watching the movie thinking it was going to be like not Italian. I don't know. This is a long time ago. <laughs> and, and thinking, you know, I don't know. I went into it just with a different mind frame. Anyways, being like super confused with it. And then, you know, years later revisiting and shit and knowing about Italian cinema and shit like that. And you got to take this movie with a grain of salt though, too, because there's a lot of illogicness that happens in this movie. But at the same time, you're like, man, it's, it's an Italian film. You're going to have nonsense like that. That's eventually just kind of, it's going to kind of deplete within the narrative and you're going to, by the end of it, you're going to be like, fuck that all worked out. You know, it's that nightmare logic shit, right? This is one of those movies. This movie has a really bizarre ending too. Like the ending always kills me. It's it's yeah. fucking hilarious to me. It's just so bizarre how it, it goes down and shit. Like the choice of to where it ha- to where it goes and shit is just crazy to me. But so many great scenes. There's so many great atmospheric scenes. I love this whole satanic element. Yeah, there's a lot of Im- unbelievable shit that's happening. You know, of course, with picking up this dude and you know with the bugs and all that type of shit. But whatever. Again, it's an Italian film. I can forgive it. Um. I I really liked it. I mean, if this movie was starring Jamie Lee Curtis, I probably wouldn't like it as much. 
I prefer Kelly Curtis, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that one's going to get some fucking uh, hate mail there. Um, it, it's you love fun- those Halloween fanboys. It's funny to watch a movie like, you know, with Kelly Curtis and be like, man, she's like identical to her sister. It's crazy. But it's kind of freaky a little bit, but I enjoy her in the film. I think she does actually a pretty good job, but there's a lot of weird shit that happens in this film. I love when they get the basement, all that shit that's happening down there. It's great. But these type of satanic films, um, and like Dave said earlier, man, it's it's Rosemary's Baby. That's the whole point of the film, right? You know, obviously missed that the very first time I watched it. I've seen this movie multiple times since then. And it's just one of those atmospheric, illogical, ridiculous films that I absolutely adore. Mikel Suave never missed, and, you know, that dude needs to come back. He really needs to come back. He's just... He's got that vision, man. He really does. He just kind of knows what to do and, you know, take these kind of bizarre screenplays, you know, from Argento and shit like that and, and work them well. Um, I'm coming in at an eight and a half out of 10. I don't think it's perfect by any means, but it's one that I personally love. I mean, to check it out if you've never seen it. And, and you, and Herbert Lum is amazing. We got to admit that moods. Oh, yeah. said that a hundred times. Yeah. Haven't we? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I just didn't want to, you know, I mean, what what else can we say? It's been brought up a couple times. But, but it's yeah, the Lum. Lum. You got to mention the Lum. Lum is amazing. But I, I love, like, the way this movie shot. It's fucking great. There's so many great scenes in that house, in that basement. But I think Carly brought up the fact of, like, I've only been living here eight months. And that, that always kills me every time she says that. I'm like, you've been oh, living here eight months and you never went shit? in the basement? Like, I would be yeah. there three days and being like, I need to go check out what's in the basement. You know, kind of thing, right? Like, it's just your fucking house. You, you want to explore. You want to see what's going on, you know, and what's not going on kind of and thing. It's and it's weird because this in a movie from this year has, like, a lot of rabbit symbolism. This in Underwater from this year. Yeah. Underwater. Is the rabbit symbolism, is that is that in junction with, uh, with Satanism? I, I don't really know much about I think that. it has something to do with, like, I think it's like an Alice in Wonderland type thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, with symbol, when it comes to symbolism, like specific symbolism to do with satanicism and all the type of shit, sometimes I'm not very much on board with that. But the thing, the movie, you know, the thing I like about movies like this, though, is that, you know, when you deal with Satanism and these type of movies, you know, there's no written rules to what you can do and what you can't do. So you can't look at a film like this and be like, yo, man, that's not right. You know, that doesn't work. You know, that doesn't work. You know, that doesn't fit kind of thing because there is no fucking written rules to doing like a Rosemary's Baby type movie or having these illogical fucking, you know, parts of these narratives and shit. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't fucking matter. And that's what I like about these type of movies because you can watch this and almost interpret different or things differently every time you watch it, but still get the same enjoyment out of it, you know? If that makes any sense. Um, I'm probably just doing exactly how you'd be watching this movie right now, not making any fucking sense. But anyways, it makes sense to me. Um, I love this movie, The Sect. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if you should get the Scorpion or the shameless i don't know i have heard that, that the shameless picture isn't as good but it does it, it seems fine to me but i mean whatever it is what it maybe is. i'll rip that and try to somehow put the sound over the other one i could technically probably do that yeah i don't really have any sound yeah i don't know i think it's only with the you have the deluxe edition dave i have both editions they both do it do you, okay. and you don't and you never picked up the shameless one i'm surprised i have the shameless one i just didn't i was being stubborn and angry and you never watch it no <laughs> of course. <laughs> Funny. It was a deluxe edition. I paid like forty dollars for that cocksucker. I was gonna fucking watch that one. Yeah, I, I Shameless was cheap, dude. 
Amazon. I, I bought it for like what, like twelve, fifteen bucks, something like that. Most twenty shipped. Yeah, dude, it was crazy cheap when I got it. So, yeah, I got that and uh, the church, and then I bought rebought the church and the sec. Yeah, I never bought the shit. Good shit. But I have the scorpion or whatever the fuck it is. But my next. Yep. You are next, Jeremy. All right, number four, JP. Following your shoes, I got Cape Fear. Oh, what the fuck? Here we I'm go. I'm out. And you fucks are gonna be surprised. My number one is Jesus. Um, yeah. So it's obviously I get Master a- three. Puppet Master 3. <laughs> well, Puppet Master 1 is my second favorite film, but I technically like Puppet Master 3 a little <laughs> bit more. So. But anyway. That actually might even be true, though. <laughs> right. I could see how... I could see the argument, Bert, how people could say this is just a thriller and not a horror film, but I truly do believe, as we've said before, the third act... Is there and- not thriller horror films though if there's comedy horror and anic room's you know, a thriller horror film well the way i would describe I'm, it i i usually lump these with giallos fuck it mm-hmm. but i don't consider giallos horror at all like they're they're fucking thrillers but, we, but you always make our horror list too so they do 1970s and <laughs> but, the 60s are so slim pickings you gotta include film the war and all that kind of shit in there yeah, I mean, where do we get thirty nine? It, it is it is the yeah. era and shit like that. But the, thing with, the, the thing is with Giallo's though, it's it's the it's the prequel to a slasher. It it plays out like a slasher with an investigation. It depends on the type of Giallo too, dude. It, right, it, yeah. That is true. That is true. But a lot of them kind of have those horror elements and stuff. And all colors like, dark is a horror movie for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one I would consider. But like something like Spasmo, that's definitely like something. Or Black like, Belly the Tarantula. Spasmo yeah. is like psychological, man. So is in Cape Fear, though. It's psychological to the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, it's probably not even in my top five favorite Scorsese's, to be honest, but it's still an absolutely amazing film. And if you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend you check it out, as we all said. Scorsese uh, <laughs> and Robert De Niro, you can never go wrong with that pairing. You know, they just feed off each other. And I feel like we see that once again in this film. And everybody else does a really, really fantastic job as you expect it's a scorsese movie so of course it's going to be well made and you know scorsese knows all the history about the original and all that and the score in this movie is absolutely fantastic it's like a reimagined reimagining of the original score by bernard herman and uh it's great so i give this one an eight and a half out of ten quick question before we move on what is your favorite scorsese film oh to be honest silence probably what? Yeah. Crazy. What's yours, Moods? Oh, man, that's such a hard thing. Um, I like Goodfellas and I like Casino, but probably <sighs> Um. Goodfellas. That's a good question, man. I mean, Goodfellas always kind of is up there with me, but I don't know, man. Fucking Raging Bull is up there for me, too. But I pro- the color I pro- of money. I'd probably... Yeah, the color of money is fucking. So- See, that's the thing. Derek's man. is the Irishman. <laughs> no, I hate. <laughs> like, if I was to actually think about it, man. Like, I know. love the King of Comedy, but I love After. Like, After Hours is another great one. Um, Butter off that is pretty good. My yeah, favorite show, Taxi Island. Driver. I, I mean, I got, I got to, I got to say, what I'm mean, Taxi Driver is probably my shit too, man. I've seen Saturday Taxi Driver like thirty fucking times. In Goodfellas, it's right there with me. Goodfellas is so easy. 
easy to watch. It's so easy. Good, to watch. Goodfellas is yeah. my favorite. I absolutely love it. The thing I I like about the color of money, it's a little bit more of a not like a Scorsese movie. It's like a director hire movie for him, but he still directs it fucking good. Mm-hmm. You know, in that sense, it doesn't movie. feel like a Scorsese movie. In that sense, yeah. Is there any fans of After Hours? I like After Hours. It's, a, it's a, one of the under, most underrated. I think it's 100% the most underrated film. I've actually never seen that or King of Comedy, but I bought King of Comedy. Oh, King of Comedy is fucking brilliant, man. But Raging Bull is up there for me too, man. I think that what Scorsese, or what Scorsese, what De Niro did in that film is crazy. Like all the weight that he gained and shit, it's fucking nuts. Great yeah, it's a Pesci's, great movie. Pesci's amazing in that shit. It's just, it's a great fucking movie, man. Every Scorsese movie is amazing. Man, and I personally, I know a lot of people shit on this one, but I fucking love Gangs in New York, man. I think that movie is oh, fucking yeah. amazing. Oh, I saw that. It's a little bit Daniel, too long. Daniel Day-Lewis is fucking oh. amazing. Like, yeah, mean, it's the butcher. He's the, the barber. He's fucking awesome. That whole reign with uh, Scorsese and fucking Leo was really good. They did a lot of good shit together, man. Just just seeing Daniel Day Lewis. I'm a big fan of Leonardo DiCaprio, though. I, I like pretty much, well, except for his cheesy gar- garbage shit that he's done, but I love all the stuff he did with Scorsese. Well, 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 you know me, Moods. I like Brandon Gleason. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. the actors mm-hmm. I gravitate to. And, you know, seeing oh. Daniel Day Lewis act with Brandon Gleason's fucking Bringing out amazing. the dead. Bringing out the dead. I yeah, said that's, that. a great that's his most underrated movie. That shit is crazy, man. It's crazy. I said that. That's the Cage. Movie. Yep. Oh, the Tom Sizemore steals that movie. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Wolf of Wall Street is fucking fantastic, man. I've, watched it. I've Lutz, seen it. I've seen amazing. it like five times, man. I love it. It never gets GP. old to me. It's great when Matthew McConaughey act out acts Leo in one scene. Do 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 do. Well, there's the Scorsese talk. A little yep. 22 Mark shots Scorsese of fucking... Top 10. Uh... Mark Scorsese films. Oh, I would love to do Come a Scorsese and... top 10 and just talk Scorsese all day because I love Scorsese. Well, you know, I have shows that could do that mood, so we'll talk about that off here. Oh, I love Scorsese. So good. JP? Toronto just got bounced. Um, hmm? Basketball. Yeah. Oh fuck! Seriously, they lo- I hadn't checked the scores. Yeah, they had a shot to tie it up and and. Oh, so they lost away. by a bucket. Oh, really? <clears throat> That's a Charlie scary. bucket. Is it my turn? Yeah, it is. Sorry, I was Over watching three. basketball. Um, Did you watch basketball? You know we're doing a podcast. Oh, we're here. down by five. God damn it! You're like Willis Wheeler on NFW. Uh, all right. So, yeah, but he watches shitty wrestling. Wow. Dude, all wrestling is shitty wrestling. No. Sorry to tell you, buddy. <laughs> I'm uh, my, shitty wrestling, sorry. My number three is a film that's definitely showed up before. I'm actually surprised that it wasn't higher on some of you guys' list, but it is Child's Play 3. Wow. Child's Play 3, yeah. Nice. Uh, I absolutely love this movie, man. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, When we did it on the show, I think I gave it a 7. Um, but since then I've seen it maybe three times and, uh, I love it, man. It's, it's, to me, it's the, the original trilogy is so fucking good. Um, and it get this one in particular, I've always loved, loved, loved part two. Um, and one I'm kind of with Dave, like it's, it's uh, like a more of like a, you know, serious, horror film which may hurt it a bit considering it's a killer doll but it does rely on scares and and stuff like that uh but two and three is where it goes just crazy but not too crazy like chucky becomes later it's it still feels pretty grounded in just him being a bad guy and not like over the top silly bad guy 
Um, Only in a love the military academy. Uh, you can like what other horror film is set in a military academy? You know what I mean? Body Snatchers, the '90s version. <laughs> I've never seen it. Is it set in a military? Oh, academy? Yeah. It's not an academy, yeah. but it's a military base. <clears throat> yep, that's right. Very good. Um, I love that man. That's so cool because it's just such and and it fits for Andy's character at the time too. You know what I mean? Like he's had all this trouble, so you know he's looked at as like a troubled kid. They stick him in this military academy. It's like he's running uphill. You know what I mean? Like he can't get ground because he's stuck doing push-ups and shit. You know. <laughs> um, but I think the characters are pretty good. Uh, what the, his friend White Whitehurst or whatever his name is. Like it, it, I know it shouldn't. Let me say it, it me reminds me he, of me. <laughs> it does a little. It does. Yeah. When he jumps on the grenade, it, it like makes me laugh, even though it's not supposed to. <laughs> It's like a dramatic, literally. Except for that part's a little bit too brave for Jeremy, though. His body just gets fucked. That part's too brave for Jeremy. Nobody ever forgot that scene, though. That's a very memorable scene. It is, right? And then when like Andy's like fighting Chucky, and then they Mm -hmm. open the door, and he's just like he's like Chucky goes limp, and he's just like smashing the doll off the floor, and the dude's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Oh man, reminds me of South Park when Kyle is has Hanky in his hand. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. No, no, thinking, visualizing anymore. Uh, yeah, the final is fantastic in the uh, carnival there, and you know, I doubt that the carnival scythe would be fucking sharp as shit and metal, but you know, whatever. It's it's a horror movie. Um, if people complain about that, they won't just complain roll about it. living doll, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and the skull, you know, the, 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 I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, you know, the climbing up this skull mountain, you know, at the end and stuff like that. But Chucky coming up after him, and he's like super pissed off. Brad Dourif pissed off is like one of my favorite things in life. Dude, that whole scene where he's just like slowly getting torn apart and shit is just fucking awesome, man. Yeah, and I love I love how Chucky becomes more human the longer he's in the body, and he's like, but he's really bad at getting out of that body, man. Like he sucks. Spends forever. What would happen yeah, if he stayed in there to the I point where he turned know. human? I'd like to see that movie where like if he stays in the body so long he actually turns into a human and shit. And like, he's just a little human. Yeah, he'd just be like it. this little fucking straight human. <laughs> It'd be ridiculous. Kind of yeah, I mean that's the one thing I like about C to Chucky. Like the one minor thing is eventually he's like, you know what? I like being a doll. You know what I mean? Like I can't die and stuff. And you, you're kind of like, yeah, why doesn't rubber. he just stay the doll? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I like the intro to this one too with him. Yeah, it's becoming, creepy. It's gross. Like yeah. I, I like that. It always reminded me of Halloween too. Like these Child's Play two and three always ran on like AMC's Fear Fest and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. And That's even why. the the military, you know, it almost feel. It feel I guess it it's probably set like near fall maybe, but it feels like it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great movie. I think that it's super underrated when, when you talk about like slasher films, I think it's a really good one, especially for the nineties, which was mostly shit. Uh, child's play three, 8.5 out of 10. Cool. Sweet. Nice. My, number three, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Number, my number three. 
If you uh, ever get Carly confused, just look at the last one you talked about. Imagine. You never know, JP. It's like an illusion, a rooster illusion, man. But anyways, uh, my number three is a film I actually talked about and Moods was there when I talked about it, and that is Stork Warden's The Pit and the Pendulum. Fuck, I'm out. I'm still in for everybody. Oh, I had Derek as Pit. I thought he'd be number one. I don't know why. You're really still in for everybody? I took it. Jeez. I have Carly. uh... I'm in for everyone besides Derek and Jeremy still. I'm in for JP, Carly, and Jeremy. The only one I'm out for is Jeremy. Oh, wait. I already know I lost on news. Yeah, I thought this was fantastic for like like it just blew my mind. This was a full moon production when I first saw it. This was actually a first time watch for me. The first time, I never seen this when I was growing up and stuff. And I, I I was kind of a fan of the Vincent Price, but this is way better in my opinion. I like how it kind of plays into like you know like that Santanic feel. It feels like the Devils mixed with like Witchfinder General in a sense. Love the Lance Hendricks, by the way. Yeah. And you know, yeah, and you know, it's it plays into the devils, especially when you have a cameo by Oliver Reed in this, which is the scene stealer of the movie when he just comes out. Hello there, Mister. You don't do that. (laughs) And you know, it's also cool that it has like a lot of shout outs to Poe and shit, not just the you know the pin the pendulum story, but the the cast of the Armadillo story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oliver Reed. Castro Maniano. Yeah, yeah. Thank Damn. you, Dave. I did that shit so. He, it's a bitch it. to say that word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Amadillo. You know, I, I like how it plays into that. How Alvarez's character actually ends up and shit. Spoiler alert! If you and the drink too, he's drinking. It, it is definitely straight up out of that story. He's like, oh, let's it, just take this part and put it in there. One hundred percent, it is. Yeah, Fulci does that shit too. With it, you know, it's crazy because that story is like fucking what three pages long. It's so short. And it's so cool, and you know, it's like like we said earlier, it's like Solace of All is coming out of like Horror Express. It's like a <laughs> scene stealer scene for Oliver Reed. You know, <laughs> it's fucking great, and it's great here seeing Oliver Reed act against Lance Henriksen, and it's just an amazing scene. You know, it's just one of those scenes where you have to see if you're like a genre fan in general or a fan of Oliver Reed in general. You know, it's great. It's fucking awesome, and you know, it's always great to see Stuart Gordon kill his wife in movies, and she dies fucking great in this. <laughs> this choking her to death. <laughs> right. Tom Tolles in this movie is such a goon. That guy always is like the best thug. He's just a goon every movie. It's fucking great. Uh, yeah, I really love this movie. Uh, great period setting, really well done production for Full Moon, and. If it was with a different director, it might not be as good. I give it a nine out of ten. I fucking love this movie. I know Jeremy loves Oliver Reed and Burnt Offerings. His favorite movie. I love Oliver Reed and Tommy. Burnt Offerings is a great film. Which one? Burnt Offerings, great film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it's been it's years since I've seen that movie. That I, bought that, I bought that for Carly's birthday. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. That's a great movie. Yeah, no. Carly? Alright. <clears throat> oh yeah. Alright. Take it easy, baby. Make it last all night. Oh, she I know what number three is. An American girl. Okay, that's pull, all you're pull. gonna get for me. So it is Silence of the Lambs as my number three. 
I'm out for a Carly. I'm out That's for Carly too. I figured you guys all would be. I'm still I in. You still generic in. Ass still in for everybody. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> all right. Well, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Mike Merriman gets his wish. It's in the top three. I think that's what he said that we all had to have it in. But well, yeah, no, Silence of the Lambs. Well, I mean, because he, he thinks top ten lists are best it. of. So yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. What can I say? I mean, it's a great movie. Um, fantastic film. It definitely is horror. I mean, growing up, I watched this, and it it, it was just really disturbing film to me. I mean, when Hannibal Lecter is, like, attacking that guy in the prison cell, that, like, you know, scarred me for life, and then, you know, all the stuff with Buffalo Bill, it's, like, very, very disturbing film. I I can see why people lean more towards thriller, but to me, I've always just thought it was really terrifying, Um, and I've always really enjoyed it. I think Jodie Foster is great. I find her character kind of relatable in a way you know she's kind of like starting out and um you know the scene where she's in there and then she just like gets really freaked out and they're like saying all these people are just saying stuff to her and she's just this young girl in this like situation with all these like gross disgusting prisoners um you know i think that's just um very relatable in the way if you're just a young girl and you just got this new job that's a very sort of um complicated especially for a female um i think she pulls that off really well uh there's just so many great memorable moments to this uh ted levine is fantastic i think he's just a great actor he has such an iconic voice and um he doesn't even have to do anything he just has that voice you know he doesn't have to put on a giant show he's just creepy with that iconic voice in itself um but yeah it's a it's a great film um i give this one a nine out of ten and he looks really sexy with a pussy too. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, that is my favorite part. Yes. He had that shit Young. shaved in like a fucking landing strip too. It was funny. It was- I like how they <laughs> literally take the time. Like you see him move. Like how when he's doing it. Like there's a point where he makes that facial expression where you can tell he's actually doing it. He's like, oh, oh. yeah, man. <laughs> like just for it was like a perfect <laughs> landing strip too. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Crazy. If this is this one movie for like an underrated Ted Levine performance, you should, guys should watch is Bullet with Mickey Rourke and Tupac. And Tupac, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. movie. Yeah. I saw is this. The only thing that sucks is I had this on VHS. I don't have it on Blu-ray, so I watched it on really shitty quality. I really need Why to upgrade this film. Do that? I do not have the Criterion. And I, I don't. She doesn't I can't afford no Criterion. I'm it's cheap. Oh, it's bucks. it's fifty bucks here, man. I'm like, fuck that, man. I have a criterion. I watched it on demand. I watched, (laughs) I watched my old original MGM DVD in full screen. (laughs) Wow! True, true full screen. Yeah, no wonder everybody's got six here. It's like that's my six. I watched it on a potato. It's literally full screen. It's crazy. (laughs) That's how fucking cheap. I'm not even cheap. I'm not spending fifty bucks. So low. Buffalo Bill actually didn't have a dick. Actually, the fucking DVD looks phenomenal. <laughs> it actually looks phenomenal, man. It's crazy. I was like, damn. But anyways. Uh, my number three. Um, the first time I saw this movie, I um, in, I had the DVD and I, I had it a couple times. I imported that deluxe edition that came and I watched it and everybody had hyped it up and I was like, that ain't even that good. I was being a little baby. So then when I rewatched it for this, for um, the what 91 show. Like Eden Lake? I'm not talking. I don't know what that's that exactly is. how but, you um, sounded so like. It ain't even that good. And I rewatched it. 
And I was like, oh my god, I'm a moron. This movie is fantastic. It's a perfect Lovecraft movie. Damn it, it's I'm the out. Resurrected. I'm out. I, I really, Fuck. I really didn't like the lead actor originally. In this I'm out. Movie. Um, because I thought he was, re- I just I didn't buy him. I thought he was just like too. Chris I didn't feel like he didn't fit. But after a while, I actually really loved him. It's like a film. I like how it starts in the beginning. How like you get a piece of the story, and then you it unfolds, and you learn how everything happened. Um, Chris Sarandon doing the dual uh, performances is top notch. Special effects are top notch. Um, actually, gross and creepy, and um, just just an amazing movie. Um, probably top three Lovecraft films after. It's really hard to pick, but um, top five for sure. But uh, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Dan O'Bannon, totally underrated director. I think that he probably wasn't the easiest to work with or more of an outsider. Just didn't really like people that much. But I don't know. He did a great job. There's some weird stories about him on the disc, too, about how he used to have like guns everywhere. And like one of these actresses came out. I think it was for Return of the Living Dead actually came to try out to talk to him and he had like porn on the TV or something that looked like porn and like a gun sitting on the table. Really? Yeah, I remember but that. like but he, it wasn't literally like him being like a I think he was just oblivious to how scary that looked to someone. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't think it was like uh, so, he was just be kind of paranoid like have lead in his walls so they couldn't read, you know what I mean, stuff like that. It's not bizarre that he only directed two movies then. At all. I guess it's so, not right? by coincidence. I, no. I don't think he's a creep or anything. I literally think that he was well, just kind of a uh, an outsider. Well, you remember, did you watch more brains where Jewel yeah. Shepard was saying that everybody was saying that she like slept with Dan O'Bannon for that part yeah. or something? I don't I, believe she did. I, I've seen I, I more mean, brains. I don't, I don't remember. I think she found her as a strip honest joint. with it. If she was, she found him in a strip joint. She was a stripper. Yeah. She was a stripper. Job. Yeah. 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 She and did I, porn too. Yeah. And, and clue Goldiger also. Yeah. Because originally she tried out for the, the role so. of, um, trash um, of trash. And then she didn't want to take her clothes off for the film right so and she then she took... did that movie jewel and she was new the whole time yeah that's right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah i remember I that, that movie. and then she got cancer and wrote a book did she yeah she got cancer in that she wrote a book called like maybe if it's I'm from so all that fucking trioxin man because because fucking other buddy four, died five, of cancer. they call it yeah <laughs> other buddy died of cancer too man what the fuck was dan o'bannon doing on that set fuck. i don't know it's like the Genghis Kong movie so um <laughs> resurrect buddy cancer Man, I, I picked. I took a stab in the dark for number one on that one for you. I'm out. Good on you. Um, okay, so coming in number. What are we at number seven? Wait, oh it's, fuck. It's, uh, yeah, it's you. Jesus. Did I say number seven? Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Man. I hope we're not at number seven. If you could, uh, if you're confused number about seven, what number because my is, number seven is just look, just look at the last one. I don't remember what the last one I talked my about. My number was. seven was Child's Play three. So could we have an audible? That would be great. Thanks. <laughs> All right, number three for me is. And I think uh, JP just just said, "Why doesn't people have this higher?" And I do. Child's Play three. Oh, we both have it at three. Wow. And nice. of course, my rating didn't change on its eight and a half too. So we're sitting the exact same on this. But Child's Play three is is just one of those childhood memory films that, yeah, it's very nostalgic for me. But every time I go back and watch it, I just I love this movie. You know, it's not just, it's just, it does, it does everything for me. There's so many great scenes. Like I love the scene where, where Chucky is fucking with the CEO of the, of the toy company and he's using his toys against him to kill him and shit. Like, I just fucking love that scene. It's great. It's atmospheric. It's, there's so many good things in there, but the animatronics in this is just phenomenal. Like Chucky is amazing in this. He's got great one-liners, so many memorable 
one-liners and shit and it's it's mean-spirited and it's got a great ending this thing is like the perfect package for me man i don't understand the hate for this movie it gets a lot of fucking hate i think it's people that watch this movie and they don't really take it for what it is i don't know what's going on it has a terrible fucking rating (laughs) i mean it's just over five which I, i think is crazy i mean it's pretty high actually for a horror movie on uh idb but again we're not talking about idb reviews but um you know child's play 3 is definitely one of those movies that is the rewatchability to the shit is through the roof i could throw this on at any time and just have a fucking blast with it's got great characters man da silva carly aka carly you know she's fucking fantastic man um travis fine and shell is 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 amazing in this movie. He's the biggest. He's one of the biggest dicks up there, man. With fucking Joe Pilato, man, hands down, one of the biggest dicks out there. Um, Brad Dourif's amazing as Chucky, of course, and everything, man. He's just like he's in full. He's like in full force in this shit, you know. Like I, I feel like he had the most fun making this film just with those one lines. How could you not fucking say that shit in in post Chuck or whatever you're be doing a bro. and not fucking Best. die laughing after they cut like you'd be dying I mean, you'd be cutting out laughs all the time in your audio that you just recorded because i'd be dying I, I could just see him having a fucking blast doing this shit. it's amazing Chuck i love how he carries bro. around a fucking knife half the size mm. of him and like the kid just thinks that's normal <laughs> right yeah. right i know man I, tyler is just oh dude so naive charles you're not a good guy at all yeah no i'm not i'm very bad that's one of the greatest (laughs) lines man yeah yeah man that's super comical though man him carrying around a fucking rambo knife that's like three quarters (laughs) the size of himself it's ridiculous but just an all-around amazing film i love the ending man like him getting all soundtrack good score on that too i forgot to mention that yeah the the whole everything about the music in the film is really good but the end in the carnival is fantastic i don't understand the hate for that whatsoever i think it's phenomenally it takes itself out of bunch of losers out there man you know utilizes babies complaining that child's play three is not completely accurate to real life it, it utilizes uh, different <laughs> locations very well man you got the you have the military base um you have you know they're out in the bush for the the iconic and i'm going to say iconic uh you know paintball scene quote unquote Games. and uh and then it revert and then it goes out to the uh, the carnival which makes sense that's where carnivals are you know and like just ugh, man you can hear the fucking pain in in chucky's voice man when he's fucking getting all fucked up and then he's falling down into that fan oh it's crazy love it Brad, child's play three eight and a half out of ten it's a phenomenal fun movie hell yeah bro i'm with you yeah Jeremy? did that make everybody's list i think it did so yeah. far right oh uh, so derek way back in the background didn't make mine <laughs> <laughs> derek's like that's a no for me dog fucking <laughs> randy oh, like right that's totally <laughs> that's, a no American, me, that's a no dog <laughs> i love that people argue with him come on no man, come on! No. <laughs> I like Child's Play. It's like Why do you sound so far away, dude? I like Child's Play. He free. drank too much water. <laughs> Child's Play free. I like Child's Play free too. It costs no money. Fuck yeah, you know. Fuck off. Fuck off. Jeremy, Jeremy, what's your number three? Number three, Wesley Craven's "People Under the Stairs." Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what that? What is that I about? Um, I think that, that was the other list. one that I thought might have been yours, but now I definitely know what your number one is. What do you think it is? 
Uh, it's I'll, I don't want to spoil it. All right, because I know I'm right. Okie doke, if you say so. It's fucking Vacation Dawn, of Tear Two. It's Dollman. Uh, it's a first time <laughs> watch for him. Vampire Trail Park. No. Oh yeah. Anyway, pe- the ghosts. People under the stairs. So as I told, this movie just makes me laugh so hard every time I fucking watch it. And I, as I said earlier on before, I really do believe like these, the the two, the brother and the sister has to be one of the best villains ever in horror movies. I mean, they are just absolutely evil. And he comes out in that fucking S and M fucking uniform, <laughs> and he's right. looking. And then my favorite part is when the trap door opens and the dog slides through and he's like, oh, shit. It just makes me fucking laugh every goddamn time. The movie is so funny. But at the same time, you know, the the, the ending where we see all these like all these weird creatures living in the basement and they're all pal like me and it's all creepy. So they're like it has a level of fear to it as well. So I think it's a really great balance, and you know, to have a white guy like Wesley Craven write a, a you know, a piece like this, which has commentary, of course, about social class and all that, is pretty interesting. But I've always been a fan of people on the stairs. I've I've liked it for years and years and years, even growing up in the video store era, I would rent it all the time. So I've always been a fan of this movie. So I give it an eight and a half out of ten. Uh, people on the stairs is a great fucking movie. I really like it. James Justin Patrick. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I, 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 I love that movie too, buddy. <laughs> but uh, my number two is The Silence of the Lambs. You're, Dave, a, know you're out. You're a well, bum. Wow. That's one, your second two, favorite? Two, one. This yeah. is people under the stairs. What? Yep. Why? Wait. <laughs> dude, I thought it was going to be Shock Him Dead. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, Jerry Tracy Lords for the Jerry. win, and Aldo Ray half drunk. Oh, fu- I can. Oh Jerry. man, dude! Five years ago, this wouldn't even have probably made my list. I get. Uh, I never liked this movie growing up. I always thought it was like slow and and boring. Um, kind of like my personality. When I, I guess, turned but... mature and I could mm. actually think, I realized <laughs> it was kind of smart <laughs> and genius. Um, but when I was a kid, I was like, "Why is nobody dying?" <laughs> um, You're stupid. Dude, I was a slasher fan growing up. I was, as you know, I'm a big slasher buff. Um, really? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Silence of the Lambs, man, phenomenal performances. Uh, I think that um, Buffalo Bill is actually like when I when I first started watching this, it was all about Hannibal Lecter. But to me, the scares come from Buffalo Bill. Like he's the shit in this movie. He's like when you find out he's like trying to make a coat out of women and the the whole trans thing too right like that's kind of different territory for uh the 90s the early 90s it's an identity Um, crisis man that's some an identity crisis there's actually a lot of controversy behind that's some yeah that's some alice cooper shit right there right derek yeah the movie points it out literally they make sure to let the audience know that they're not transphobic they literally (laughs) hannibal lecter says no he's not trans He's somebody that's so disgusted with his own self-image and himself that he wants to be completely different. Hence, the butterfly, the cocoon, transforming to something yeah. else. So, it's very yeah. brilliant. That's it's very brilliant. He, he, yeah. he it's a complete moth, opposite dog. of what he is. So it's I mean, moth. it's complicated. Just saying, it's a moth. Yeah, it's, it's moth. very brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, and, and did you see the connection with the host in this? Is they both had that guy with the cross eyes in them? The what? Which guy? The what are you talking about? The, the guy host? with the cross eyes. That yeah, the guy that 
It has the cross eyes that hits on Agent Starlin's in the host. Mm, yeah, the it's Korean film. Like, oh, he's oh. in the. Oh, okay. really? I didn't well, even put the connection together. He's the, he's the main U.S. guy that's like interrogating the Korean guy. Jesus Christ! Yes, Everybody fucking knows everything. Jesus, <laughs> right, you make yeah. it seem like he's such like a well-known fucking character. Yeah, he like, is. You, you made cost. it seem like we were talking about the host earlier. Like you're like, yeah, he's in the host too. And the I'm connection. Like, hey, Derek's like this. Yeah. You're like, hey man, it's like that scene, in fucking zombie, fucking seventeen epidemic of turds. You know, I never seen that. You ain't never seen zombie four epidemic of turds, dog. No, yeah, he'll be like zombie ninety. That's the best movie. The as you guys know, he's in zombie seventeen, and we're like, what? <laughs> I didn't know there was one. What do you mean, as we know? <laughs> Derek, I bet you're really good at uh, the seven... What is it called? Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever? I, 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 oh, I, I, he would rule at that shit, man. I can never... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, it's been talked about a few times already. Uh, I don't think I need to go any further. It's just a really good movie. And it's... it's. I think it's like... Is it two hours or near two hours? Mm-hmm. It doesn't oh, feel like two hundred one. I think. Yeah, it it's super engaging, and it's uh, not a film you ever look at the clock on, which is a good thing, right? Like that. Anytime you have a film where you're just like instantly enthralled, feels like there's no wasted scenes, no wasted moments, no wasted dialogue, stuff like that, and it's over ninety minutes. That's good shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of the probably best horror films ever made, definitely of the nineties. Cool title too. Silence of the Lambs sounds like a giallo or something. Uh, so yeah, nine out of ten on that one. Sweet. It's cool, man. How they actually kind of explain that away in the movie, though, too, with the Silence of the Lambs, like yeah. what it means. Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually really cool. Yeah, that made the Hall of Fame. That's two tens and a nine. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I guess right. First Hall of Famer. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't sure if there would be any. But well. I'm we'll sure find, there was one. We'll find out. My number two. It's already been talked about. Stars the amazing Chris Sarandon, The Resurrected. Still in it. Directed by Dan O'Bannon, of course. No, Fuck I it, think awesome I might have actually got Derek's right. You know, and I love it. it. It's fucking great. You know, one thing that we haven't talked about is. How uh, the the ripoff master of composers, Richard Band, channeled Jerry Goldsmith <laughs> and did like a very Goldsmith I think they, score. I think Good those score, guys though. ripped off Richard Band. You're probably right, actually. It, it might be either or, but you know, it's very Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Band Jr. over here. See, the thing is, like, I hear the argument, well, they came up with it, they put it out first, but what you don't understand is he already composed all this shit beforehand, he just never put it out. You sound like Rob Van Winkle, man. Come on. Stop doing that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Van Winkle, man. (laughs) Vanilla Ice. Our goes like, den, 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 and our goes, den, den, den. (laughs) I just love the fact that you said Rob Van Winkle. That that fucking killed me, dude. Like, you did no, not say Vanilla Ice. You said Rob Van Winkle. Oh my god! I just saw him in an Adam Sandler movie. And he was he was so fucking funny in that shit. It was hilarious. But he's the hip hop witch. It's on. my boy. Vanilla Ice gets too much shit. Man. Which he which movie like was ice, that? Ice baby. In the new Adam one of the new Adam Sandler movies, and he was in it. And, he, and Vanilla Ice was. Fucking, That's my boy. That's my boy. He was fucking hilarious in that. He was so good in that. Oh yeah, I like that. That's my boy. Oh, I love it. 
It's fucking hilarious. That's my boy. He's was a, fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pissing and vanilla, and vanilla Ice is the best part of the Ridiculous Six when he plays Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. The Ridiculous Six is terrible, but yeah, he was definitely decent in that. But he's the best part. He's Mark mm. Twain. He's a rapper. That's right. That's right. I love this how Adam Sandler has this connection with V. Irie now. <laughs> so cool, man. It's cool for real. But, but anyways, the resurrected. I highly enjoy it. It's been talked about. It. I really enjoy the short story by Lovecraft. It's been adapted before. If you haven't seen the Haunted Palace with Vincent Price, that's an adaptation of the story, kinda. That's I, it. I, I, but I don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like both. They're both very different. But, yeah, they're definitely you know, different. You know, it, it plays into that era that it's into. You know, I really dig it. Still, it's fucking awesome. I give the Resurrected a nine point five out of ten. Booyah, garlic. Yes. All right, we are on number two, and my number two is the people under the dicks. Nice. Um, Motherfucker, I'm out on Carly. Fuck, I thought I it was the number one. Yes. Um, people under the stairs, I mean... People I under the think dicks? Great. <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> Yeah, we, we put dicks on a lot of I know stuff. I'm, I know I'm late to the party to on that one, but that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it is Thanks. hard to stop. Our podcast is, like, all about dicks. Yeah, it's, we never meant for it to happen, but it did. Um, uh, nice. But no, I, I love this movie. I know, like... You know, I know, Mood, you said, like, you don't like how it's got the comedy beats and it's when it feels like it shouldn't. But I kind of like that. It's like the most serious, non-serious movie I've ever seen where everything about it seems like it would be this super downer, like, messed up, disturbing film. But then there's just, like, there's almost too lightheartedness much. to it. I yeah, used to like, be in the camp with Moods, though. Like, I used to say, yeah. like, man, I wish it wasn't so goofy. But, mm-hmm. like, it might have been, man, that would be really fucking raw dude <laughs> yeah very bru- like it would be it yeah, would be like, raw i don't know sometimes yeah yeah i get it. i mean i'm i'm not gonna say i don't like raw i like it raw. yeah but uh oh Ooh, um, baby i like it raw maybe i like yeah, it raw i, I enjoy My those boy. aspects of it i've always loved the tagline to this film that's like there's that oh, yeah. house on the street that your neighbors whisper about and the kids cross the street to avoid i probably said that all wrong but it's i've always thought that was super creepy yeah love the cover even though it's just a thing on last house on the left with the skull that is true it really is um reminds me of fright night too a little bit yeah i love skulls on covers they always work right yes but sure. it is it is a good movie. It's it, it it keeps me super engaged, and I think like those beats of comedy really kind of make it for me. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm not really into the whole downbeat, super downbeat films that just make you want to kill yourself afterwards. So I think I like that about this movie, where you know it's downbeat, but then it keeps you, it keeps like that lightheartedness enough to where you're like, okay, this isn't that bad, and then like the ending's kind of like a happy type of ending. So. I don't know. I've always really digged it, dug it. Um, it's one that grows on me more and more every time I watch it. And uh, at this point, I give it a 9 out of 10. Dope. Yes, cool. I am dope. Good stuff, Carly. Yes, I am good. You are. <laughs> Alright, so my turn? Yep. Alright, number two. You guys know how much I love Lovecraft. And I love my monsters. 
And I love my Fred Ward and David Warner and Clancy Brown and all those cast of people. So my number two is Cast a Deadly Spell. This and Resurrected could be easily switched. I don't really know which one I prefer. But um, I just rewatched this one. I had a blast. I've always loved this one. Uh, great cast. And the end, at the end, you get to see, is it, um, Shum- is it uh, Gorath? Uh, what the fuck is that thing's name from the Lovecraft book? But it's big, giant fucking monster that you don't really expect to see, but it's there. Mm. So I love it. Um, like I said, dialogue super witty, just clever. One of the easiest watches. Special effects are great. Cast a deadly spell. I'm going to go with a nine on that. Dope. Yeah, I knew you loved that one. I, I was I was half tempted to put it as your number one. It was, but then you oh, said something that that I decided to go against. It was actually in my top ten pretty much all the whole time we did this, and it got bumped out. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool, unique movie. Uh, they really don't do the TV movie justice anymore, man. No. I think it's no, a lost art. I love the TV movie. Yeah, I mean, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit with monsters and magic. Kind of yeah, hard for pretty me much. To it's it. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. So coming in at number two for myself is definitely, arguably, going to be one of those films that people are going to be like, "Hmm, really? is that is <laughs> that horror is. or is <laughs> that not horror?" Is. Or of course, I I know for sure you guys know, and it is of course Ricky O, the story of Ricky. You know what, man? This movie right here, yeah, it's not like bonafide horror, but it is splatter exploitation. It's splatter. That's what, that was the argument I made with Carly. I was like, I was like, because it was on my list. Um, Mine too. Spoiler alert. Wow, you guys list. all said like this is gonna make all the lists, and I'm gonna look <laughs> dumb. Yet here you all are with none of it on your list. I, I was, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I'm you. super shocked that I'm the first person to say this right now because I know pretty much everyone I think likes this movie enough to probably oh, yeah. consider it kind of thing because it's fucking fun as hell. It's so fun, man. It really it's, is. It's like one of the funnest movies I've ever seen. Dude, not even like, from top to bottom, this super easy is, to watch. It's so fucking fun. I watched it like four times, man. It's like, it's ridiculous, man. Like this dude goes to jail. I said, I starts... wish there was like 17 of these, dude. Yeah, and he just starts <laughs> punching through people and, and, and it's ridiculous. All it is is this dude punching through people. It's the whole movie. It's so much fucking fun. I mean, hey, it those... feels like uh, ma- manga or like anime or something too. Like yeah. it feels like it has influence. And, and it's that. crazy that the like the one henchman's really a woman, but the whole time it was like a male. Yeah, it's a really cool. Aspect. I love the razor blade scene. Dude, <laughs> they just right. stuff razor blades in his mouth and just beat the shit. And doesn't the main warden move look like like an Asian version of Burgess Meredith and Magic? <laughs> right, he does. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, this isn't the only movie this year based off a of manga. Haruka the Goblin is actually based off. Oh wait, one. this actually is based on a manga. I think so. Yeah. Oh, so is it really? Haruka and the that makes sense. I don't think Haruka I even knew that. Well, so. No. But man, this shit is you know for kind of an action exploitation. It, it's straight splatter. It's got horror gore and like every fucking kill in this movie is just outrageous, man. It's it it's one of those movies where you pop on and you're smiling from top to bottom. That's all. That's right. all you can say about this shit. It's just it's fucking hilarious. This is like one of those movies that you throw on with your friends over. And even though it's subtitled, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't need to know what's going on. It's all about what's happening on screen, right? You know, it's. I think the dub is awesome. Yeah. Watch the dub. Yeah, I mean the dub. I've, I've you seen. You watch both. the dub. You can, the you can dub, watch the dub. The dub almost makes it even more ridiculous. You know what I mean? Because it has the 
the words not matching up and stuff. Yeah. It, 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 I, I assume it's. I watched it subbed the first time I seen it, and this time I watched it dubbed. And yeah. I don't think there's like a big difference in like lost in translation dialogue or no, anything probably, like that. I but think you it's know, pretty good. this movie doesn't really matter. You know exactly what's going on just from what's going <laughs> on, right? So I mean, yeah, it would be true. fun to watch. You know, the subtitles, and then you watch it with the dub and shit, and just kind of compare and stuff. But man dude like there's so many memorable scenes in here i don't want to give anything away if you've never seen ricky o because I, I feel like there's some people out there maybe have not seen ricky o but this shit is definitely something you got to put on your radar to see because it's a fucking blast awesome. it's it's so much fun man like <laughs> it's fantastic it fucking makes you laugh almost every scene in a good way like in a total good way and that's a good thing nine and a half out of ten fun factor is out the fucking roof it's just ridiculously awesome i, I took it off my list today it was in there the whole time and then i was like it's just it has the splatter and stuff but then i was talking to dave and he's like i took all borderline stuff off my list and doing straight for <clears> yeah all. i talked I'll to dave too and, and he was like you know i consider it splatter exploitation i'm like exactly what i consider it and i'm like you know what just hearing someone else say they considered the exact same thing as me was good enough for me it's even though i knew that he wasn't so. going to put it on there i had this feeling he wasn't going to have it on there but it is what it is. I feel like there's enough there in the horror realm to put it there. Whatever. I just it has did great, to make it easier on myself. Things. I really just did it to make it easier on myself because I had like had too many movies that I put, but like would be equal yeah. to what's on this ten list. Again, what it came yeah. down to was my absolute favorites, and I had a borderline. Like, I mean, you know, you could argue science lens, but I do consider that horror. But, but Ricky O definitely was the one that was that borderline type of film, and I was like, you know what? I feel like it fits the it feel it fits the well, mold. So. It's not horror, definitely. No, it's it, not. Our lists have always kind of branched into exploitation and and stuff like that. So, but I feel like this list. exploitation film has enough horror elements. This gore is it has it has splatter horror gore. It's ridiculous, it and I I feel like if it didn't have that type of gore, say if it, you didn't see those type of scene, it, no, it'd just be straight action comedy kind of thing. But he's just walking around with like six bullets in his chest. Just every fucking just scene is so fun. Like the end of this movie is just fucking ridiculous. It's so funny. Uh, I love when he's underground. <laughs> right? Yeah. Starts painting and shit. I love. Uh, I love the fucking good... the shower scene. Man, this is hilarious. It's so. Good. Let, let me ask, let me ask you this, Carly. What this just isn't your type of movie, or what? Yeah, it's just a little too over the top and stupid. For oh, me, it's over I the guess. top. Yeah, it's based I... on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This happens <laughs> in private prisons all over America. <laughs> right. uh, well, I, yeah, okay. it's it's actually kind of funny because this movie takes place in 2001, so it's in the future. Yeah. So if you're watching in 2020 for the first time, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> got it all, got it a little wrong, fellas. What? I said they got it a little wrong, a little fellas. Wrong. A little oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. 2001 was pretty. It's normal. in the future. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's next? Me. Number two, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, you're a piece man. of shit. Okay. Dave, you're out. <laughs> you did the dumbest shit ever, then you're mad that everybody's... <laughs> I didn't want to think. <laughs> Dave I mean, just wrote Silence of the Lambs for everybody, by the way. Yeah. But um, everything's already been said about Silence of the Lambs. The performances are amazing. Cinematography is amazing. My favorite sequences in this movie is when... Um, Clarice goes and visits Hannibal Lecter in the prisons, and she's just walking down this corridor, down the corridor with all the creepy people. I mean, it's just an and awesome she's scene. Thrown at her. And, and she, she gets, gets the cum shrapnel. Yeah, 
Yep, I, did, a... I didn't know what that was when I was a kid. It was just some spotty. Look at the blood. <laughs> yeah, those I, I those loved, were baby serial killers. Yeah. I just loved their conversations in that movie, in that in that scene, and in the sequence that comes after that when she goes back and visits him. It's just such. It's just written in such an elegant way that I feel like a lot of films at the time, at least in the genre, weren't adapting to. And the fact that this movie is from Orion, which is even hilarious, that it's like, you know, a lower budget studio. It's fucking weird. I don't think that people realize. I honestly don't think that people realize that Sounds of the Lambs is a love story. Right? Yeah. It's a Hellraiser. It's a Hellraiser story. It's a fucking, you know, it's it's a love story. We've talked about love stories. Sounds the Lambs of love story. Well, obviously, because otherwise Hannibal Lecter would have killed Clarice when he had the chance. Of course, chance. of he course, it, it turned into a love yeah. story. They Absolutely. may not be getting together, but it's a love story. Yep. Right. Fantastic score by Howard Shore, by, by the way. Well, Howard Shore is totally underrated. Been watching more Cronenberg uh, or rewatching some Cronenberg <clears> lately. <throat> Those scores are so fucking powerful. Yeah. yeah. So I give Silence of the Lambs a nine and a half out of ten. Good stuff. Even more in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, my number one, Jeremy, what is it? There. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Me too, uh, yeah, right, this, one. This is, I mean, when I got this year, I knew it was my number one. It, it just, it always has been one of my favorite horror films. It's in, It made my top 50. I don't think any other film from this year made my top 50, so it makes sense, you know, if you really thought about it. Did anybody get it right? I did. <sighs> okay, two of you guys know me. <clears throat> Moods, you don't know me. Wait, what? I missed it. I peed. What happened? Uh, Silence of the Lambs is my number one. Oh, that's fake. What'd you put? <laughs> wait, did you... Wait. You did just you said Silence of the Lambs. Wait, what? He's trying, He's trolling Carly, you dumbasses. Oh, I <laughs> People under the stairs is his number one. People you're, under the stairs. Okay, yes, I Dude, had that. You're the only person I got I right. Smart. I wrote putts yeah. down. Yay, I'm smart. T putts. <laughs> People on the stairs. Um, yeah, dude, this shit is so dope to me. I, I get where Moods is coming from. I could see that argument because it is weird, you know, because it is such a serious subject matter at times, yeah, but then there's, like, a little goofy shit in there, too. A uh, little unrealistic shit, like, the you know, all the passageways and coming out of the oven panel and, you know, different stuff like that. Just, like, why would a house exist like that, you know? So I get that. Um, but I think that some of the stuff that happened like even the um the father you know having a the, there's like that hint at molestation or yeah. rape whatever you want to call it with the split the diopter daughter. shot the what split diopter shot when he has her in focus and he's standing there grabbing his dick yeah 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 i never picked up on that for a long time and then i seen it like as an adult and i was like wow yeah. that's yeah super dark um and I felt and, like, you know, the sister enabled that shit, too. She knew, right? So she, she was like, Daddy, get down here. And yeah, she knows. She knows. There. She knows. Yeah, him being in that gimp suit, dude. Like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck? That's so yeah. creepy. Yeah, um, and then, the two like, of them are I, one. They know what's going on. Yeah. And then the, um, the, the like, older fool's, like, I don't know, is he grandfather or, like, just a friend or something where he's like, you know, the more no, money they got, the crazier they got. It just is like it, it's a creepy, like Dave said, like sort of fairy tale thing where, you know, it's just it's like, I, Carl, I've told Carly about Crazy Helen 
who was like our crazy person in town and stuff like that and it's like she used to um throw pots out of her windows at night and you'd drive by her house and there would just be all these pots in in the yard and stuff and like my friend's dad was like climbing on her roof when he was a kid and and she was like shut up shut up there's no one on the roof there's no one because she heard noises you know and then she would talk to herself she's like legitimately crazy and stuff like that so it always reminded me that is when i when i was a kid um you know just the weirdos or the crazies or like creepy people down the street uh every every neighborhood seemed to have something like that and uh you could like i saw this as a kid so i completely related to full um even with some of the you know uh, i grew up in public housing when i was really young so like some of that stuff really resonated with me that might not have resonated with other people um and you have full like the like the Fool is such a fun, great character, dude. Like he's super underrated. Um, he's such a good-hearted kid, and and you don't have a ton of horror movies, honestly, that center around fully around a kid. Um, which you would think you would have a lot more of them, considering how like you know that's who's going to be most scared about, uh, 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 from horror movies is unless they're a like, killer kid. <laughs> right yeah unless they're a killer kid uh but like you look at it's usually teenagers right it's usually not like mm. like it level kids um that you see like even you know this year like how many follow a, a young kid yeah not very many um i think it's honestly one of craven's best films like to me it's probably going to be like scream and elm street and then this um but I, I think that people do respect it a lot, but I don't think a lot of people like it as much as me, obviously. Uh, it's I love the house. It's creepy. I love the even the setup where how they're gonna rob them and like, like even when they find the Boy Scouts thing and then like the whole cops thing. And th- at the end when you know the whole town kind of rallies. It's a whole Robin Hood um, thing, man. I like that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, the Robin Hood Still from the rich give to the poor type thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and it, it full is robin hood essentially you know what i mean yep and then even at the end when the whole town kind of rallies and says like enough is enough with these scumbags because they own the whole town the liquor store the apartment complexes uh they own everything you know and they, they're like even full says like no wonder there ain't no money in the hood you got it all and that's the whole thing where the you know the rich keep the money and it doesn't really trickle down like it's supposed to or, you know, and it wasn't was. about like straight cash though it was about fucking gold they had to, yeah, like enough to like he's yeah. nuts he's, and, and it, like the way that it's scrooge mcduck style just yeah. like laid all around in a fucking vault is like it's not like what are you gonna do with all, all that bro right you know what i mean right. he just wants it like they i doubt he's buying fucking fancy sports cars or anything right like he's smoking a well, pipe no he it. wouldn't be living in the house that he's living in Right, like he, yeah. he, he just. Well, that's is, the best cover for what you're doing, though, man. Is to live in I a guess, house like yeah. that, and like, really, no one's gonna suspect you, right? So that's they're yeah. crazy as fuck too. Like, they don't care. They're just about nuts. That. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're just nuts. But but he he cares about money, but not because of its value to spend, but because of like just what it is. Like he just wants it, you know. It's just mm-hmm. primal just greed. greed. Yeah. yeah, sure. It's uh, great. It's it's a pretty well crafted, unique little movie too for the time. It's you know you look at everything that came out here during this year, uh, the entire year. You know you watched a hundred movies, Moods watched ninety, I watched sixty four. Um, there's not really anything else like it. 
it's it's no. pretty fucking unique. Um, I gave it a nine and a half out of ten, which I used to always just give it a nine, but I bumped it for this show after also, dark. Also, we haven't mentioned uh, "May they burn in hell." That catchphrase they say it all yeah. the time. Shit cracks yeah. me up. But yeah, and and that's another thing. The, the religious overly aspect, religious yeah. people, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. Re- overly religious people always like scare the shit out of me. Which is again. a statement on religion, though, too, right? I mean, right? Yeah, cause, yeah. Cause because West because they grew so up contra- in that family. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. He knows and, a lot and, about that for sure. Yeah. And they're so contradictory too, right? Yeah, like, that's, yeah, they're, they're fucking horrible people. Yeah, yet they're, they're, they're than that. Their morals are always contradicted, and, and that's exactly what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. The contradictory it's, is there's just so much going everywhere. on in it that you don't see when you just look at it surface level. Yep. Craven <clears throat> really did put a lot of like thought and and commentary and social political stuff in there. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> It's cool, dude. And I always say, like, people who love Jordan Peele's films, like, go back and check this out because Craven was doing this sort of shit early, too. I think so that was Craven called. and Romero have that stuff in their movies. And, and Romero, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, Derek. Are you ready to find out what my number one is? Sure. Yes. Be bar bullshit. Well, if it's Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, I'm going to fucking die. That's what I picked. I guess that. Did you really? I did. No, no. Fuck! <laughs> I picked it's... Cape Fear. Nope. Damn it. It's actually one of my f- adaptation of one of my favorite novels of all time, and that is Naked Lunch. Naked oh. Lunch? No. Okay, man. I, I, see, Godzilla I didn't consider it to be on My favorite Cronenberg My favorite I mean, David come on, that Cronen- Godzilla movie I my favorite Cronenberg film and also stars one of my favorite actors of all time, Peter Weller, who actually plays William S. Burroughs in the movie. And the movie would make more sense if you knew a lot about William S. Burroughs as a mm-hmm. person. That's my problem. He That's was why. no, he's a fuck. He was crazy, yeah, man. The guy was fucking crazy. Like, it, well, for one scene in particular, that scene where he actually shoots his wife—that actually happened. That did happen. I, yeah. I read yeah. up on it yeah. just to do some research. Yeah. And his two friends in the film; those are actually based off of. William he was like Burroughs he, he kind of reminds me of like Hunter S. Thompson before it was you know Hunter S. Thompson was around. You know, it was, yeah. was, was kind of like pre him kind of thing, right? Yeah, he he was one of the, he's like the weirdest of the Beat Street authors who yeah, actually yeah. are also in this movie too. Uh, the two friends that he hangs with who are based off Jack of Kerouac, Ellen, right? yeah, Jack Kerouac and Alan Jensen, and you know, it's just weird. I I loved looking into William S. Burroughs' life in the sense where you mix like this weird body horror sense with like the typewriters and these weird fucking monsters and. You know, the Roy shot super cool in that movie. You know what, yeah. man? I, I I would have this really probably in my top three also if I fucking if I considered it to be horror. But it's like to me, well, I don't. Where, where would you put it though in your hor- in your collection? That's I know the that, that's the weird thing. I mean, it's just with my criteria. It has a giant. It just it has enough. It, it just has a fucking giant centipede version of Julian Sands killing a dude. I know. I know. That's it's horror. so weird. It, it. I know. I guess. If you but, include Ricky O, Naked Lunch should be okay. No problem with him on my list. It's funny. It's funny how the brain list, works, right? I, I just, I see the movie, it has monsters, but I see his vid. I don't know. It's weird, man. I just don't. I but, can't put that movie it, Well, plus it has drug. It's, it's, it's like if you were on drugs, this movie would fuck you up. And I love it, uh, dude, too, man. Like, Naked Lunch to me is like a nine yeah. to a, like, nine and a half. Like, I love Naked Lunch, man. I've, 
I've watched it many, many times. It's one of my I love Cronenberg. See, man. I does such a great job with it. I couldn't put it anywhere near a top ten with one watch. I was like, I don't know. Me too. <laughs> no, honestly, man, watch. Naked Lunch is one of those times. movies, JP, where if you watch a few times, you're like, fuck, man, this movie's crazy cool, man. It, I it already thought cool. it was crazy cool. I just was like, I couldn't even talk about this movie and, if I. And I, I love it. Yeah, it's cool. Sure, score to this one where he actually adds like that Beat Street jazz vibe to it. Because if you don't know, William S. Burroughs is actually one of the top three like Beach Street authors, which is a style of uh, authorization of like their novels, like Jack Korak. They actually mm-hmm. write in like own prose, uh, and it's very interesting. Especially like uh, Peter Weller is fucking fantastic in this movie. He's Weller is amazing great. in everything, man. Like I yeah, said, he's just amazing. Like I said, unique leading man. You know, like like I said earlier, Leviathan's one of my top ten favorite horror movies, and it's pretty much because of him. Mm. You know, he, he just carries the movie for me, and you know, I, I always love see that coming. You know, and yeah, oh, I love Robocop, man. Just because I knew you were a big Godzilla fan, but Derek, I'm a, I'm a bigger Robocop fan, man. Robocop's one of my favorite horror movies I, of all time. Robocop He's so amazing and of unknown it, origin. I love that movie, man. That's like one of my favorite Kafka? killer rap movies. What's it? Did you watch Kafka for this year? Yep. Oh, I, I, I actually didn't. I actually. I think that you would like it if you like this. Yeah. One. It's a lot. It's a lot like Naked Lunch, kind of yep. in a lot of ways. Yep. In and, a way. Uh, yep. They both have Ian Holm in them, and he's both on trustworthy as fuck in both movies. Oh, yeah. I love Ian Holm in this too, man. Like, and Jeremy Irons is in Kafka in the leading role as Kafka. That makes sense. It's good. I actually liked Godzilla versus King Ghidorah quite a bit, so dude. It's like game. one of my favorite movies, like nine from like the 90s post you know like that I, shit is ridiculous it's like this too. fucking whole like futuramic fucking it's weird that's the and weirdest guy 11 who's like the greatest character ever the robot that just walks in slow motion <laughs> it's fucking great it's mm-hmm. funny when he's just walking in slow motion it's funny it's like every every year we get has a fucking godzilla movie in it like the last three years have had a godzilla movie that we prepped for. I, I do like godzilla. I, i'm actually that was a good I, one that wasn't me though. That, no, was, that was that was that was definitely moves that time. But you know, I was actually <laughs> the moves that time. You know, it was definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but if you actually listen to our episode of Underwater Kaiju, I'm actually the one ruined for Godzilla versus King Ghidorah the most. Where all of the other th- three hosts that are on that show are bashing the shit out of it. But I had a dinosaur, dude. Godzilla and time travel. How can you go wrong? That shit's amazing. Yeah, like, and, yeah that's it's, it's like honestly one of my it favorite. Dumb. It's one of my favorite Godzilla films from like oh, the last thirty years, man. I love and, it so and, much. Fun. And I, I don't want to get it. I have like, an eight like, out of ten on that one. Think about, I love that movie. Yeah, I'm also an eight out of ten on that one. And yeah. you know, uh, I could actually explain a lot of the things that you probably have problems with that JP. If you, well, that, that's a whole different issue. Yeah, in the I, I mean, I just thought it was funny that like they're like you know. They remove Godzilla from the radiation island, and then they're it's like, so "Luckily, we have a bunch of radiation where we moved him to, though." <laughs> and they're just yeah. basically stating that the planet is so polluted already, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, yes. Godzilla yeah, was bound to happen anyways. You know, that's yes. Yeah, so <laughs> they moved like... him to a different part, and like, oh, that's riddled with radiation too. <laughs> right. That's what I was like, I like. I like was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me when I watch. I just. That. I have to assume the whole planet's covered in radiation at this point. Right. If that's the case. But 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 the thing I like about that one too. This is a little off topic. Was that the first I, appearance oh. of King Ghidorah? No, no, he's back no, in the sixties, but they no, give no. him like a different origin. 
Yeah, because yeah, it him. seemed like an origin story, and I was like, huh. No, no, yeah, he's yeah, in films instead of a, Yeah, he's not a space monster in this one. He's made organically from, like, the future. Yeah, just a different story. Yeah. 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 Based on a true story, though. But Naked Lunch, <laughs> but naked, but naked lunch you know, it, it's fucking great, you know. Yeah. The, the little connection with uh, Moods' uh, favorite actor, Jeff Goldblum, him and Peter Willard are best friends in real life. Uh, oh, great God. stuff there. So, awesome shit there. Thumbs up. Love Jeff Goldblum. Love Peter As Willard. you guys know, Jeff Goldblum and this guy are best friends in real life. <laughs> No, I just wanted to bring that up for movies. An amazing piece of information that I'll keep with me forever. What a guy. And they were both Derek in Woody Allen. Derek keeps forcing this shit in my head that I don't want to remember. I'm going to be and like, they were both in Woody Allen. Be like, did you know Jeff Goldblum was friends with. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's in Annie Hall moods, and you love Annie Hall. I do love Annie Hall. And you love the set, and and he's in that. And I do love the set, and I, I never and said, I, I, never said I, I hated every movie with him, but. I just don't like him. He's, he's he's from JP and Carly's hometown. Leave him Dude, alone. but I just talked to Jeff Goldblum and I asked him about you and he said he likes you. Oh, he does not like me. There's no way he likes me. Fuck. <laughs> he's, he's, your number, he's the first one that subscribed to your YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one giving all the thumbs downs all the time. He got you all your all subscribers. <laughs> all right. Carly. Nice. What, what'd you give Naked Lunch? 9.5 out of 10. I love it. Cool. Yeah, my rating um, is nine on that one. I'm love, gonna guess. I love Naked Lunch. I'm taking a guess and say Cape Fear. That's what I said. Yes, which is apparently not a whore hair movie, but my number one is Cape Fear. All right, yeah, that's buddy. poor enough. God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, Cape Fear. I just think is a great movie because I mean Robert De Niro is fantastic, and I think he's very terrifying throughout the whole film. Um. Especially in the third act, I think that alone makes it horrific. And um, I think the way he just kind of like zones in on their family and kind of like you know gets inside the daughter's head. Even though I do agree, I think she's a total moron. Um, I always kind of thought that like this girl is completely. I understand being a little naive and like being like, oh, well, I don't know, this guy understands no, me. That's but, like, rich girl, it, fucking naive, right there. Yeah. I guess rich I, white maybe girl. you're right. It's hard to relate from somebody who's not rich or a girl. Jeremy, you'd probably relate better. <laughs> <laughs> or, or somebody who's not 16 years oh, old. Oh, JP steals it, man. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest joke ever, JP. 10 out of yeah. 10. <laughs> um, that was funny. But I just love, I love De Niro. I love the the first moment of the movie. I mean, you see him in prison, then he just like, he gets let out, and they're like, what about your books? And he's like, already read them. And he's like, immediately just, wa- it looks like he's just walking right to their house to go like fucking <laughs> fuck them all up. It's just yeah, amazing. Really, I love it. Really weird how they use the background, uh, the like, the digital like matte paintings are weird as fuck too. And they use them the whole movie. It looks yeah. great at the end. And I, and I love that they go to the movies to see Moose's favorite movie, Problem Child, speaking of John. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It is Problem weird that Problem Child's Playing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like Universal. some problem child. Yes. I watched all three of them a couple like two years ago. There's three problem childs. Yeah, there is don't, a, there is a th- I never just seen pretend one. there's two. <laughs> don't ever I would never watch Problem Child Three. I barely would watch one or two. One or two Dude, good, there is but... five home alone films. Yeah. Six. That, that is true. Oh, is there six? Oh, I Maybe. think. I, yeah, remember when Home Alone 3 came out and we all were like, man, this sucks. But like now looking back, it's like, <laughs> oh, that Home Alone 3 was like a high point. I have that paint can yeah. edition and the wife and the kid, they watch them every year and I've never seen Past Part 2. 
You gotta watch three's the one okay. with French Three, Three's not bad. It, it, is the it thing really? about Three, it has the same spirit. You know what why I mean? Why are we and watching it, Home? Why are we talking about Home Alone Three? I don't know. Because because that's what we it's do, Dave. The twenty-two shots of Stop. tangents and horror. Come on, man. You know that, Carly. Shit. Do you have anything else to say about Kate here? Um, it's a good movie, and How'd I you think feel it does about have the tongue scene. Against, like, the what? When Juliet Lewis and De Niro tongue. You already said oh, it's, that. It's very good. Very good. It's very good, good stuff. Good the stuff. part where he's talking about like putting a value on prison rape is like super fucking <laughs> scary. <laughs> how much do we rape by four white guys? God, how about, about four black guys? <laughs> God bless yeah. Elena Douglas for getting beat the fuck in her fucking cheek bit enough. De Niro is one of the all time greats, man. Hands down. Gotta yeah, be I love so him. good, dude. I like watching him no matter what. Not yeah. anymore, but I don't I have Irishman, but he's good in it. <laughs> He's good, but he's CGI good. He half the movie. Like, he might not do like the best movies anymore, but he's still like good in any movies. And I feel he's good um, in Joker. He's great in Joker. Yeah, actually. yeah, he's fantastic. He's good at Meet the Fockers. I mean, he is little Fockers. He's amazing. Yeah, exactly. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> I love those I movies. That. I don't, don't want to watch a Bronx now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bro- oh, I like Bronx that, yeah. yeah, that was great. But um, anyway, great movie, nine out of ten, lovely. All right, I guess this is anticlimactic as fuck. Um, sometimes you know objectivity, you know, tops the charts. So I was like, eh, when a movie I like is that good, even though if it might not personally be my favorite, I just was like, ah, I'm gonna put it as number one just because it's that fucking good. Silence of the Lambs, ten out of ten. I got Dave's and JP's. That's it. That's that's why you put everybody as Silence of the Lambs. Jesus. I was like, it's the best movie, objectively. And that's why it was a good of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, and it depends on what we do with your list. We admitted Dave. that. Dude, regardless, we, I would have never got six. Naked Lunch. I would have never got Naked Lunch. I would have never got Kate Fear for Carly. I should have got people under the stairs from JP when thinking about it. That was dumb. Uh, yeah, that's, Jeremy, I thought everybody that was knew the only that. Jeremy's just going to be afraid of the dark, which I, I would have never guessed. Because Jeremy what usually I goes to the best movie. Um, <laughs> you, guys are gonna, you guys are going to be fucking shocked. <laughs> It's fucking like so fucking it's earnest. delicate fucking Tessin? No, it's, delicate. it's poison. But nope. uh, oh, it's probably poison because he's like, how the hell you give that a two out of ten, Carly? Okay, so anyways, like uh, fucking I don't know. And moods, I don't even remember what moods. Moods hasn't even went yet, so <laughs> I know I'm tired. Number one is <laughs> I said resurrected for moods. Yeah, that's probably it. Moods. Right. I, I, I should have said that. Coming in at number one for my. Bonnie, can you stop? What would you rate that? Dave? Seriously, what would you? What ten? ten? Oh, it's Hall of definitely okay, Hall. Okay, so it's thirty out of thirty Hall of Fame then. I mean, I gave I spit on your grave ten out of ten. How the fuck can I not give Silence of the Lambs ten out of ten? Because people under the stairs wouldn't be able to be your number one. <laughs> I, I, I would be willing to get people under the stairs a nine out of ten event. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, I love people. I, I'm gonna put a deep one to the stairs before Silence of the Lambs again, though. Moods. All right, coming in at number one is uh, the last great film by Fulci, Doran to Silence. No, I'm just joking. I just wanted I to piss off. I just wanted to piss off fucking Dave. I was about to be like, fuck it. That's all. Uh, I couldn't even hold I, that. I role. liked both Fulci films. I, I'm gonna be honest. I liked Voices from Beyond. I thought it was good. No. Mm-hmm. Fucking Door to Silence on, is better like than it. Voices from Beyond. It, it actually is. It's a better. What? Movie. No. It is. 
Voices sure. for and Silence I actually really like, interesting. Movie. It, I think Door in Silence is a better movie too. Door in the Silence is an absolute zero Fulci. It's a fucking gun for hire. It doesn't even feel like it, well, it's a t- touch. It, it, I think it's a TV film though too, right? So, it's the Zombie Ninety of Fulci. Come on, Dave. It, it is what it is. It, I mean, it's definitely not a uh, gracious, gracious exit. But um, anyways, well, this is from Beyond's a gothic horror film, at least. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its moments, but it's not a great movie. But um, coming in number one is the Dan O'Bannon classic, in my opinion. One, I won. Good shit. The Resurrected. I think we all got moods. The Resurrected Fuck. Man. I love this movie. I, you know, it, it wasn't it, Samurai Cop. <laughs> you know that was just a fun rating, right? I know. I know you're fucking around. Um, I love Samurai. He gave it a five out of five on Letterbox. Me and Jamie are like, this Dude. motherfucker better not have fucking <laughs> top. Fucking top couple of you know that's calculated, right? And I know you guys are looking at my Letterbox. So I'm gonna throw you guys a bone. <laughs> Dude, I I look at your Letterbox almost daily. Like I'll be like, wonder what Moods watched last night, and then I'll go look and I'll read his two sentence, two word reviews. <laughs> and, and, well, it's ever top when that dude gets shot and he refuses to fall on the ground that black guy and he just keeps crying like oh, that fat guy and he keeps like acting like he's not gonna fall i literally almost cried <laughs> um the resurrected yeah it's um it's a movie that i absolutely obviously love because it's very strange you know you don't get a lot of um adaptations that are very true to the to the source material and I, I, I don't really actually even consider that to be a thing that needs to be a thing for myself. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be true to the source material. It, it really doesn't. But it's surprising that this movie actually is very close to the source material and that Dan O'Bannon was able to pull that off. The ending is different for sure. The ending is not the same as the source material for sure, from what I remember. It's been a while since I've read it. Um, but this is a great film. I think Chris Sarandon fucking just kills the role of you know, Dexter Ward and fucking um, Kieran, man. I think that's just, he does such a great job in this, man. Great effects. Um, oh, what's the dude's name that's from Fast Times? Uh, well, we know who Eric. Anyways, that dude, man. I Like Jeremy said earlier, man, he's he's great in the film, man. He's actually yeah. great. I wish this guy had done more stuff. Like, I really don't know him from anything else besides these films, to be honest, but... He's really good, man. Um, but this is one of those adaptations where I just feel like O'Bannon really got the material and really brought out the Lovecraft because there's so many adaptations that are shit of Lovecraftian um, material, and I think it's due to the fact that these film or the the you know the um, the source material is a little bit too much. It's almost too complicated, you know, to put into film. Yeah, um, you hear that a lot. That it's just really hard to adapt Lovecraft. It is, and I think that Reanimator does a pretty decent job. I mean, that movie's just fun regardless, even if it's not that true to the source material and stuff. It is a little bit different, obviously, but that movie just turns out to be really damn good. But uh, The Resurrected, man, it's casted fucking great. I mean, you know, it's I, I think that... Um, uh, who's who's a chick that plays his wife? Um, Jane Sabat. She, at times, man, her acting is actually not the greatest. You know, she's kind of shitty at times. I won't lie. She's the weakling of the cast. She definitely is, man. She just kind of comes off. Because Chris Randon is so good in the movie as these dual characters and shit. And his, his transformation and shit, what's going on is, is fantastic. But great cinematography. Oh, yeah, man. When they yeah. get down into the depths of that house, man. Oh, dude. I love catacombs and horror in general. Dude, it's so good, man. When they start pulling off those fucking, you know, the uh, the urns and shit off the shelves, I'm just like, man, this the aesthetics of this is so great right now. It's so, it, love it. 
absolutely subterranean horror is fantastic really really yeah. good and i think dave brought it up early too man the scene where they're down by the river and they're talking about the voiceovers talking about um the water washed away you know the banks and shit and you see these bodies kind of coming out and shit i'm like that's fucking brilliant really and really the ones like breathing and moving and all the people around it with like a like yeah a dude and shit. it's oh, literally man. like a moving fucking freak man it's like basket it's case three scary. i love when the townspeople get but their horish <laughs> i love it too it's so gothic too <laughs> it is man it's really fucking good man i just absolutely love the way this whole movie progresses and, and the whole end of the movie and shit like that and i love how it ends too you know, I'm, I'm not going to give away the actual ending and what he says and things like that. And it's just one of those movies I can watch all the time. I think I watched it three times this year. Um, it's great. <laughs> Nine and a half out of ten. Um, that's my. That's Is my that Hall film. of Fame? No. You gave I it. Gave it a, I gave it a nine point five. Oh, did it? Did you? Yeah. That's two nine point fives and a nine for me. It made a yeah. Hall of Fame. It made a Hall of Fame. Did it really? There's two. I gave it a nine. So we got uh, Silence of the Lambs and the Resurrected. Nice. Wait, yeah. does that equal Hall of Fame? Yeah. yeah. 9.5, 9.5, yeah, 9. Yeah, that's 28. Well, I'll be damned. That's crazy. All right. I'm, now, I'm okay with it. I like that movie a lot. That's yeah, great. Now, movie. now, everybody, before I say my number one, remember, it's my favorite. It's not the best movie. Boo this man. Still you don't have to explain that to us. Oh, you're talking to the audience. Okay. Talking to the audience. Nothing but trouble. Absolutely. Number what? one, nothing but trouble. Uh, That's your favorite movie? Mind blown. That is my favorite movie from 1991. Absolutely. I didn't even watch that fucking thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like a fucking I'm not dipshit. I'm the only other one to head on the list. Absolutely. This movie. I didn't even think about it as being horror, though. That that's fine. Uh, I couldn't put something that Looney Tunes is my number one ever. I don't think. Wow, that's oh, also his uh, favorite. You though, put right? people under the stairs on your list. That's not one. Looney Tunes. Damn it. It's, it's pretty well, Looney. That's a little goofy. That's, that's a little the funniest goofy. part. This movie is just balls to the wall. Fucking absolutely crazy. Like. It's just so out there and bonkers. I mean, it's my kind of humor. I, lo- I love that kind of stupid, over-the-top kind of shit. Yeah, immature kind of shit. It's like it's like Pee-wee's Playhouse on acid. I mean, there's just like so much that crazy. Which is already on acid. <laughs> yeah, there's just, just so much crazy shit going on. I mean, I had a huge-ass smile on my face the entire time I watched this movie. And like I said, it's not the best movie. People are going to be like, what the fuck is... Jeremy, a pretentious douchebag asshole who doesn't know the difference between favorites, has nothing but trouble as his number one. I don't think that favorite. would ever be considered pretentious as your number one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like stupid or like retarded or No, you obviously know the difference between favorites and and best because that's obviously a favorite. Yeah. It didn't get good reviews when it came out anyways, you know. I love the movie. I think it's just absolutely... I liked it. Great. I liked it's, it. I gave it a seven and a half. Could have could have been. I did the same spot. thing. I gave it a seven and a half as well. After I watched it, I go, oh, that's, that's the best movie I've watched. Not because it's the best or it's the greatest. It's just a movie that, you know, wouldn't get made today like that. I mean, it's a huge, a bigger budget comedy that is just out there and bonkers. And I, I just really liked it. So. Hmm. Nothing. I expected trouble. something like Delicatessen or fucking don't. I consider Delicatessen actually is his film too, but I don't really consider it horror though. No, it's really no, not. I don't either. Or what probably made But it's list. a fun movie though. I thought it was decent. I didn't love it. I like the style of it more than anything. Yeah. The what, story. What'd you give that, Jeremy? An eight. 
his number one eight out of ten is crazy. Are, are we doing our bottom yeah, one? You're the dude that used one? to give Mood shit for putting his out of order, if I remember. Correctly. It was my favorite movie that I watched. I know, but I mean, you used to give Mood shit for having a nine before. A it's not the best movie. It's not like Signs of the Lambs, but oh my! As I looked at all the movies. As I looked at all the movies, that was my favorite movie that I watched. Well, so. Imagine not Scream Child's, Factory. Not Child's Play 3. Mine is That's all amazing. over the fucking place, man. <laughs> it's so it's a movie Scream Factory should put on Blu-ray. Nothing but trouble, though. I, is I it was, not on Blu-ray? Uh, no. No, you can. it's what HD on Amazon, though, if you buy it. That's There's honestly HD one of the it. only John Candy films, films I actually don't own. I own, like, everything by him. Big fan. He's, you should own it. He's great. Well, that was anti. He's like a climate. Canadian legend to me, man. Jeremy never goes last again. <laughs> okay. Derek should have went last. Actually, I wouldn't say it was anticlimactic. It was. It was shocking. No, you're right. To be honest, it was shocking. Yeah, I was it, actually, it actually worked well going at the end. Are we uh, drawing? Or no, we had to say what's the worst movie that we watched. Yeah, well, I got, worst. I got movie. five, six movies. Okay. I got two. Who's going first? Now, let's just go in the order. JP should go, and we'll just do that okay. order, right? I'll go. Uh, okay, so the bottom five for me was Golden Years, Stephen King adaptation. <laughs> you try to make Golden me watch that too, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you watch Golden Years. I'm like, all right, I'm like, it was such a slog. It's like six hours long, and it's a mini series, and and like it was supposed to be a pilot series for a TV. I'm like, there's no way this whatever made a fucking full series. Um, one of the worst Stephen King things I ever watched, really, but it. I saw like some little potential in it, but it was just fucking boring. Um, and then under that was Class of Newcomb High Two. I didn't mind it honestly, but it it was. What was the rating? I give it a four and a half. That was, oh my god, jeez. I got it at a four and a half too. Yeah. You like it? I see you like. It. Not really. Yeah, oh, I I like it. I think it's ridiculous, but I'm I'm just saying like that was I can't believe that's like the bottom of the barrel. Like I mean, yeah. Carly Carl uh, was terrified. And then my number f- under that is Crawlers, uh, ranked at number sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, uh, I love at the end of that movie where everybody's standing around the town like in a group and people are getting killed and no one notices it. They're like, what? what? Crawlers? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you liked Crawlers, dude. Honestly, I love Crawlers. It's it's like one of my favorite guilty pleasures. And that's, um, and I that's just bottom of the good. barrel for you. Oh my god. Well, it's bottom rated. Yeah, no, but, okay. I, that's rated. my lowest rated. Yeah, You're lucky, JP. You're lucky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Crawlers, four out of ten. I gave that one. And then Where Evil Lives. Like two of the stories were okay, or one of them. I can't remember. It was the anthology trauma. Uh, and then more trauma here at the bottom, which is Killer Nerd was the worst movie I saw, and I actually liked it. Nerd, so nerd, 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 nerd. Dude, pretty much every movie I seen this year. Dis- the, have you ever seen American Col- Splendor before? No. That, that movie that Paul Giamatti yeah. plays. He Amazing. actually. It's it's about the lead character in Killer Nerd, that real life person. Mm. Yeah. And that Our movie, American film. Splendor, is fucking phenomenal. It's it really, really good. Film. It's a phenomenal yep. film. But that guy, the real life guy, is that dude that is in Killer Nerd. He was like a real nerd. Like a fucking real. That's not a character he's playing. He's actually playing him. Well, obviously, he's a little bit of a character, but. But that was like his he real really life. He really killed those people, JP. Yeah, you know what I mean. You guys know what the fuck I mean. You know, I'm he's probably, he, was, he was playing himself me. minus the killer angle. But anyways, he's in Nuke and Maya too, the original in the beginning. Yeah. So, oh, have you ever seen American the... Splendor Man? Oh my god, that shit is—it's yeah. so good. G-Mar, G-Mar, That's G-Mar, not G-Mar. him in the first Nuke and Maya. 
Is it? Well, that gets the green shit out of his ear? No, no. Uh, There's no way that's him. I've no. seen Nukem High 45 times. No, Nukem You'd High love that movie. movie. I, I love Nukem High. That the biggest drop for me was uh, a film that I literally thought would make my top 10. Like, I was saying that it would the entire time. I actually thought it would until I rewatched it. And I'm like, man, it. I know that, like, everybody else Don't hates bring it, it up. I don't hate it, but it definitely, it definitely didn't hold up. From from the last time I watched it, and that's Freddy's Dead. Oh, I want it all. That, you thought that was going Great to be graphics. in your top ten. <laughs> I've always liked Dude, Freddy's Dead. That scene with the fucking dream like worms it. is one of the most embarrassing scenes Dude, in the whole franchise. Dude, Dude, it's Dude. so bad. It's so bad. It has good stuff in it. Dude, every time the Tracy chick talks, I just want to punch her in the fucking mouth. The acting is terrible. Character. Oh, you, you gotta, you gotta go look at her dreams like Doc told you to. You know, it sounds terrible. Like her. It <laughs> does. You know, like fucking power like glove shit, man, just kills me. Yelp of Kodo was in it though. That's a good thing. Yeah, I think Kodo was like phoning it in. He was like Michael Caine in Jaws: The Revenge in that movie. Yeah, but, but phoning Yelp at Kato, Kodo in, still good. Yeah, the only I good mean, part there, of the movie. There wasn't a huge five. amount of slashers either. No, no, this the slasher um, was pretty much done at this point. Pop, pop, popcorn, popcorn was there. Um, Which is actually, okay, we have to mention that because that's a very, very popular film from 1991. And I remember this. seeing a bunch of lists, your favorite films from 1991. Everybody had popcorn on it. I like popcorn. I think yeah, all those people have not it. seen a lot of film. <laughs> but the thing is, I like popcorn too. <clears throat> uh, I love Jill Sholin. She's like, honestly, I think they she's... made a popcorn too. No, I love no. popcorn. Okay, also, sorry, my English, well. my English was very deceiving there. Sorry, JP but he doesn't know the difference between the three twos. I love <laughs> he does Jill Sholin. There's like, three I love twos. Jill Sholin, man, I love her. <laughs> I just feel like popcorn has such a great idea, and it's it's not executed as as well as it should be. You know, uh, the movie could have been way better. Honestly, the poster the art is the best yeah. thing about the movie. If you, like, if it's you know amazing. the backstory of the moves, if you know the backstory of the movie, problems. it's a lot better than it, it turned out that what? you think it would be. You know what I mean? You know, Jill Sholin was actually not the first cast. They actually fired the original actors like three weeks in. Like in production. Yeah. Oh, see, I, For me, I, it was I, like I never really. Alan I mean, I, I probably if you watch this shit on the special on the special feature, I just I'm bad for not watching that shit though. I like popcorn. I think it's pretty good. I, I, like I, I popcorn do. Too. I give popcorn like, a seven. I have a popcorn as a seven, but I don't think it's like a. It's not. I don't know. It man. was on every top ten list I looked up. Exactly because yeah, I every do look one. up a lot. Of every single list. One. It was on every. Popcorn's single one. a little sloppy. But you got to yeah. you got to remember, I have Zerum at seven out of ten, and I got fucking Transfers two at seven out of ten. So come on, man. Uh, yeah, popcorn so and the Boneyard were like the two that I, like I didn't either one of those. I was kind of thinking for a number like ten or nine spot, but. I went with the Boneyard because it's People fun. are going to be pissed that no, not one of us has popcorn on our top 10. Of course, of course, of course, because <laughs> every was list pretty, I even see. It was pretty uh, a big variety. I mean, there was a couple films that made, I think, all five lists. like Songs Child's Play 3? Well, pre-me uh, going off nope, Facebook there, there man, every list I've seen that was posted in our Facebook page was everyone had popcorn on it. It was yeah, fucking popcorn. hilarious. Everyone. Every single uh, list. People Under the Stairs was on all five, right? Yep. All six. Yeah. Six all six. Us, all six. Yeah. That I, was. I, I think sometimes. that and Sounds of the Lambs, I think, might be the only film. Thanks. Child's yeah, Play made th- five. Pit and the Pendulum made four. 
I didn't have it. Yeah. Four. Harley I think there it. was, what, no. two films? Jeremy, Jeremy didn't have, have it. Sounds of the Lambs and people on the street. Yeah, okay. And then three Sec- for Necromantic, too, as well. Sect made four or five? Well, the Goblin was on three. The Sect made more lists than I thought for sure. <laughs> Me, you, Carly, Dave, and Derek had the Sect. No, it's, I didn't. It's, it's objectively a well-made movie. It's great. I, I didn't have the Sect. What? What? I actually can't believe that fucking, Derek didn't have every it. Every chance somebody had it, Derek would be like, Herbert Lombard, Herbert Lombard. <laughs> How many people hey, had hey, it? I, still talk, I still love the set. It was a, actually a first time watch for me. <clears throat> is, That's the thing. So, I went to hell was somebody's on three like, lists? My number seven is the second, and before you say a word, Derek's like, Herbert Lombard. <laughs> I think I went to hell made more lists than I thought it would too, man. I Surprised me, Jeremy's. Be honest. Oh, Necromantic Jeremy's two, list was actually better than I thought it would moves. be. He had some pretty interesting films. Necromantic two blue moods of shitter. I mean, yeah, three lists. That's impressive. I thought yeah, I was gonna be the and only I love the movie too, man. But it's just not. Dave, you, you don't know. want to talk about Frost instead? You know what? Okay, I haven't got to mine yet. We're this is gonna surprise. I can't believe that Puppet Master three never made JP's it list. Make one. I thought it would make yours. You rate it higher to me. That was one of my all-time yeah, favorite it, movies as a kid. I'm kind of ashamed it didn't make my I'm list. still there, man. Like, I, Puppet Master, Boneyard, those movies. I love those movies, man. That's way... I'm the only guy that had Boneyard. But wait then again, I love There's Nothing Out There also, and I know yeah. Dave hates that movie. So I love Nothing's sucks. Out There either. That was on my list for a long time. Fuck it. It's, it's an early meta film that fucking works. Uh, it's so much fun. JP to stop talking. What? <laughs> That's my fault. It's hard. It's wow. hard. It's hard. <laughs> All right, Derek, go ahead. Your bottom, bottom films. Well, obviously, it's fucking Alien Beast. Fuck that movie up its fucking ass. Fucking yeah. hard. Yeah, if fucking I don't watch it, it would have been down there. Zero point fucking zero. Fuck you it. Can't do that. I could do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Let him do you it. Can't. He's drinking. Do we even write these bottom he's, movies? He's real drunk off watery now. I'm not even drunk anymore. I'm just raging. My, my lowest film was a three out of ten with Killer Night. I have like five zeros. Fuck them. You can't, can't have zero on twenty-two shots. I could have zeros if I want to. Another Christian five, Luciani six. Luciani could have add. zeros on this show. I could have fucking zeros. He has zero on exploding heads. He has zeros on this too. No, and I didn't let him back then either. You did. I I'm changing back. it to point five on the website if we ever if I put it up there. I'm just saying. Point five. Just say your movies. <laughs> Alien Beast, the, the Hungry of the whatever the fuck it's called, Horror Hagen. Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. Fuck it. Fuck Freddy's dead. Fuck it hard. Fuck that movie hard. Terrible. <laughs> Freddy's <laughs> dead bottom. Get the fuck out of here. You it's guys fucking true. terrible. It's fucking atrocious. <laughs> Worst fucking acting ever in that movie. Fuck <laughs> Worst acting ever. It could get raped by a fucking iron lung. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Even Alice Cooper couldn't say that piece of fucking shit. <laughs> this guy's killing oh it. God. He's killing it. Fucking fucking poor Billy Zane had to carry his do- sister after that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't think of the other fucking. I actually like Dream Shatter. Uh, that was actually all right for what it was. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, talking about our least favorite though. You know, I'm trying to think of the SOV ones. Shut the fuck up, JP, for once. You well, know? Let me help you here. SOV. What was so? There was a couple that were so science, bad. Science craze is pretty terrible, but at least it has story to it a little bit. Zombie 90, pretty terrible, but I kind of like that. We had an actual story on, like, Alien Beast. Fuck that movie. That's about it. Fuck off. Car- Carly, where are right. you at? Is there, how many are we listing here? Like, our entire five. list? Bottom five. 
Okay, I think Derek just listed 25, but... Okay, um... No, he well, put some that he liked in there. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Derek didn't get Jesus the memo on dislikes. He put some that he liked. I was <laughs> and thinking. He will do that He's one like, no, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Fuck off. Well, it was funny because he was going through the shit movies, but he was like, I kind of like this. Like, I did like this one, though. I gave it an eight. <laughs> it's rated low, but it's, it's kind of it's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, okay, well, I'll just say, like, I don't know, guys. Like, I thought that Poison movie was pretentious and uh, uh, just boring as fuck, and I, I gave it a ten. two out of ten. Two out of ten. Fuck it. Fuck you, Derek. Fuck everybody. After that, uh, Graveyard Story. Boring as all shit. Um, I was falling asleep in and out of it. Uh, barely a horror movie. Fuck that. Molly and the Ghost. Um, that one was kind of like so bad it's good at first, but then it like quickly overstayed its welcome and I just that wanted to kill myself. Oh, I never rewatched that. I actually own that DVD. Oh That's my god. Yeah. The acting is just so funny at first, but then it's like, you're like, okay, it's funny for like 30 minutes and you're like kind of done with it. Um... Blood Massacre. I barely remember this. I don't think it was even that. I don't think it was that bad of a movie, but like, I gave it a four. I don't know. Don um, Dollar. Don Dollar. It's fair, though. Fair. Yeah. I like Blood Massacre, but a four is fair. Blood Massacre uh, is the, actually kind of fun. Not his best movie. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I remember it not being that bad. I barely. It was like when I watched it early on. That it looks like dog shit, too. Yeah, that, that was kind of so hard yeah. to watch. Yeah. Um, True Voodoo story. Dolls. That was a shot on video film. I could barely hear it. Um, it seemed like it could have been like okay if I could hear what was going on half the time, but you know. Uh, Sounds more yeah. than like more than five. Okay, well that's five then. Oh, it's okay, Carly. Party I killer there. Right now. Yeah, okay, um, I got six only because I have a tie on one. I'll start oh, but he's on top. six. I'll only do five then. I'll only do five. Yeah, even no, though you, you guys did six. like. Go ahead. No, you can do uh, six. The worst movie is Oster Montag, um, German splatter. It's like. 18-year-old kids making the grossest shit they could come up with. It's just a big pile of dog shit. It makes no sense. <laughs> and the opening of the movie, they literally are like, this is footage found by police. And then in that footage, they have a guy have a flashback. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? You can't have footage with police and then have a guy with a flashback. Fuck that movie. Stupid. The end's real gross, though. And somebody um, shoots a gun up somebody's ass and then rapes them and the cum comes out of their spinal cord. Nice. <laughs> I saved you an hour and a half. Sounds like my nice. personal problems. Wicked World. Oh my god, this is a fucking mess. I know we some know. people think it's... Oh, that's but... the other one I was trying to think of. Wicked World is fucking Dude, terrible. Dude, it's a mess. And this, this guy fucking writes all this weird political shit in there and then tries to make his character who's a cop. He's like a cop but kills people. Yep. A fucking messiah. I told you, right off the top of the show. Canadian yeah. hating motherfucker right there. Dude, Wicked World is objectively... The only good part is like the 10 minute montage of the Dude, guy fucking his girlfriend. Dude, it's easily an beginning. 8 out of 10. That movie's it's good. 8 out of 100. Um, <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. You might be right. It's real bad. It's, it is bad. I didn't yeah. watch it. I'm Child of Light, totally Child of Darkness, you. super dull TV movie. So goddamn boring. I wanted to die. Um, <laughs> can't Can't Fear, really bad slasher. Buck Flowers, great in it, but it's really that's the only thing worth watching. And then five, I have Tiger Claws, which is a martial arts movie, but there's a killer going around. Um, piece of shit, <laughs> boring. It's a vanity project. The lead actor is so bad. I wanted to die. Um, and also, I watched Beasties, the director's cut. And the not the 80-minute version. I watched the fucking hour and 42-minute version. It's so, it's so bad. I did fucking garbage, garbage movie. There's like 25 minutes of people talking, and they're stupid, and it's just junk. There is tits, though. 
Mm. Tits are always good. I wish I had watched just for this portion of the show all the all the real shitty ones that I had on deck, but I never got to. Oh, and sorry, and a special shout out to Zombie Ninety, which I didn't rewatch because I know it was the abysmal pile of dog shit. And uh, Mm. fuck you, Dan. I actually actually prefer Zombie Ninety over Alien Beast. I I bet. Yeah, Yeah, Zombie Ninety actually. That's like saying, do you prefer dog shit over cat shit? Pretty much. Zombie 90 no, actually isn't too bad. Plane. It's not too bad. 7 out of 10. Eh, I'm just joking. Oops. I know you got some. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go from the bottom here. Science Crazed, 0.5 out of 10. I mean, it's abysmal Canadian bullshit. I'm with Dave. Fuck Canadian films. They suck. I didn't watch Science Crazed. You told me not to. It was. I needed number 91 last night, and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just punish myself. I feel like I need to be punished I, for some weird reason. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but anyways, I watched uh, uh, Brain Twisters. Man, two out of ten. This movie, oh my god! I it's some, it's some like bullshit about some software bullet. Oh god, it was it was like abysmal. Like, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, Vampire Trailer Park. I hated the fucking movie. I thought it was horrible. <laughs> two out of ten. It was fucking you know, it took it took me four months to find that goddamn fucking <laughs> Breaking movie. Breaking my heart. It how did it end up finding fucking? It actually was. It pissed me. The whole movie just pissed me off. Man. How I was did like, I get is... it? I put out an expensive bounty on a torrent website, and somebody knew somebody who was in the movie, and they had like a VHS of it. So they asked the dude to have the VHS, and no. then they transferred it to DVD. Are you serious? And then they put the DVD in the internet. How much did you pay for on it? Ireland VHS. Yeah, I didn't pay anything. I just paid some torrent. Upload credits. I will say, but, man, the, uh, the transfer that you had there was actually pretty good for a shot on video film or whatever. But it was only released in Ireland, so yeah. well, hold on to that because we're probably like two of the only people that have a copy. <laughs> no, it's on it's, it's on, on YouTube site. Everybody has it now. It's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, because he put it on the torrent site. Yep. Okay. I mean, if we're going by ratings or just like worse shit, I mean, I have All American Murder next, which is kind of funny because <laughs> it made oh, Carly's top ten. Stop 10. Um, I mean, objectively, it's not one of the worst movies I've seen, but I fucking hated Father. Frost is dead, man. I couldn't stand it. Me too. It. Me too. I hated it. Like Me too. I didn't. I, I no gave it like a three to ten. It. it made no sense. But it, it, it I, no I, sense. I felt like I couldn't pull anything from this movie. It yeah. felt like I went to review it. I had of, no words. I couldn't I, say a word. Right? I, I was like, what the fuck did I? I'm like, should I watch this again? Did I miss something? I'm like, it? I feel like I didn't I miss did anything. Too. It's a Russian film. It was oh, fucking. Yeah. It was artsy for the sake of being artsy, but it had nothing in there. It was. Bullshit. I would watch any other movie on my list over that again, even oh, though I didn't rate it the lowest. It was fucking horrible. I hated it. Didn't Jeremy recommend this piece of shit? Yeah. No, I gave it a six. I gave it a four. That sounds what? like a recommend. How do you, like what? What did you? What did you <laughs> see in it that you what? gave it a six? I don't understand why you would give it a like. What did you see in it that oh, it was artsy God, and foreign? Literally, no, I, dude, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm just legitimately real, asking you a question because a everybody here is kind of in agreement that saw it that is fucking abysmal. I couldn't make any. I couldn't. Make, it made no <sighs> sense. I watched it and then I was like, "Did I not pay attention to that?" Oh, not, Dude, I this is the that. meaning of a very pretentious film that just. Oh my god! It's. I stared it, at the screen and had to rewind it twice to make sure I saw. I was like, "Did I look down at my phone or did I watch it?" And I rewound. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I did watch it. I just actively forgot it while I was watching." It. <laughs> right. It, it literally is like that. It's, it's fucking the best. Weird. Jeremy, what's the worst movie? And, and I got to say, Kingdom of the Vampire, man. That shit was fucking terrible, too, man. Terrible. Didn't hate it. Uh, really? Yes. It was horrible. Oh, it's horrible, see. but I didn't hate it. 
Puss Bucket the Musical, absolutely fucking awful. Give it a half out of ten. Uh, Alien Beasts, uh, half out of ten. Uh, number three, we have Dolly Dearest. Uh, oh, come on. I hated Dolly Dearest. Son good. of a bitch. I give it a four out of ten. I think it's it was a good shit. It looks like a six. It's nah. a seven. I, I thought it was a six and a half. I give it a okay, five seven, out of ten. maybe a little outstretched. It's a solid five out of ten. What's I wrong thought, with it? I thought the doll looked it's like chunky. crap, and I thought just oh here we go. I thought <laughs> the story. <laughs> he is there with child's play, but he hates Dolly Dearest. <laughs> All right, no, uh, it's a ripoff. It's a knockoff of his favorite movie. He's gonna hate it. Any hidden gems? Dream Stalker. Yeah, uh, but we'll talk about those on the twenty-five. Beasties, oh. Into the Badlands. Yeah. All oh, right. Into the Badlands is fine. It's a bit boring. I didn't get to see that one. It's fine. All right, so that's all all of the... Let's go. Let's pick a year, fuckers. Is it time? It's time. All right, man. Let's do it. JP. 87. You got that randomizer. 88. Fuck it. What are you guys hoping? I'm I'm hoping for 74. Ah! Ah! Or or 81. 74 is a good year. 1980. (laughs) <laughs> or 81 or 74. I think those years would be fun as fuck. 80, man. 80 stacked. Oh, dude. That's my birth year. I kind of want to do late 80s. That would be fun. I do want 87. We just did late 80s with 91. Come on. I don't, I don't want to do 89. 87 is <laughs> the cutoff. 74 is pretty good. Okay. 78 as well. 78 as well. Let me make sure I pulled out 91, and I didn't. Let me pull this out real quick. Yeah, 97. Make sure, you don't, make sure you took the 90s out. And put oh, the yeah, I have to take all the 90s out. Shit. <laughs> 90s killed. I wasn't ready for this. Stuff. You poophead. Did you just say I forgot to pull up 91? Dude, yeah. all the 90s I forgot to pull all the there. 90s. I ain't yeah, I know. I, I, I got to take them out. Hold on. You guys talk about something while I do this. Oh, we're going to talk about like, slack. Okay, what'd you, yeah, did, did anybody I'm here afraid. watch Zerum? Which one? Zerum? I started it. Get oh, the Asian one? I didn't get yeah. to see that one. No. Yeah, I attempted no. to watch that one. I wasn't really into it. Oh, it was oh. fucking fun as hell, man. I loved it. it the good. Channeler is a movie I watched uh, a long time ago that is on my old reviews. That's mm-hmm. a piece of shit, too. Dave, what did you think of Zerum? I didn't watch Zerum. Oh, you didn't? No, I should have. Oh, it was so much fun. It was so is much it, fun. You know. Is it a horror movie or is it like a superhero thing? It's sci-fi. It's like Giver. Sci-fi horror. I, I is it say. like the Giver? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked like the Giver, which it I kind of had a cool premise. Is it, though. Is it I, better I, than the Giver? But the, mm, I would, I'd like it better than Giver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. How much is it take? Okay, all I gotta do is delete it. No, because I have to put in all the eighties too. Ooh, I had I told it still earlier. Set from I last told you time. earlier. You like Nobody mentioned Battle Girl. Battle Girl was fucking fun as hell. Oh, right? I, actually that. Our list. I actually rewatched that today. We're yeah, doing our extended list, right? Yeah, we're doing our extended list, man. All right, are you guys ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, so at, for the listeners out there, the random year that's included, which I take everything before '69. And put in there. Some years don't even have ten films, so we'd watch like three. (laughs) These are rankings, but thirty-six was the year. I'm not sure what it looks like. It probably won't come up. Then we have sixty-nine. As you guys remember, sixty-eight was when we started, and we went forward. Uh, And then we have all seventies except for seventy-two moves, (gasps) and (laughs) and seventy-six. 
Uh, and then all 80s except for 82, 85, and 86. No 90s because we just took them out. Uh, and then all the 2000s minus 02. Uh, so it would make sense if that. we returned to the to the 2000s. And then, what's that? I don't want to do the 2000s. No. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> Freaks okay, me out, man. Uh, 10, 11, and 12. So that's it. There's a total of 29 up. eligible years. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yes. yes. Come on, 87. Right, let's roll. 97, come on. It's not in there, you fucking idiot. I know, it's a joke, you dipshits. I don't and believe. The winner is... You guys are going to be upset. Oh my <laughs> god, it's 2004, isn't it? It's 2005. Oh, oh we're so god. close. Yes. Moves Two, is here. 2005 sucks! Some good stuff. In the 2005 is actually a pretty good year. It's a pretty good year. Five, there's 515 films... Are you going to watch how many? 105, I guess? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it only made sense right we returned to the 2000s. We'd only knocked one off. There's some okay stuff. The Descent, Constantine, Saw 2, Hostel, Devil's oh, Rejects. Slow down, dude. I can't comprehend. You do this every time. The I'm Descent. actually doing the list. Because every time we do this, wait, every time wait, we do this, one. somebody just goes to Yahoo and types it in. I'm an internet movie database. I'm looking at the release dates. So these are all guaranteed 2005 releases. Okay. That I just did yeah. 2005, man. Constantine. God. The Devil's Rejects, Hostel, okay. the Descent, really big ones there. Doom, House of Wax, The Amityville Horror, Exorcist of Emily Rose, Skeleton mm-hmm. Key, Saw Two, Wolf Creek, Land of the Dead, mm-hmm. The Cave, Wolf uh, Creek. That's not a fun movies. The Brothers Grimm, Hell World, <laughs> Hellraiser, Hide and Seek with De Niro, um, Blood Rain, Cursed, Venom, Ring Two, Feast, Dark Water, Dominion, Feast. Tideland, which I don't feel is a horror movie at all. Um, Reefer yeah. Madness, the movie musical. We're at number 26, and it's already fucking Reefer Madness. The wow. music. I mean, this is a shit year, dude. The Boogeyman. This is about I'm, as deep as a fucking baby. I'm telling you, oh, I just did 2005. Boogeyman, Alone in the Dark, The Fog, 2001 Maniacs, uh, Cry Wolf. Okay. The Crow, I just Wicked watched Fair. all these. I just watched all the big movies from 2005, <laughs> literally for the in fucking American podcast. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Bull had two movies in fucking 2005? What the fuck? All this sucks. Fuck. Carly, why didn't we get a 70s year? This sucks. Fuck. I even talked about this on top of the show. Don't talk to me. I don't want the 70s. I don't think you're the one who prayed for no 70s. I heard you. White Noise, yeah. Urban Legends, Bloody Mary, Call of Cthulhu, Antibodies, Fragile, Next Door, Chaos. You didn't say Santa to slay, bro. Isolate Ginger Dead Man, oh, bro. Well, they're not here yet. Maybe they're not in the 2005. Isolation, The Dark, The Nun, Man Thing. Um, I'm going to die. Dead this. Two shit Hellraiser sequels. Uh, Tamara, P, Puppy. What the fuck is this? Return of the Living Dead, four and five. Ginger Dead Man, Mortuary, Strange Circus, Pervert, uh, 13 Tomazetti, which is a great movie. Santa Slay, Mansquito, Meatball Machine. Okay. Meatball Machine sucks. The Witches of Lunacy, It Waits, Hunt for the BTK Killer, Cruel World, The Roost, uh, Return of the Living Dead, Four, or Five, sorry, Komodo. Duarca's Dinner Table, Evil Aliens, Return of the Living Dead Part 4 as well, War of the Worlds, House of the Dead 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Spring Shark, uh, Spring Break Shark Attack, Boo, Saw Rebirth. Mm-hmm. That looks like an animation, sorry. Um, yeah. I'm at pretty much dark, 
chaos. Oh, still waters. Chaos. I already went to chaos. Yeah, th- this is probably deep as anybody's going to go in terms of watching. Chupacabra Boy Eats Girl. I'm just going to be watching Independent. Oh, Chupacabra Terror is fun. Um, real uh, Rapo Noir. That's a popular one. Did you say The Mangler Reborn and Prophecy 5? I did say Prophecy 5. There's the Ruse Sex Machine snuff movie. I'm trying to find maybe some to made. Day of the Dead 2 Contagium. No, fuck that. <laughs> no, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> No, I'm not I know the summer shit. series did it differently, so I don't know if some of these watches I were are going to qualify yeah, for ours. Yeah, but... they, they do. They do it very do differently. Did you say about the top. descent was that a 2005 film? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So what 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 they do is, whatever country it's from, whatever the first showing was for the country of origin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, right. there's right. definitely it's definitely extremely top heavy. There might be like you know three or four films that are definitely going to be in the top three, but after that, it's kind of fucking all over the place. Dude, I, we need to dig deep for independent movies, possibly. Oh, cursed, cursed is from there. I mean, there's some there's some films that, that I haven't seen good. in a while. Like I, I think there, this, this will be fun. This like hide and, fun from, hide and seek, I, I haven't seen in a while. No, this is going to be the worst year of all time. Yeah, I We're think this is going to be the worst top ten ever. Are, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I just went through 2005, and I'm like, my god, it was so I don't obvious. Even like us. But the top two are. It's so obvious what the top two are. No, on the person. We'll just have to see. Are you fucking because kidding? Not, are my you top two are different than the summer series top two. No fucking way. Yes, from, fucking from this way. year. No way. Yes. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's no. Too. There's. <laughs> Okay. What's I next door? There's a way, like, bro. If you you know you you'll look at the list and you'll be like, oh, I know his two. What's next Hostel, door from 2005? Hostel is on JP's two. Um. What? No, what's the? Uh, what was besides 2005? I said, what's next door? Oh, is Hostel is Hostel for us 2005? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it? Well, that makes more sense then. It was. It was, oh, that it was 1970. Like the second was 1975. Oh! Third was 1977. Okay, so Hostel must have been 96 for or 2006 for us, like in reality. 77 would have been fun. Well, we got 2005, so suck it up. Yes. So that's not really a surprise. 85 to 2005 just seemed to. I mean, there's some stuff. One good thing is uh, these films are going to be really easy to find. <laughs> Oh, Tamara. That's a decent one from 2005. Oh, that movie's fucking terrible. What are you talking about? <laughs> really? <laughs> Tamara sucks. Oh, I, I have a feeling a lot of these movies aren't going to hold up. Like, some will be like, Hooper's oh, I love Mortuary. this. Oh, Science on a Strange Circus. Did I you mention that? Figure out yeah, yeah. Shade, which Rattle, and Roll, 25. We can I'm watch not... Charlie's Death Wish starring um your boy, um Ron Jeremy. <laughs> hey, there's only <laughs> 1,179 titles listed under horror. <laughs> How about ha- Hammerhead. Hammerhead. What about Boo from 2005? That one's decent. What about Die one? You Zombie Bastards and Frankenstein Reborn? Well, you're picking the shittiest movies. Of course they're not. Those movies good. actually look like some of the best ones out of the ones I just scrolled through. How about so Sealing? Na- the Neighbor number 13 looks interesting. I always wanted to watch that. That's a good one, yeah. How about Semen Demon? That sounds that's like... A, mm-hmm. a, a, that's yeah. going to be a... There, there's some good foreign stuff. The Maid. I, I hear yeah. that they- I'm going to watch all the porn movies, by the way, guys. Cello? 
Oh, I actually own both those. <laughs> we got a Bill Zabob. Oh, oh, there's a top tenner. One missed call, too. <laughs> swap zombies. They remade Cabinet Dr. Caligari in 2005? H6, Diary of a Serial Killer. Insecticidal, dude. dude. Come on. Oh, we could watch Night of the Day of the Dawn of the Sun of the Bride of the Return of the Revenge of the Terror of the Attack of the Evil Mutant Hellbound Flesh Eating Subhumanoid Zombified Living Dead Part 3. I'm going to assume that's probably a spoof. <laughs> yeah, there was a. <laughs> How about Creature from the Hillbilly Lagoon? Has That's anybody a, seen uh, Scary Hair? I own that movie. I own that. Scary Hair? Hillbilly Lagoon? Evil. I own that. The uh, Greek zombie movie, which isn't that bad. Dr. Right. Chopper. Jesus Christ. That, that movie cool. sucks. I own that too, man. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, we got Honestly, you guys, I think Eli you guys are being a little too hard on this show. Ooh, totally you're a bunch of haters. We got Tokyo yeah. Zombie. No, we're just, right, being, we're, no, just being haters. We're just being honest. You no, guys are all like, you guys are all like, we're fifty years old, so we like seventies movies. We got, we got a David. First of all, none of us are fifties, and that's bullshit. Listen, what about Ghost Main Act? It's a joke. Seventies movies are half better than half these fucking movies we named. No, Who dude, some of those seventy. I mean, I start most of my seventies lists with like fucking seven point fives too. I started fucking all my fucking these lists with fucking. This is gonna be like fours out of fives. No fucking you, way, Derek. dude. Like, you're gonna I mean, not, fake. Just watch. You're probably gonna first. start with an eight on this. Hey, yeah, Derek, and, Derek, Derek. I started yeah. this list at an eight. Japanese man, movies on this list, though. I think we, we can get away with watching literally like thirty Japanese movies and be okay. Okay, dude, we'll be fine. so many Japanese movies. I'm seeing. Ghost. I'm gonna Japanese have to hook this plex up list. there, uh, Dave, so you can fucking hook me up with some of these movies. Yeah, or the I, worst case scenario. Like Plex is, is iffy if it doesn't work for you, but I can get you the movies for yourself and you can have them on your own Plex. Or you can can, can we please upload them to the spreadsheet this year? I have too many to do that too. Last time I would have had like 200 titles to upload to the spreadsheet. The Plex Listen, I know the spreadsheet oh, works so great for me because so I actually went back and redownloaded and steal the subs, man. You're going to have to tell me which ones you well, want. Well, maybe I'm we should talk about the illegal subs. stuff off the air. You're gonna, it's not illegal. No, we own all these movies. I don't. <laughs> Except for the ones we're downloading illegally. <laughs> if the movies are on release, but, I don't care. Yeah, Steel and Lace didn't have release, so fuck that. We're not talking about giving people the devil's rejects. We all own that movie. Yeah, we all, we all, like, if it's available, we'll fucking buy it. But I mean, exactly. if it's not available, those are the ones we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, nobody could have fucking found, like, some of these movies that I had to watch. All right, guys. Is that it? I'm actually mm-hmm. happy. Fuck me too. You guys are gonna be fucking regretting it. Yep, all the youngins are fucking happy. Hey, right. listen, if anybody wants to tap out, Mike Merriman says he wants in. Fuck Eric, Mike you're bitching. All right, Eric, Mike's Mike filling in for me. His fucking giant pubic hair goat. <laughs> dude, Michael, Mike can't fill in for you, dude. <laughs> He's like, you would watch fucking. He would fucking lose his mind apparently. No way. He's like, hey, dude, Boots, we do it 2005, movies. right? Boots is like, I'm not doing it. He's like, what? <laughs> You're the filling <laughs> for me, dude. Have you Bad music plays in the background. Was that hilarious if we got in trouble for fucking not watching 2007? What's that song they used to play by Mujin Heap? It's like, ooh, what you are. That song plays. You know I'm just playing this up for entertainment. No, yeah, Mike, I'm Mike serious. If, if you don't want to do it, Mike will. Um, Mike. Same Mike. with you, Carly. Yes. Dave, well, you're I, I am happy about this year. No one else is, but I am. 
No, I, I honestly think I'll be okay with the foreign movies. I just a lot of the American shit that came out this time is just not my. Yeah, it's like, like video game movie that shit. I'm just gonna skip some of these. Like I'm not watching um, Blood Rain. I'm not watching The Fog and stuff like that. I'm not but watching like, Dark some, Water. some titles like House of Wax or something. Like I haven't seen that House since it came out. Man, it's House of it's Wax. so much better than you remembered to be, man. I had just rewatched it. Actually, it's actually really? it's pretty fucking fun, man. It's fun. I'm sure, House of Wax is good. Oh, uh, House of Wax is my number one already. I'm already calling it's, it. It's fun as hell, man. I used to not like wow. it at all, and rewatched it. I was like, "Fuck this!" Well, shit's it, fun it as came hell. out at a time where everybody hated everything. I remember that quite yeah, vividly. That's true, but we got that Irish movie Isolation. I've always wanted to watch that. Oh. Did we watch that. That movie's actually legitimate, man. It's good. Yeah, it's good. We the, dude. That. I think. Look, it might not be a super deep year for like eight, you know how like sometimes we'll get eights like down at number 30 and stuff but i guarantee you everybody's top 10 is going to be pretty solid you all see feet don't, don't don't use that solid word i hear it feet is, like feet is fucking nasty bro feet is nasty oh dude feet is it's actually no, one of the number, sickest movies I've one. ever seen in my life it's gross that's my number one I, the batman versus dracula animated movie JP I've watched that, that already. <laughs> I reviewed that on the show. I did. I hate when people give me shit like that. I really do. <laughs> Nothing to uh, say. 13 Tomazetti is probably my number one. I That's going to be on my so top 10. DC film. You guys ever seen that movie? What? 13 uh, Tizametti. I've seen the remake. I haven't seen the oh. original. I want to see oh, that. That movie's fucking awesome. I don't know if it's a horror movie, though. Fuck Isolation Side of Print. I got the DVD. Oh, I got the DVD. Just, yeah, like if something's out of print, for like probably yeah, 50 cents we're going to have to fucking well, but no, the way, the way it is, like, you want your fi- formats to be M- MVKs anyways. Do we? Days. Right, yeah. Yeah, you do because you can put the subs in there, and no matter when you play the file, when you play it on your television, all you have to do is press the sub buttons and it comes up. You don't have to hard code anything. Yeah. You can put yeah, multiple I prefer them hard coded, but... If we're getting ones that are matching, I'll be okay. I just no, hate hunting for myself. I'll I'll send the subs if I have them, but sometimes I can't. You're the best, Dave. I don't care what anybody says about you. <laughs> like I said, I have no. I don't download movies that are widely available. Hell no. But I will not. But I I will do stuff that's like there's some of these movies that are just impossible to find anywhere. Yeah. Of course. If we're not sharing with each other, like, and we're not fucking releasing them to the public, you know, this is private use. Oh, right. What's that? I think that's it, boys. Get that, out is, of here. that is definitely it, man. That is going to conclude the top 10 of 1991. Of course, we are moving on to the 2000s. I'm personally not that excited. Some other people are. <laughs> you know what? That's Dude, completely fine. Hey, 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 hey Moose, if you want to fold out, Mike Merriman will take your place. But it's because I'm apparently really old, like 50 years old, and only watch 70 films. So that Dude, is cool. Shut up. That is cool. Hey, <laughs> I'm picking a number here. That was a dick on everyone, not just you. I'm, I'm fucking, with you, now, I'm fucking with you, Garvey. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Um, but uh, yeah, guys. Release thanks. date for this show is probably going to be after the new year, I'd assume. Probably. What? September, bro. Oh, this will be that. way after the new year. The next yeah. show. We're probably the, looking the like. 2005, bro. Oh, I was going to say, man. I can, I'm not watching any 2000 fucking five movies until I catch up on my 2020 watches. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. We're, we're talking. We're probably it, talking March, April kind of thing right now. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a while from now. Yeah. I'll probably watch one here and there just for the hell of it. But um, well, we yeah, have 2002 our planned out till was January, so this is kind of crazy. 
2002 was episode 74 and it debuted back in 2016 so it's been a while since we uh was actually it was march 2016 so it's been a while since we've been into the 2000s so Mm -hmm. you know it's it's cool i guess yep cool man well thank you guys for coming back on the show Always Luckily, there's no movies. We are movies. the official so Slick Six, and I hope to see you guys back for the next one. Because if you're not, Bug you, life. you suck. You fucking suck. Yeah. Bug life. Because I'm gonna tough it out. Because it's 2000 fucking five. And you and you have to because you're moots. And because I'm moots, that's your name is I, in I, the title. Love, yeah, you're not allowed to like leave. I love to torture myself. We it's, all it's, do at some yeah, point, moots. <laughs> It's really great. We are all a bit sadomasochist. I think we are. And just so we can complain about it afterwards. <laughs> right. Why not? Yeah. Why that's not? Great. I mean, that's the best part of the show, right? Like, what were the worst films of the year you watched? Well, I got about 30. So, well, <laughs> like, he just goes down everything. He's like, that one sucked. <laughs> I want to rape it in its asshole. Unless, <laughs> of course, it's Derek, where he's like, well, I got a couple. And he starts talking about ones he loves. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, it was directly like Andy. I was thinking about him. It happens. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> first three sucks. All right, first three was not as yeah, bad man. We are we are definitely out of here. Thank you, Carly, Derek, for coming on the show. Dave, love all Thanks you guys. Love you guys. Um, that is going to be the show, man. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, Jeremy, take us out of here. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 189 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast. If you want to follow the man Moods himself, you could do so at youtube.com slash Moods 616. And remember, his channel is dead. You can follow JP over on his channel, youtube.com slash Double Shot J. Tell him you treated Jeremy like shit. And you can follow me on my channel, youtube.com slash NES Ruler 22. Follow Derek wherever, Dave wherever, and Carly wherever. No, I'm just joking. Follow Derek. you have anything you want to plug? Where's your shit at? Yeah, you know, actually, we just moved to a new network. Most of my shows, uh, we're on the Dark Discussions Network at the moment. Fuck, I'm uh, learning shit right now. I didn't even know that. Yeah, we just moved over. Thanks. Shout out to Philip Perron for creating that network for us. Uh, awesome shit there. Ooh, we're that's over a there now. Ironic, isn't it? You know, fellow New Englander making things right. Awesome shit. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it. And I um, actually have a few guest appearances coming up. There in One, actually, I was supposed to do this Saturday, but it just got uh, pushed back. So I'll keep those a little secret now. But when they come out, I'll announce them on the pages and shit like that. You know that. So that's about it for me. And me and Carly are recording soon with, actually, uh, the man we mentioned earlier, Mike Merriman. So that should be interesting. Solid Mike. Carly. Um, yes, pretty much same thing. Everything is now like on dark discussions. You got his and hers that I do with old J Pig, as well as uh, Netflix and Chill or Shutter and Chill, which I will like soon be J-Pig. yeah, little J Piglet. Um, and uh, you know, movie versus movie that that should be on there soon with Austin, and then of course Derek and I do celluloid dissections, and then I also have a YouTube channel called Carly three one seven. That's C A R L Y three one seven check that out but yeah everything is some dark discussions so uh dave i mean we all know where dave is mr parka yeah m-r-p-a-r-k-a on youtube so if you'd like to leave us any emails of pictures of a man eating a lady's ass you could do so at 22 shots of moods and horror at gmail.com that's the 22 shots of moods and horror at gmail.com come shrapnel 
<laughs> no. You didn't see the message, Moods? Apparently not. Of, P- of Peter sending a picture of a man eating my mom and my aunt's asshole? No, I did not see that. Oh. No. It's very, very Dude, amazing. Dude, he, he still emails me like twice a day. I'm not joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> this won't stop. I might block him soon because he's starting to send like shit that's like like Holocaust pictures and stuff like that and really rude shit. So yeah. I can't believe yeah. you haven't blocked him yet. I just get tired of that. Well, shit. he used to make me laugh because he'd be like, like exploding head sucks moods burrito fucking m- moose. He calls you moose. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Oh, what the fuck was that? You can leave us voicemail at 724-426-6665. I highly doubt that thing's even hooked up anymore, but you can leave us voicemail if you want. <laughs> that was funny. There's only one way to find out. I'll call it later. Just give her a call. Find out. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash 22shotspodcast. You can also follow us on the 22shots of Moods and Horror Facebook page, facebook.com search bar 22shots of Moods and Horror Podcast. Please support the Patreon to get the sand sucked out of my vagina. Patreon.com slash 22shots podcast. And if you buy a t-shirt right now, I will ship it to you for free. And you could order one of the 22shots of moodsandhorror.com or send me a message on Facebook. So that is everything for episode 189 of the 22shots of Moods and Horror podcast. We'll be back next week with anime episode two i guess we're going to be talking about some more anime movies uh jp isn't going to be here of course because he always leaves at the most interesting episode so no i'm going to be working actually excuses and then we're going to be uh talking about the reflecting skin from 1990 which is pretty great awesome movie. movies great movie forward to mm. that so uh we're doing demon city Shin- come on derek help me out <laughs> what is it Demon City, Shinuku, Ninja Squirrel, and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. So we're doing the sequel to Vampire Hunter D. Oh, that's a fucking great show right there. Yeah, so we're doing some anime movies. So we need somebody who can speak Japanese. Two of them, two of them from the same director too. And then just some other some other shows coming up for the rest of the month of September. If you guys want to prep. the week after that, we have King Kong 1933 versus King Kong 05. So. Oh, fuck that movie. I'm not watching that. So that should be a... Uh, they should change that to 76. Make it easier on us. Well, I already bought the 4K. We're doing 05. Yep. <laughs> so I got throw a 4K. it in the trash fire. Yeah. It's not, not even that bad. It's, it's just long. I like it. It's I just like fucking long. They should cut the boat out of the movie completely. That's why Skull Island is the best Kong movie. And as always, Skull Kong Island sucks. And as always, it doesn't suck. I just don't like it. And because we're gangsters, because we're gangsters, we're watching the extended cut. So, oh god damn you all! You're on that show, Derek. I'll be there in spirit because I'll have to rewatch it to know what they're talking about. It's from five, so. (laughs) Oh shit. Actually, it's oh five. One off the list. <laughs> Dave, the, the saw theme starts playing. Da-na-na, da-na-na, da-na-na. Dave starts is to it realize 05? it is. It is. They don't consider it a horror movie, though. Well, it's exploitation, that, motherfucker. You still watch it? Action, adventure, drama. I'm counting it as a watch. I don't give a, a fuck. It has a killer. It, it has King killer Kong. bugs in it. That's all that matters. Yeah, dude, kills killer bugs are fucking more horror than half the movies that came out that year. Right. I'll call this horror movie. Never mind. This episode's been too long.
Okay, we're out of here. Bye. Chicky leader. Peace. Stop it. Just stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop. Stop. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you, bitch. You broke